Welcome to the Filipino Garage. This is Kuya Chris, your host, your Kuya, your Kaibigan. And this episode is actually an album listening session for my recent album, Mahalola. I had two friends on and we basically go through the whole album, listen to each song. I give a little context, a little background story of why I wrote the song, who inspired it, go through the the history, uh, the ups and the downs, some of the love songs, why I was simping in some of them and with the lessons I learned, but also the story behind dedicating it to my Lola and all the good stuff. The homies actually asked some really good questions and we got in depth about my perspective on love on life on relationships the ups and the downs and all that good stuff so take a listen it's a big episode it's five hours long we did a marathon podcast session so hope you enjoy the first song actually plays around like 40 minutes in so we actually talk a good amount and hang out before getting into the actual album so hope you enjoy uh take a listen vibe with us vibe with the album and let me know your thoughts Hope you all enjoy. Salamat. Peace. Show the camera what, the, what we're doing. Much love Man. to Josh Burha for bringing in the puerta. $4,000 puerta. Show him the tea. Right. $4,000. Tell us a little story about the tea first. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. So uh, it's like 12 years old. It's called Puer. And it's. Uh, Is that a Puer? Puer. Puer. What, you wanted me to show you, show this one? That and also what we brewed it oh, Okay, into. so like the actual tea, it's all fancy. I'll take it. It's messy. I'll show like a... Just show the cake. The Just video. show the cake. Like a little fancy... Show them cakes, bro. It's a whole big old, Just show the, the big old thing. You take out the cake. Yeah, oh, there you go. fine. Oh, no, 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 you don't it's have to show messy. it. Just show that. It's like a big ass thick disc, circular disc of hardened puer tea. And then you have to break little pieces of it off to uh, brew it. And so puer is actually black tea that is buried, right, underground for a certain amount of time, aged. And then that uh, gives it its also good digestive properties. So yeah. they say after eating it's good to drink puerti what's crazy is that we just had some uh japanese food and we had a lot of uh what do you call it fried food mm. and so this is like pretty good that we're drinking this right now mm. and how many infusions did we just go through right now like more than 10 and you um, said you feel high <laughs> the second infusion I already started to feel a little weird tingliness i felt like a stoner for some reason <laughs> But you have been off coffee, right? Off coffee, mm. yeah. Mm. How long have you been off coffee? Probably like two months now. Oh. How long have you been I off? I drink it uh, sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> what else have you been off of? So I've been off of uh, drinking too oh. um, since March. Oh, my uh, God. March, so like s nine, nine months. months. That's yeah. a whole damn. baby right there. Yeah. Oh, damn. So if you had a baby, it wouldn't be an alcoholic syndrome baby. Because that's yeah. what happens with some babies. If their mamas yeah. keep on drinking, they have toxic don't, alcohol. Don't syndrome. fuck up the third trimester, women. 
Damn, how did you know? What the hell? How did you know about the third trimester? And All that smoking and drinking <laughs> is going to cost. <laughs> Some dude was paying attention in his health class. Oh, that's good. Do you have medical people in your family? Uh, Just one. My uncle, he's a... Well, he was a nurse in Coast Guard, actually. Oh. Sort of like that. And now he's he studied in SF State for like four years to actually get a nursing degree. Now he's working nursing. But I didn't really learn any medical stuff from him. <laughs> it's all just YouTube stuff. <laughs> hey, dude, you learn a lot from YouTube. And my mom was even watching medical kind of summaries on youtube mm -hmm. just recently just because she's interested in the topics and then she was watching one about plastic surgery and this guy was going into the medical differences of different techniques and what is good and what's not what are the complications of all this i'm like mom you're not fucking gonna get plastic surgery right she's like no i'm just watching yeah, because she likes yeah. the medical side of it i was like okay that's interesting but then it's also interesting that this doctor is talking about it online and all that just giving that information but it does seem it's also connected with like marketing for his services right of because you ever see like the, the plastic uh, surgery doctor the chiropractor guy no he like cracks everyone's necks and I know the Ooh. most popular is the pimple popper. Oh, the pimple popper. Yeah. <gasps> Leanne's hella into that. Oh, I can't get into Wait, that. Which chiropractor you've been watching? SoCal uh, no, chiropractor? No, it's, it's a dude. He's kind of like jacked. And he's oh, I've seen that guy too. Yeah, um, Those videos are sick, dude. <laughs> yeah, see? People like it. It's, it's like... like it's pretty cool. Oh, cracking in the like neck Cracking stuff? your yeah, back. And and I've been watching these neck adjustment ones yeah, from... Yeah. Um, uh, I forgot. Dr. Thayer. <laughs> on uh youtube yeah. he got a pretty good following base um uh -huh. it's crazy because some some like his viewers even visit from like even around the globe like they fly yeah, out there's, here to there's another out. one uh the earwax shit yeah like, i remember leanne and i were watching uh earwax videos and you just she's hella into it bro i was I like mean, she is in the you, medical field you, it was right? like gross does, does she also like watching like uh when people remove the poor, the blackheads. Yeah, yeah the, the blackheads and stuff. Sick. <laughs> He's one of them, man. <laughs> yeah. Really, you like yeah. watching that? Man, it's weird. It looks like it feels good, dude. I like doing it to myself. Or I had this girl that liked uh, plucking them, like the little oil stuff I have on my nose, uh, and they'd pluck it, like, and then yeah, they enjoy it. I don't think it. I have that. Like, Maybe so. Uh, like mindful thing, thing so. no. A what? A meditation sort of thing, maybe, huh? Maybe, Just hygiene. Not I hygiene. Guess, yeah. Not gonna lie. Yo, Sometimes the earwax stuff. I like crazy. popping my pimples when it has that little white spot. Oh, yeah. And you just and then, like... And you put... Pick like, it, pick yeah, it. And then it I goes, love picking at it stuff. It goes... Poof, and then, oh. like, pops out. The, yeah. the, the worst is when you're scratching your back and you fucking rip fucking, oh. like... A back pimple and it starts hurting. Oh, like I don't hell. haven't had that in a while. Oh, you guys don't have? I, I have before. What? <laughs> what, oh. this guy what, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> back pimple? <laughs> back pimple? What's that? What's that? Gross. Ew. No, I've had what? that before. I've definitely had that before and I'm like trying to press it. Wait, but I haven't had it in a while. But like, uh, those Yo, you have to watch out for if you're doing wrestling or whatever because you don't want no staff shit. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You gonna say something? The earwax. Uh. This is wild, dude. Like, 
people are pulling straight up like fetuses out of like yeah. like ears you know what i mean like this guy said fetuses yo we should watch some like yo, we should watch a video do a little reaction video yeah quick reaction we should i don't have it all set up for like a no, like with the audio oh, okay. and where's young that. jamie at i know i need i need but i was thinking to do like fun reaction stuff with homies but then with like specific topics yeah but then Dude, I started watching some reaction stuff and some people have hella views. Yeah. Like there's hella followers and then I You first, should you I should make your say, mango eating video like I I, I can see that shit eat, going viral. Oh and you're I, just like eating mangoes. It's ASMR <laughs> and you're just making social commentary or like you're you're trying your jokes on the camera like <laughs> I have I have some recorded that I haven't released yet. Okay. I haven't edited. I have a mango one, a rambutan, a mango. Just be hella one. ratchet. <laughs> and and um, what's it called? I got more responses from some people also that they loved it. That yeah. you know, um, when I was doing my shirtless fruit boy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that like, could be a whole yeah, YouTube series. <laughs> yeah. I, that's hella marketable, bro. I'm sorry. I'm like putting bad thoughts. In, not, not. You should actually bad, try so. that. Yeah. It should be fun. Out. Oh damn! See, the GoPro's not that reliable. Wasn't recording. Yeah, in terms of, I think it like runs out. It like messes. But well, you're right there, right? But then I'm right there too. Damn, you so. got two cameras at you, bro. Yeah, because that's why I knew that it, it might have an issue, and then with that, you ever so. tried using your phone? Uh, yeah, but it's not enough space oh, like right, that, right. and then power. it's not. Yeah, it, it fills up, and then. Um, so ideally, that other camera, which I lost, if anybody wants what, to sponsor. What about like a Sony? No, because those also don't do long oh, shot, like uh, extended plays, because all DSLRs, like I told you, right, cut off 30 minutes. And then um, if it's longer, there's higher import tax for them because it's a video cam, right? And so Nikon, Canon, they all cut off at 30 minutes. So I have to get specific cameras. These camcorders, right, go longer than that. So it's just a straight shoot and all. But yeah, that's that. Well, the reason why we're here actually is to do a album listening session. And Are you I gonna can, kick us off with your welcome? Like, that's what I'm going welcome. to. Oh, I didn't do that. Didn't do it yet. Oh shit! So it hasn't officially <clears throat> officially started. This is all <clears throat> the pre pre show. But it's actually. But I'm gonna post it. I'm gonna include it, right? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Welcome to the Filipino Garage. I should just splice that into yeah. the beginning before our yeah. this free talk and then cut it back in. Yeah, sure. <laughs> but I actually don't edit my videos that much unless some people want something cut out, <laughs> which I've done. Have people well, asked you to cut uh, shit out? Twice, really? I think. But for the most part, no, because I usually... What, pre what, what did you cut out? Uh, I forgot. I think once... It was a homie that wanted um, just the way they weren't sure of how things will come across if their work sees it. Oh. Uh, and then another one, I'm, I'm forgetting who, but I have a feeling they said something. It was someone else, but I forget who already. Shit. My, honestly, my memory is not that great. I don't have, it's not like I have 
a lot of guests, but I'm already at 37, right? Um, and maybe 30 different people. Sometimes I forget that they've been on my podcast. I'm like, oh yeah, it was this person. Was Yo, you should be on my podcast. <laughs> it's like, uh, I was on it like six months ago, bro. Dude, imagine people like Joe Rogan who have who's already thousand yeah, plus. Yeah. Bro, they started that like 10 years ago. Mm -hmm. Like all the conversations and all the different people that come through like to have a memory. But that's why and if you're a, a consistent listener to his podcast, you know certain stories that are brought up consistently. Yeah. You're like, oh, I've heard this story before. Yeah. So You gotta be prepared because what if someone uses it against you and then you forget and then they'd be like, I got the receipts here. Oh, Pull up the video. From, oh, yeah. Uh, I've said some stuff. That's why I already said I'm not going to be a politician with, with this podcast out there. <laughs> but I've n I haven't said anything that I feel would be like bad, bad. Because I'm very, even if I'm on video all the time and I talk a lot, I'm still kind of, I think about what I say sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> um, and I, I, at least for the most part, I'm honest. And so I f uh, everything I say, I mean. So if, I, if, if there's something wrong, then it's something that I'll learn from, right? Because, oh, that's what I really mean. But then if it's wrong, then I'll have to learn and grow from that, you know? What you mean, though? What, what <laughs> you mean? Okay. Uh, so welcome, Josh Burha, Joseph Magsai Sai. Both of y'all were guests from previous episodes. Way back, throwback, that we actually have to redo them. Not redo, but maybe come back on, right? To like get life updates and stuff. Because that was, what, maybe 2017? I think I did mine 2016. End of 2016. Damn, yeah. three years ago, bruh. Oh, yeah. Crazy. Damn. Time flies, No way. Man. Probably. And then, yeah, because... It was so empty when I looked at the picture. Yeah, I showed yeah. you the picture yesterday, right? I like how this is like collecting like a lot of character. Yeah, yeah. It's it's gonna go away in like a month or we two. We gotta get you a brick wall, dude. <laughs> no, I do like the the artwork I've collected over the the years because um it it there's an energy to it in terms of what it brings to the vibe and when people sit down there and then they take uh, gander around mm -hmm. and they look at the things it kind of sets them sets up a mood right mm -hmm. like and they're all at least this part of the wall that's, that's all Filipino American artists right um, Sammy uh, and two f from like social media a nice uh, aesthetic nice aesthetic this homegirl who drew Janae Aiko Filipina um, shots from uh, Philippine trips and then those are all of Kim Davalos's posters those three with the Larry Itliong from the book that was uh, by Don Mabalon um, that was the ch kids book that they launched and then on artwork right here uh, this dope uh, visual artist that's kind of low-key with their work uh, they don't really want me to tell but <laughs> um, so it, it's a it's a good vibe that I appreciate it's like a collection of the experiences and the people I've brought on. Yeah, you know? it's crazy because I remember back in my interview in 2017, it was uh, it was pretty blank. Like, <laughs> Damn, you saying that like it's a bad thing? It's a like, this. I know. It's yeah. like, bro, you went cheap with the decor. <laughs> no, like, I'm, what I'm, is this casting couch? Is, <laughs> <laughs> what is casting couch? Is, my point Stupid. is like. 
it, you can hella see or you can't like how much you pretty much uh try to invest into this and mm. it's pretty cool the come up you know mm, the, come the come up, up. Yeah. the come up still doing it. <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking j cole the come up yep the, was it his the warm-up he has he the had come the come up, up also, also? Yeah. the come up was before the warm-up mm-hmm. and then it was friday night lights mm-hmm. right no the, and it was born sooner yeah, the Born Center was no before Born Center. It was the sideline story. Sideline story. Yeah, uh-huh. that was his like first right. like right. album, uh, album, studio album, right? And that one was like, eh. and then the Born Center was like somewhat of a return to more of the rap. But then he really came through with the 2014 Forest Hill Drive. 24, dude, that's five years ago. Holy crap! Holy shit! <laughs> and big. I still bump that. And it's good music. Mm. It's five years ago, 2014 Forest Hill Drive. Bro, fuck. I was senior in high school. I remember that shit. And then I remember it coming out and then having a conversation with you, Josh. For real? About, yeah, you were saying that you really like that song, Wet Dreams. Oh, And shit. then, and I, I was like, I at first. At I first, think you can relate. Big <laughs> yeah, time. that's what I was saying. At first. I was like, ah, I didn't really vibe with it. And then I think we talked and then you were telling me, Joe, that maybe he vibed with it because it's very like that time of the life. Okay. Like, oh, what? Speaking of wet dreams, right? <laughs> That's why I said, I think he can relate. <laughs> okay. okay. It's crazy because it can relate now. Oh. <laughs> so. I think it, the lighting's better on your face. Like okay. This. Okay. I just got into tea recently. Uh... February, uh, you know, around Chinese New Year, I started going to uh, Vital Tea Leaf. I heard about it from Christian because they both went on it um, just to t- taste tea. Did I ever take you there? Or I just told you about it? Or you, I, we went. I, I remember we went. We went, but I think I already went there before. For sure, for sure. Um, Is oh, that me sure. or you? Or? That's me. Um, and then stop that. Stop, stop. What is uh, that? Damn, it's connected to my computer too. Oh, word. Just any calls, shit. I should actually stop that for next you time. You should do, uh, um, was it the mode? Like, yeah, but then since not my uh, phone is connected to my computer, it rings there also. You could do do not disturb on your computer also. Oh, yeah, I should, but I don't know how to do it. <laughs> um, but you were saying, yes, Violet T. Oh, and yeah. You were saying Wet Dreams. Yeah, so. There's a tea called blue tea. I've shared it once here. It's uh, gynostemma. It's a er- it's a herbal tea. Oh, it's a tisane. It's not a tea actually. It doesn't have caffeine, but um, supposedly it's supposed to help with uh, sleep and stuff. And so I've been drinking that like recently. And <laughs> I have a feeling with this. Long going. story short, I got some like. I wake up and like find just like a lake, a lake in your dream puddle. A puddle. A, uh, wait, 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 wait. Do you wake up when the puddle is forming, or is already formed? Shit like that happens, and like I try to, I try my best to stop that shit. What? Why do you stop it? You should embrace that as like, 
a natural occurrence of the body. Dude, I don't want to interrupt my sleep for like <laughs> cleaning up, man. That shit sucks. But I do though. I have to because like it's so hard to. See. Oh, dude. It's like a. It's like a fucking. Uh, it's like wet fire socks, bro. <laughs> yeah. Dude. Dude. Anyways, you just gone back to sleep. Anyways, like it's not You're even like, like I'm just gonna get my bed hella dirty and like clammy and. So you know how like wet dreams is like associated with like sexual stuff. I don't really get those as much. It just what? happens randomly. Oh, so you don't. Maybe have... there's a chemical process. Maybe it's like, just biological. Because like, yeah. I've been on no fat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also that too. Just speak yeah. into the mic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've yeah. been on no fat for over a year now, and and so when you when you have the wet dream, you don't dream sexual shit. It's only like very rarely. Whoa! Yeah, and like it's it's probably a biological process. Yeah, but like, that's interesting because when that happens to me, when I was on nofap, and then I would get wet dreams, it's always connected with some sexual shit in the dream yeah. that causes that release. Like, and just, I've but never, what if it's the release that yeah, needs that, to be it, 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 that it needs, needs to be released, released and then yep. it. You know. And it causes that uh, dream to happen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And so I think that is the case. Mm -hmm. But then I've never had a uh, forming of the lake without some sexy swimming. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right? There's always a visual in the dream. Yeah. That's interesting. Unless you just don't remember it. Yeah. Probably. It could be just like super deep yeah. sleep and you Probably. don't remember your dream. Yeah, you know? yeah. Maybe, maybe. Give me some of this tea. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring it next. And hey, does time. it help you sleep though? It helps. Oh uh, yeah, it does yeah. actually. Okay, but cool. I try to like limit as much consumption before bed because it really does make you go piss though. Like, oh really, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. To... yeah, when you drink at night. Yeah. <laughs> maybe it's like a different lake. Yeah, you sometimes. Make a bay, bro. It is crazy, dude. There's some different lakes that you might see out there. Oh my god. Jeez, I've been a crater lake. That was cool. <laughs> it was a volcano. The uh there's when we were at the float lab, uh -huh. this homegirl was showing us um Imagine Damiana. No, she was telling me about this other tea that she can get the uh, apothecary just down the street from Float Lab. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, Damiana. She was like, oh, it's good for energy. And then she had a smile on her face. I was like, what? And then I Google it. And then I was like telling her, oh, it's an aphrodisiac. And she goes, yeah. It's like energy. <laughs> energy. And then, but I've never heard of this herbal thing, but you can buy it just over there. So I, I was mean, like, I have to test it. At Damiana. Vital, they have the boner tea. They he calls it boner tea. Really? It's. I mean, it's not technically called uh, boner what is it, tea. Ginseng and uh, it's not ginseng. I don't know what it is, but it's supposed to help. Ah, uh, uh, interesting. Guy, guy tried, he uh, they hooked up guy last time. And then did he uh, walk around with a pogo uh, stick? He said he was like awake, <laughs> awake. And they he said noticed. he had like hella energy, like. The next day, I think he went running and like he wasn't sore or anything. Ah, shit. Okay, like, shout out to Vital Team. Uh, you should yeah. check it out. Yeah. Sponsor, a sponsor. Hey. This uh, the they have a um, brand ambassador, Infinite Seth here hey. with uh, getting everyone to blue hella people, people yeah. on to Vital Tea, bro. That's hella fun. with their blue people, which yeah. is jasmine wrapped. No, in, it's oolong. It's oolong. Oolong wrapped in. Ginseng. It's rolled, yep. in ginseng rolled in ginseng with a little bit of licorice. Sweet aftertaste. Yeah. The the licorice kind of like stays at the back of your mouth. Uh, so that's cool. 
Uh, okay, okay. So that's a good spot. That's where we learned a bunch. Yeah. That's where I learned yeah. a bunch about tea. Like, oh, tea is technically all the same plant. Yeah, it's the tea plant, and then it's all white tea, black tea, green tea, oolong tea. It's all just different ways of processing that plant. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then every all these other things, when they call like jasmine tea, technically is not tea unless it has the tea leaf in it. You know what they told me? Um, I I brought two of my friends from work there, and they're telling us that, um, you know, like tea bags, Mm -hmm. they call them hot dog tea. Hot dog tea. Because that's technically what it is. Yeah. Yeah. It's It's like like a a mixture of... It's not quality. Yeah. 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 Shake. (laughs) Shake. (laughs) It's, um, what's that that word uh, they use in weed when it's bad weed? No, brick, brick weed. Shake. No, there's another word. Like it's low quality? Yeah, there was another word. I forgot it. Back in my stoner days. Bammer, bro. (laughs) No, there's another one. But that's more non-slang. But like, it's still slang, but then it's used more mainstream in the... the, uh, Schwag. Schwag. Right? That's the word, right? Schwag. Schwag. Yeah. Something with the S. -S I am disappointing my stoner self. My when did you quit? 11 stone herself. 2013, I quit. How old were you at that? 2013, time? 22. Because wow. I was too high at Coachella, I think. That's crazy because I'm, I'm, at, I'm at that age right now. I'm turning 23 next month and I'm going through this kind of phase of like trying to be quit a lot shit. more healthy. Yeah. Yeah. I realized like that time I was using it for like an escape. And like self-medication in a way of like not, but an escape to not deal with uh, my own, whether insecurities or... Using it for running away from yeah, the problem, like conflict. Yeah, like little numbing. Like for example, yeah. I used to be very actually social when I'm on weed. And then I would like, I would went on dates with these girls at the gym and I would get girls at the gym like... When I was high, right? And I will talk to them. Um, but then if I was sober during that time, I wouldn't really, I'd be like, hi, like, hey, da, 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 right? Um, but it made me realize, like, why can't I do that if I'm sober? And so I, I think it was an escape. It was like, oh, I need this in order to feel, like, to silence the insecurities rather than actually addressing the reasons why I have those insecurities and then building a sense of self-confidence and acceptance when I'm sober, right? And so that's what I've ended up trying to do the years after quitting, right? Like, trying to assess, like, why the fuck do I have those insecurities? And then try to address that, right? But then in those middle years, I was like, damn, I was fucking smooth when i was high though i would i would dated like two of these the receptionists at the gym and then they took me out this girl one home girl like took me out in her nice mustang too i was like damn like but i would i i wasn't as like out there when i was sober those like few years afterwards when i was trying to like relearn basically you know it's crazy because like um drugs can like pull people together you know like if you have yeah, something yeah. like right now we're drinking tea it is a drug caffeine yeah and yep. we're we had a pretty good time having some like infusions together no it's crazy <laughs> that you think about it <laughs> it's true it's yeah, true it's yeah. true that's a real shit that's a real shit though no lie 
the, the way <laughs> that's a good statement we have had some good having some infusions we've together we've had some good infusions we've together. had some good infusions together that was some deep shit bro that's multi-level but if you think about it I mean that's why you have alcohol that's no number one consumed drug that facilitates a lot of social connections true, true. Uh, so, some to to a certain extent too much right or it can be an escape as well but when it's used like responsibly it's definitely led to business deals ideas connections and many different avenues and ways right shit fucking cocaine how many businesses were (laughs) envisioned over cocaine Mm. i don't do cocaine by the way (laughs) just kidding i don't um but someone offered me outside of the club once like do i have a offerable face um this no dude, you're friendly though oh okay yeah i was talking to this dude outside of the a club in la and then he breaks out this little like it looked like a grandma's little locket i was like oh that's cute and then he opens it and he has a tiny ass spoon like an earwax spoon yeah, yeah, yeah. and he d- takes it out oh. and he goes into his i was like what the fuck we're right in front of the club on the sidewalk i've, I've and then seen he turns that. to yeah. me and says, hey you want some what the fuck he offers me just right there i'm like nah bro but i was like thinking what the fuck am i doing out here being offered cocaine just randomly i don't even know his name but we were just chilling yeah, that's a little yeah it's a no for me dog i've seen yeah. i've seen that kind of, i know that spoon you're talking about i've seen that kind yeah. of weird spoon in like coachella i saw some kids <laughs> yeah ripping it dude like what like what, like what? he like was full-on blow on that thing dude he just snorted I like that I shit. like the little duck face. His face, his face, his face, his face was good. His face was good, dude. That's that's why. But I also feel the older I've gotten, kind of the more things I'm aware of, and so when I smoke now, those thoughts get too much, and I get anxiety when I smoke weed now, um, and it just runs in my head a little too much. So I don't like smoking weed now. Like in recent when I've tried, I'm like, nah, it's not for me. Unless I'm I heard, with I heard my it's sister. Just getting hella strong, man. Yeah, I think really? so. That that too. A little more scientific with their yeah. THC levels and stuff. But I realized um I made this little promise, like, if I go back into weed, I'ma only do it with family. Uh the GoPro. Well, it's fine. Um, it's doing. Oh, it's messing up actually. Yeah. Um, I'll only do it with family or um, also with the high CBD and low THC. Okay, THC so is like the psychoactive one. They say. I remember um, hearing of things like, oh, it should be used as a tool. Mm. Okay, then what kind of situation would you use it as a tool? Um, some people, right? First, you're going to the end of the spectrum with medical usage, right? Medical usage, there's a lot for appetite uh, inducing for those undergoing like cancer treatment or any um, thing which involves pain also. There's definitely definite pain relief in there uh with the c with the higher cbd ratios you also start getting into anti-inflammatory effects um with the cbd um but also um 
there are there are though that's that medical end of the spectrum right and then there are people who like to use it and are responsible enough to use it with their creative outlets some people like writing on it or um there's a whole subset of the jiu-jitsu community that likes rolling uh while they're uh high on weed because it allows them to kind of relax and uh kind of be creative in the middle of the the rolls and things like that i used to try to roll high uh, before and it allows you to get um, kind of more aware of your body because mm. um, you're just you you break down the old patterns that you have a little more because you're kind of more in sync with your body because one theory is that a lot of the uh, yoga poses actually were uh, very beneficial for those folks to get into deeper meditative states also with cannabis because they have um, some ca- a relative cannabis drink in India. Um, I forgot what it is, but some green drink also. Um, but things like that. So, And then, of course, there's a end of the spectrum where it's all recreational. So you can, depends on what you want to use it as a tool for. Right, so arguably, I would say, yeah, it can be used as a tool, but I definitely used it as an escape. I can only speak for myself during those times, and I definitely feel um, when you connect societal kind of expectations of fun to substances, that gets a little bit dangerous because then kids start doing it for social acceptance rather and also kind of stunting rather than understanding it as a substance to add to their lives, right? Just like alcohol, right? Here in the US, we have binge drinking society, especially in uh, once you get to colleges with the, I blacked out last weekend, oh my God. And like, I totally forgot what the what the fuck you forgot what you did why don't you take one drink less you have less of that issue in other countries that have a lower drinking age um in europe or even in the uh in other societies right um where they're exposed to alcohol at the early level it's not so demonized that it becomes cool Mm -hmm. to abuse it and use it Right. So that's where I stand with kind of substances. I think education and awareness is more effective than straight like banning because kids are going to do it. But explain it a little bit more. So yeah. then it's not this cool thing to like, <laughs> let me get fucked up. Right. Okay. You know. I think when it's banned to the explanation or the education around it is a lot more tainted yes 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 and so they're experimenting more it's like it's unclear on how you actually use it as a tool right like alcohol right we could use it as a tool for social they call social lubricant over dinner Mm -hmm. right of like talking you know Mm -hmm. like getting people get ideas right when we had the wine tasting it was fun to just talk around in a circle yeah right and versus um using it too much to get fucked up Right. So I think that education about using it as a tool is something that we're lacking, but can be very useful. Mm -hmm. Right. And that is why I'm now 28 years old. (laughs) That's my perspective now. Someone is fucking older, bro. But I never got blackout drunk, but I did get stupid, like, level and do stupid shit when I was drunk. I got blackout drunk. Yeah. 
Yeah, I, there were because we, we we do like some underage. Shit. But maybe it's That's also why my I don't body. Drink I always now, yak. You know what I mean? I only yak if I get too much. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah I don't just black out. But that's why you're controlled now. I mean, that's why I don't like really party and drink anymore because I feel like I did it like all before I was 21. Yeah, same. That's why when I turned 21, I was like, oh, okay, whatever. It's not a big deal for me. Like parties don't really like excite me. You know what I mean? I think that that's why. I like celebrating. I love having fun with people, but not necessarily like, yo, let's go out. Yeah. The fun is not tied to alcohol usage. Yeah. And I think that's something that uh, even I had to learn. I was like, okay, I can fucking go out and have fun without relying. Because I was also relying on alcohol for fake confidence. Ooh, to, to make relationships I relate too, to bro. Fake relationships. Right? Yeah, dude, because, um, okay, so once I started to turn 21, I started to find myself. Talking to the mic. Once I turned 21, I started to find myself looking where to buy alcohol and that's when i started to question like <laughs> everywhere <"Damn."> <laughs> <laughs> no like mm-hmm. like oh i need a like I, I even bought like cases like probably in every like month or two and that even made me question like i'm gonna spend so much money and i'm also gonna be like consuming this kind of substance all the time wanting to just like do like activities that i've already done before that i wasn't on you know alcohol before I started to use that like as a lubricant to talk with people and mm. stuff like that. And it's, it's like you ever watch TV on alcohol? <laughs> yeah. Hey, you ever do a, a podcast good, on, on alcohol? You want some wine? <laughs> I remember we Yo, did. It will get like interesting that. though. I want to see. I want to see your your podcast on wine. On wine? On Maybe. weed? Maybe <laughs> Let's do it next stars. time Let's, oh. do, let's fucking have some wine next time When we do your session then How was the uh, wine tasting? It was fun It was I learned a lot Was that your first time? That was my first oh, time Going why, to a wine that's tasting That's why you were like Super like <laughs> Oh yeah 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 <laughs> Why Oh cause you've known All that other stuff uh, I've gone wine tasting before Like someone has done The spiel with me mm. I think I've done it twice so I'm mm. just like am over it that's when i realized i actually really love learning yeah just outside of the classroom right because i learned a lot about wine and grapes like i never knew that the each cabernet or cabernet sauvignon and uh sauvignon blanc those are all from different grapes and and then the growing timeline five to seven months to the processing and then just the whole the different flavors that come out but also it was dope just to be at a winery talk about the bouginess of wine and how it's not it's all marketing once you get to the higher end once you reach a 40 dollar bottle that's good i feel like the same thing with with teeth too though what do you mean? Once you get to it, yes, yeah, yes, you get to that, and I mean, that's what Vital T folks just said. Yeah, they're like it's the same. Yeah. Even the ones selling yeah. the expensive ass tea, they were honest with us. They were like, "Yo, it's really just the same. It's just some are harder to get to, right? Some of the sources and people like mm-hmm. this high mountain one for whatever reason." Same with ginseng. Like, uh, there's a lot of fanatics about ginseng mm. and other herbs and all these benefits. And I think in the Chinese culture, they they favor the ginseng that looks more like a human Mm. and that if it looks more like a human if the ginseng root itself or the you know it 
if it looks more like a human, that'll cost like three thousand uh. dollars compared to like the shitty looking ginseng, yeah. hmm. which should make, will cost like thirty bucks. We should make a rap about ginseng. Why? It'll be a gin song. Uh huh. <laughs> <laughs> you want to drink gin too? Yeah. Uh, uh, we should do it. We should do it. Uh, interstate. Are you listening to that Virginia. Brockhampton album? What? It's called Ginger. <laughs> <laughs> It is though. You want some drinks though? Ginger ale. <laughs> you ever mix tea with alcohol? I heard you can. No. Yeah, no. that's a hot toddy, right? Isn't a hot toddy tea? Arnold Palmer. Oh, that. Oh, I guess that's like lemonade and tea. Yeah, there's I a bunch of tea. There. There's like tea and alcohol yeah. drinks. That's mm. good. It's actually nice because you drink it hot too. It's like oh. It kind of feels healthy and, oh, the alcohol is killing the germs, too. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I think sometimes. I got these antioxidants going through my exactly, body, Exactly, exactly, oh, exactly, man. You never know. You might be onto something there, man. But It's like eating McDonald's and eating broccoli like at the same time. You're like, oh, I'm good. It's a burger, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, it has a lettuce. It's oh, a yeah. full meal. I have carbs, protein, and veggies. <laughs> That's why I get the whole grilled onions in the in and out in right and out. Mm. <laughs> i get veggies onions are veggie yeah. right? there's fucking layers to that shit <laughs> hey that's the that's the beauty of tea like there's a level there's levels to the game and a shout out to vital tea shout out i yeah. like i like that they're good folks man they're that's what Josh yeah. and i were talking about is they're good folks over there they'll like educate you they'll give you free tea and like they welcome people into like the world of tea yeah and this lady i, mean, I feel like you everybody talk to loves tea bro everybody everybody loves, loves tea. not everybody bro there's some people who don't nah, like tea yeah I, I agree, actually <laughs> a majority like a good amount of people fucking love tea yes yes like boba has exploded within the last decade bro. but that's because of the sugar fam fam but i mean it's still like people still appreciate like that's kind of like the next phase into tea culture too like yeah, tea but shops, you know. The, what I mean? uh, yeah. yeah, but that's arguably a mixture of hype, sugar, sugar. and sugar. And the actual boba balls are and good, the boba though. balls yeah, yeah. are chewy, and because it's yeah. sweet, that's they, the there's whole a Taiwanese word for the chewiness that is kind of like also a hype, but it's there's like something to it that people enjoy. Mm. Mm. The process of like the bounciness, like Amazon. Oh, there must be an ASMR boba where, where the balls are going Let's through the straw it. and stuff. Shit. I should go. I have all the equipment to do more ASMR stuff. So we should get into that. Oh, shit. All right. So shall we start the uh, Mahalola album listening? I said something last night. Uh, analysis. Uh I said something cool last night when we were talking about this. Mahalola. Um fuck. I was onto something dope when, as a title. Okay, so anyway, so the structure is we'll just listen. I'll tell us any stories of what it is. It'll be like a listening session. You could give thoughts, uh what your initial reactions were when you first heard it. Um, but also it'll be good just bouncing. I have someone to bounce off my stories with, <laughs> so I'm not just talking to myself. But 
This is for first. This is called Mahalola for my Lola that's up here on the wall. Lola Rosario. She passed um, September first of this year. Both of you met her. Yeah, yep. you met her. Yep. Um, Did you call her like Lola? Rosario, or you just called just her Lola? Just called her Lola. Yeah. It's weird, yeah. remember? Because uh, we we were on the phone the other day, and you're like, you call your grandma uh, by her name? Yeah. What do you yeah. call your grandma? I call her Lola Rennie. Oh, Lola Rennie. Yeah. Yeah, so on the phone, I thought he said, like, Lorenny. Oh. I, I thought he said, hey, did Lorenny eat? I call my grandma La. 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 Like Lola. Yeah. La. Yeah. La. So uh, the, the album was initially called Maha Love. Um, and then once she passed, I decided it was kind of perfect to change it to Mahalola. Uh, Mahalola. Um, shout out to Joe. Jo, you designed the um, logo for it and then changed up the Maha Love. We can talk about that after. Oh, I, oh, give, oh I'll play the first track. And then give me your design process for that sure, uh, sure. that that thing. All right, here's a beginning of the Mahalola listening album analysis story time session. Can you hear on your thing? Yeah. <laughs> You are just one of the bullshit. <laughs> For Lola. For all you Lolas. Check, check, check. Huh. Lola means grandma, but let me flip the grammar. I'ma tell you my definition of this beautiful mama. See, I think Lola means strength. Better yet, Lola means soul. She's the reason why a little boy can rest and feel at home. Every season, she be feeding all the souls of great-grandchildren. See, my grandma used to grow beautiful roses. They shot to the sky and bloomed with thorns that cried the struggle of an immigrant hustle. She's a flower that bloomed in the face of trouble. Filipina lady with petals that look like medals of pain Face of the day, her roots were planted in an earth that never granted her a day to rest I ask, how can a rose blossom if the husband left? If the, if the man of the house watered other lawns, planted seeds in another bed But let's not get distracted, Lola don't need no man If he won't feed their six kids then she can, she's got two hands that's one thing I learned My Lola knows how to swim So it doesn't matter if the bridge has burned uh, hey. Here's the thing, a flower ages Lola getting old, but I've been told A book is beautiful and worn out pages Fitbit works when you walk your paces The hard part though is seeing the flower wilt The beautiful rose now with petals that wilt Eventually all fall She's forgetting names and places I'm forgetting the call Forgets more faces, but her soul is still there. My kisses bring it all back. She's my favorite rose, the chubby boy's midnight snack. By my side, forever on my back. I've immortalized her with a tap. My mama doesn't like tattoos, though, but I can't give her back. My Lola likes her rose. I hope you like my raps. Lola worked hard. Oh my gosh. Every overtime, she would take it, kahit na Saturday, Sunday. So she was studying at night, working in the day, taking care of her kids when she gets home. 
because she knew with education side we can be what we want to be. That was my Lola. Wait. And that was oh, it was called Lola. And there's like a little interlude in the in the middle. Do you understand Tagalog, Josh? Anapo? Lightweight. There's somebody else waiting for you. Sana. Sana, that's true. It's all up to you. Niisip ko. Hindi ka naman nagmamadali, di ba? Hindi po. So, take your time. Bata ka pa naman. You're still young. But but yung pagmamahal mabigat sa puso. Ay nako, nasa isip mo lang 'yan. Ah. So I think the I'm going to pull up actually some of the So my Lola was actually like I said in there, I think the thing that stood out to me when I was re-listening to it was she she fucking raised her kids like pretty much on her own i had a a lolo that passed away before i was actually born and i never got to meet him but like i heard stories of how like this dude was like a babaero and like she would um like have to get him from the homegirl's houses sometimes like have to go she one time she like brought her her um what's that thing the bali song to uh to go get him the the bolo not bali song bolo. that's the the bolo yeah, yeah just to like hi <laughs> come back home and shit like that like to the person's house to the homegirl's house and all and like and then he told me this story yeah i was like what the fuck did you really do that and then um yeah and then my that that was a story that was told to me by my auntie um and how like she she had like two degrees one in like accounting masters and also degree in like education in the philippines and she was the first one to like uh travel to the united states right and then immigrate here and then i actually wrote that rap as a spoken word piece and did it in um janice's janice apigao um uh opening event for her for one of her books like her book launch right and then um the i think that was a moment when i realized that my lola was getting old right because in the end i was talking about how um a book uh has worn out pages right how a f- a flower ages right and then that's when i was like realizing that oh she's kind of getting dementia that was and she's a not good uh, really, really remembering and all yeah that was a good analogy I, that really that was the one that mostly stood out to me in that song the first track the whole flower aging part yeah mm, yeah, yeah yeah and her name is rose yeah. that's why that's why i have hella roses now on my body i have three two roses i think i'm gonna add some more um i'm a fucking garden bro <laughs> um but yeah i think that's when and then in the in the snippet she was i was saying did you understand josh there was like uh but means and bigat ang pagmamahal like was was it heavy 
No, the, what, is, what no, did she? It was an interlude. It was right? a, in the in oh. the interlude. I'm actually trying to look was for the Was she basically lyrics. advising you to um to be patient with your love life? Yeah, I thought it was funny at the beginning. I, I really the intro like definitely captured me. It was a good hook into the album. Like, oh, he's he's going at this direction. Um, it was super heartfelt. Cause she said, like, oh, what? Oh, the, oh, um, but in the beginning in of the, beginning, the song, at the beginning of the song, it's like you either have to be first, but if yeah. you're not first, you're just bullshit. Yeah. And yeah. I thought that was hella funny. <laughs> like it's super heartfelt, like hearing the words of like, I remember when I first listened to this, I, I got like the chills. I was like, oh shit. Like, mm. and it's because, uh, your grandma just passed. Right. Um, maybe like two, three weeks before you released this album? I think it was too much. It eventually became too much September, October. Yeah, two months when oh, I actually Lord. released it. Okay, yeah. yeah. Um, um, but when I first listened, I was like, oh, this is heavy. But then re-listening to it, I was like, this is, this explains the album. This is like a good um, like thesis mm. to, to the album. Is that like it's gonna be heartfelt? It's gonna be about love, and there's some funny shit into it too. It's like lighthearted, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. um, and it sets the tone for the album for me. Like re re listening to it, um, yeah, I thought that was. That was yeah, cool. she said, "Kailangan matalino ka. You have to be smart. You have to be smart. ka ng mga babae. Girls are looking at you. Kung hindi ka number one, if you're not number one, you're just one of the bullshit. Yeah. and it was okay. funny like she has these one-liners because i have i would record us talking yeah and that's why i always encourage now friends to like either record an interview with your lolo lola or just take audio I stuff i was like thinking that. about this the other day uh i want to be more intentional about recording my moments with people and my family especially like i recorded and created a like a family video of us in thailand and I, I put it up in on the TV mm. and everyone loved it, dude. Yeah, like all the right? kids, my grandma, like, you know, you're on the big screen. It's like, mm. oh snap, we're on yeah, we're on yeah. TV. I was like, dude, this is a hella good feeling. And it was super it was just the beginning of this year when we went to Thailand, but even it was just the first or first day of our trip, there was already so many memories created and we mm. had so much fun. And it's like such a good feeling to reflect back on it like mm. oh man that was mm. that was great that's you know? crazy because like my dad right growing up when my family when we used to like travel and stuff mm -hmm. uh, my dad would always take pictures and stuff and me and my brother would be hella annoyed of how many pictures <laughs> he had to take. but looking back now it's like whoa it's pretty worth that mm -hmm. my dad actually took the time to capture these moments back yeah. then i'm having like a realization right now where I was like, man, this is why it's important to create art. It's it's giving me like a new confidence to create again or to write again or put myself out there or like put myself out there in these platforms or make songs, make music because this documented those feelings for you, mm. your relationship with your mm. grandma. It um, you put yourself super uh, super out there, uh. you know. It's so weird because I don't put myself out there enough, but then I do find myself like looking back at my pictures or looking yeah, back yeah, at my interactions yeah. or re-listening to things I've said. And it's just like, it's captured 
me in this light at this moment in time, you know? And it's just like, man, this is yeah. like, what a concept. It's you know a what good... I mean? Sometimes I'm super reluctant to put myself out there to, or to make art because it's like, oh, what if it's not right? Oh, what if it's mm. not this? But right now I'm having a realization like, yo, just fucking do it because you have this moment. You have this moment to document like where you're at in life. Mm. And mm-hmm. one, you could learn from it and others can learn from mm-hmm. it too. Um, That's the key. It's, it's a... It's a Getting, I'm getting little, little, little epiphanies and stuff. Ah, you know I've fallen I mean? into that trap yeah. too, like you know, just like aiming for perfection, right? Like waiting uh, for the right moment. For me, it's not necessarily aiming for perfection. Where or yeah, I, I just like yeah, it's a, it's more for me. It's more like acceptance, like self accepting. Where I guess it's a form of perfection. Where I'm like, I'll put this out. This is how I really feel. I'll write it down and I'll never like touch it again. Because it's like I'm not th- I'm not there yet, or it doesn't sound good. Maybe enough, because you, you have know? a certain standard yeah, in your head of in what, what head. you want yeah. it to yeah. be, exactly. a level, Just, right? The creative part, yeah, the right? creative part. And then when you and I reread it, I was like, oh shit, this is kind of fire. See, I'll say something though. With that, I'm gonna say there are some songs here that are on the cheesy side, yeah. because but that's like where I was when I wrote it, yeah, right, yeah. and then it but it weaves in with the storyline of every time for the most part that I would like be infatuated with someone new or mm-hmm. go through ups and downs, I would always tell my Lola, I would mm-hmm. always update her, right, and then what ended up kind of being the flip side of the sad coin is when she started getting dementia she would kind of forget so i could tell the same story again (laughs) she would be so interested what did she say what are you dating her again and then i could tell see that's such a special moment you know what Uh, i mean uh. and i hella appreciate that and i think people can feel that in your Mm, word should i tell you the story of the next song before or after the song see that this is like my reservations with this whole process uh. is like remember how i said like a good joke is like a good photo it needs no explanation uh. and it's like up to interpretation but then I that's like how my the- perspective in art but i also i understand you and i i understand our our kind of like approach to things as we yeah. want things to be broken down and like yeah because um, I, I i view it as you watch genius genius.com yeah, 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 yeah. right and yeah. they have video series yeah, yeah. of them explaining like yeah. this was where i, I was I thought, when i, I wrote I do this think song that it's dope too like that. you know yeah yeah but um, interesting but you know but, what i mean but bro yeah. i explained my jokes so <laughs> that's why you ain't fun no <laughs> you just funny look fuck no. Hey, I, I've I've improved over the years, son. I'm not open my comedian level, yeah. but my batting average for dad jokes have definitely gone up in the last two in this year. I think this is my highlight year, 2019 over the summer. Yeah, give me give me a highlight dad joke right now. I can't do it off the top. I don't know. I forget. I don't know bro. if your batting average has gone up then, uh, because I just know in my heart and my soul. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like. To justify your skill level, you should be able to like dish Dude, it out. Off the you know cuff? what I mean? Yeah, off the cuff. Off the cuff? No, because why not? Like all the comedians, when they say that that's what they hate, 
is when they go on to a uh, radio show oh, to like, promote their show. Right yeah, tell me a joke right now. They say that's not the fuck. That's not what the fuck. That's not natural. That's not. That's not. This ain't a stage right now. Right? I'm not whipping out my dick right now just to show y'all. Right? Louis C.K. Though. No. No, he asked for consent. Oh, did he really? Bag of dicks. David. David. Dave Chappelle. Um, he was talking. I was just watching the recent um, um, special again. And he was like saying, what, "Dude, all Louis C.K. did was jack off and come on his own stomach. That's the most least threatening thing you could ever see. Have you ever seen a guy would come who just came on his own stomach?" He said it funnier yeah. than I did, but <laughs> yeah, I hear the crickets. How do you make a cricket sound? I don't know. Okay. Anyway. Um, don't get mad at me. That's not my joke. So don't cancel me. <laughs> that's, that's Dave Chappelle. I was just quoting. Um, um, the interlude. Um, it huh. it kind of touched me. Um, put that's me on you? some realization too. Um, one is because well, pretty much I guess it inspired me to pretty much start documenting with my grandma because yeah, especially like taught. I mean. In that sense, the interlude was t- was her giving you advice on your love life, and I've never opened up to um, my grandma about like you know love mm. life and stuff like mm. that. Mm. I guess it's some sort of like upbringing in society mm. sort of thing, mm. especially for men and boys mm. um, in the Filipino culture. Mm. So maybe that's something I might want to start to open up about, especially since since she's getting older now. I don't mm. know if like you know. If her memory might start to fade or something, do while her mind's still fresh. I'll lend you all the recording equipment and stuff if you want. You, your that's phone, why I always, your phone, super even important. your phone, yeah, yeah. Your phone, man. That's why I always encourage my homies, like, yo, record your fam, right? Like, even when there's folks who go back to the Philippines, I've recorded for a friend. Like when I visited, when they visited their uh, Lola, I recorded like that interaction because I was like, this is important. Uh, because we imagine those people in power have fucking lineages of you know my great great grandfather was um Sir Lincoln the <sighs> fourth because that's that's that that plays into your history your personal sense of self and place in this world there is a sense of power taken away from a society when you erase their history Mm. when you disconnect them from their past because they think then that the society that they're born into now or what they have their lola lolo was born into that's how it's supposed to be and that they're oh they survived rather than thrive right like i'm grateful grateful for the survival but I want to see. I, want, I wish I knew more about how about her parents, her great grandparents, yeah, yeah. right? They fucking survived, right? Mm-hmm. And they thrived. And but we don't have that because they didn't the, have Instagram back. then. They didn't have Instagram. They didn't have the. They weren't in the position of power to be recording their lineage in a way. Yo, and, whose grandma was it that just wrote stories about their family? 
Um, that was uh, Bettina. Oh, Bettina's yeah, yeah, yeah. uncle yeah. wrote a book. Was yeah. like, uh, uh, grandma, like yeah, family member. Yeah, yeah, about like I thought that was really tough. And wrote in yeah. the book saying, "Oh, usually it's the rich people who have their stories told, but uh, even if we're like fishermen, like our stories are worth being told too." Yeah, right. Yeah. And uh, he would write in the book about, "Oh, today we're just." Um, fishing by the river that's like what's that. cool about humans in new york mm. is mm. is uh he picks at random of the people he just sees and tells their story that's uh, what journaling's good too about him. yeah yes you tell your own story yes yeah. yes yes because you're creating a story already along as you go as bro you're going a lot of the things we know about jose rizal is because of his journals, of his journals and that he wrote in there and bro, that's why I'm on my like sixth book. Once I, I just die, started last night. Turn yeah. that shit into something. <laughs> I, I just started last night because remember you were mentioning about like oh hesitation into starting something like yeah, recording yeah. and stuff. Just do it. I was hesitating last night. I was like, should I probably start when the New Year start? I'll just nah, fucking right start now, now dude. Just do it. I couldn't sleep, and I was like, I want to do something right just now. Just fucking do it. <laughs> oh. There is no try. Uh, David Goggins, shout out. He had a good quote the other day when I was watching his um, IGTV. The quote was because somebody was, oh, David Goggins, because uh, somebody was asking, uh, do you have, what do I do if I have that feeling of like, oh, I don't really want to do it or something like that? David Goggins goes, stop listening to your soft self. Uh -huh. I was like, oh shit. Yeah. You have, cause you, you have that voice yeah, yeah. of like, uh, maybe not today. That's your soft self. Yeah. Even if you want, there's another part of you there's there. There's another part of you. That's like, I want to, I should go for a run. Yeah. Like I want to go for a stop run. I should a little <laughs> that's my favorite thing though i say to myself this is saying like hot shower say it you know what say mean? what 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 stop being a what little b oh that's politically incorrect little b i think you turned off your little b i, <laughs> I do too no, i do too, too <laughs> that's what happens when you drink tea okay should we uh, break. warm up another one yeah yeah hit it <laughs> and then hit that pee break christian gotta make it this time i made the last six. do you want a different tea I you have do blue people? yerba mate. Oh, oh, oh I have mate, I have blue people. blue people. I have yerba mate. I have straight ginseng powder. Ooh. I have. Let's do the ginseng. Well. Ginseng powder. Or maybe when <laughs> or when, the blue people. If we want to meditate, let's do the ginseng later. Okay, and then I also have uh, guayaki, guayusa tea. Uh, basic. Technically, it's not tea because it does it's have tea leaf. Tea. It's uh, Let's do that. It's an herbal. Let's do it. Oh yeah, uh, concoction. Okay. Like I was saying right before we get into this track is I yep. do not know why I've always just been drawn to women like um, but may on some points has been like unhealthy but mix into the that like the romantic or the cheesy like I, I like that but I remember even as a kid like I was seven years old we went to this hotel um, wedding out in Hong Kong I think I told you the story where I was looking at this woman like this full-grown woman I was like wow I thought she was really pretty and then I vividly remember just uh, watching her at the reception I was seven I was playing my Game Boy And then I was looking at her shoes I remember her as a woman with the pointed shoes I thought she was a witch But I also thought she was cute And then she came up to me Like oh you're so cute 
pinching my cheeks and that made my day. I remember just being so happy. But I was a fucking kid looking at this full-grown woman. So I wonder if, if that social, uh, social... Some people would argue that socialization because of the patriarchal um, society that makes you look at women a certain way, maybe. Or, But I've also met some dudes who are not that crazy about females so i don't know i haven't really talked to my um tarot card reader <laughs> yeah i have a friend that's like not like you know like like you're saying you have some you know some guys that aren't really i guess uh girl crazy yeah um, yeah like i know some folks that have grew up with that weren't like that and they're they were heavily into games like more specifically like Nintendo games and stuff. I guess it has to do with a lot with upbringing. Should have mm. been into the Xbox, bro. <laughs> no, I was Should've into got a Nintendo, PlayStation, bro. Though. I was into Nintendo <laughs> I was shit. I played with Pokeballs no. all day. No, bro. I just thought it was funny where he's like specifically Nintendo. Nintendo. Like, those dudes, bro, yeah. they're not into girls, bro. <laughs> Nintendo's about to sue your ass. <laughs> all right. So I got the idea. Is for the next songs, I'll give a little setup and then play it and then maybe give more detail like that. Um, so the first one uh, is Closer. And then this song is actually one that I wrote my first year at Cal, but spring semester. So this is like 2018, I think. I started talking to this girl off just IG because I posted um, a, a song. Uh, I think it was, I forgot her name, Naked by Ella Oh, I was about to say, her name is Naked? No, 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 no. Okay. Yeah. And then they were like, oh, that's a cool song. Right. And then um, we started talking on IG and I got swept up a little too quick, right, into this person, like, like just in my head, even if we haven't hung out in person, we were just like chatting. Mm. And then it was like finals week and whatever. And then I wrote this song. Let's see. type of feeling that I've felt once before we've only started talking I wonder if there'll be more I like it when you tell me the songs you like to sing I try to learn all the chords hoping that it can bring us closer can we get closer I want to get closer to you Oh, closer, can we get closer? Drink a little coffee so we can get closer But if I'm being honest, there's still a lot left to learn what makes you cry, what makes you smile, what makes your world turn I wanna know it all, every secret, every shame Every corner and every crevice of your beautiful dimpled face Closer, can we get closer? I wanna get closer to you Closer, can we get closer? Drink a little 
drink a little chai tea so we can get closer but hold on a minute we're moving too fast thinking of you way too much this ain't good for my soul gotta do better i keep digging my grave cause before i got the chance to know you i'm already pushing you away so forgive my infatuation it's just a foolish phase forgive my infatuation i'm hoping that you will stay Closer, I wanna get closer to you. Oh, closer, can we get closer? Drink a little boba so we can get closer. How do I know if it's the right one? in your heart <laughs> you can find it in your heart if it's the right one yeah hindi mo ano hindi ka makakatulog wag wala siya right who got she said hindi ka makakatulog which means yeah You'll uh, not be able to sleep. You've been having sleep problems, right? Maybe you're in love. No. Might be. <laughs> um, it's cool to get that, like, you know, that raw female perspective, especially mm. from a different era. Like, mm. that's, it's harder to get, I guess, that kind today. Mm. A lot of people are, you know, I guess with digital kind of age now it's a little hard for people to express themselves and that's a little different wisdom that we can get you said something important i actually wanted to backtrack on a while ago where you were saying that you haven't opened up to your lola in that way about uh, relationships and romance maybe because you just as a dude you that's not something you're normalized to do right it's like i'm i'm afraid i guess like to or a little shy to even open up about that it's a little, I don't know, I haven't uh, got over that kind of, uh, into that kind of conversation. What, what's the closest, I mean, say deepest you've gone with your, say, your grandma? Um, or family member for that matter, besides your brother. I mean, I've only got up to that kind with my mom, like relationship wise. Mm. Like for asking for advice, like around relationships, but I've never gone to like my grandma and I'm pretty sure she has a lot to tell. Mm. And mm. like what your grandma said about like the sleeping part, damn, that's legit, dude. That's a real I, I thing. I find it funny too, though. It's like, but if you don't have a girl, you still feel like you feel like you can't sleep. You if know what you, I mean? If, if if you're like trying to get at someone it, still, or not necessarily, but if you're str- like you and I have talked about this, where like, oh, I feel like my focus is on trying to get this relationship, trying to get a girl, and if you stress that so much and still don't have a girl, you're still gonna feel like that sleeplessness and stressfulness. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? I don't know it's, if it's if it's. May, I think the advice is not necessarily literal. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah of right? course, of course. Like, yeah, I'm still trying to fucking sleep if I'm in love, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> right. But then it's like a it's like an indicator of the importance. Sure. Right. If that if, hit me though, that hella hit me when I first heard that line. I was like, "Yup." Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was like, "Damn, I've been." Uh, <laughs> I'll be honest. Like, I've been denying that shit like holy shit that's actually real like i feel like that may you know i've i've Denying experienced what? that with his coworker. no oh, no don't, don't say that why you gotta put him on blast bro <laughs> she don't listen to this don't worry but which one ah which exactly. coworker? <laughs> this dude got two jobs <laughs> look at josh shaking his head <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Edit that out. Because <laughs> <laughs> he, he, I, 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 I was like, hey, hey, hey Christine, uh, I did this podcast for the weekend and it was like really fun. You want to check it out? You should go to two minute. They should go to forty five exactly. minutes and seven minutes, exactly. seven seconds. You should check out that bit. Just that little section. Let's see what you think about it. <laughs> Wait, are you saying you're denying about that? No, no, no. Or like. What she described about the sleep thing, right? Uh. Like, I've experienced that and I've never really, uh, I've got, I guess I've like kind of denied that before. Like, oh, it's not about that women thing. But it definitely like hits me that she's actually, you know, someone actually said it, like mm. saying it. It's mm. like, whoa, you know, it's actually legit. I want to make a difference though between like this assessor of love versus the effects of infatuation mm. because i can definitely feel that like oh i wanna i can't sleep when i'm you're infatuated because so you're, you're thinking, thinking so, so much, much right yeah. so it's not like this is the end all be all answer mm. but it's an indicator right because to kind of kind of round uh, circle back is like when i talk about infatuation in the song the thing with this girl did not work out right i got too thirsty i was like messaging like too much like hey do, 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 do. and then they just fell off like they lost interest and everything you could tell on uh, over the messages and stuff but i fucking wrote a song of like of how much energy i was drawing in i had to get it out with that song so i wrote those two first verses and then after it all broke down it was that's when the bridge came in <laughs> Like of like oh shit forgive my infatuation is like a little bit too much and there that that level of mental energy right that and investment that you can feel when you actually love someone um, is not to be confused with the almost mental addiction that you could have with infatuation. Here's right? the thing though, like, do you think uh, love is different in countries though? Mm, remember we I talked think about this there are societal and cultural differences in terms of expression but i don't think the the core human value of love is different yeah uh like that sense of, of fealty and uh commitment or desire for the for the well-being of another individual I, th I don't think. I think my different. understanding of love is like a universal language. Yeah, you know I mean? yeah, like, yeah. And you're and then without any technicalities of of speech or or whatever, if if love is there, you could feel it. Yeah. 
Because it could be there's differences uh, between cultures, but there's also differences within the culture of even personal uh, ways of relating or expressing love. That's why they have the love languages, mm. right? How do you express your love to somebody? Giving food, quality time, physical touch, uh, words of affirmation. There's something else I forgot. What? Um, I got that book in my car right now. Yeah. Oh, yeah, really? Get, love remember? Language? Remember? Huh? I, no. They gave it as a gift at the at a little wedding shower. I forget. At the no. clinic. Oh, yeah. yeah. The love languages. Oh, okay. Yeah. The Just that discussion is actually really good because if you take an assessment, you realize, oh, I, uh, uh, there's different ways that I like giving love and there's different th ways that I like receiving love. Right, like gifts is one right uh, versus like, but for or like for, for me, it's food. Food is a big food, thing. Yeah, I, I don't know if that falls into giving, receiving gifts or something. But um, like mine, I think is physical touch mm. and uh, word uh, and maybe quality time like that. Um, versus other people like the words of affirmation more. Mm. Or versus me, I like giving words of affirmation and physical touch mm -hmm. uh, while other people don't like physical touch they'd rather have like oh the other one is acts of service right they'd rather you see you kind of do things for them right or they like doing that for other people to express their love all five bro uh, Just, uh. <laughs> it's like it's like when you collect all the five Yu-Gi-Oh cards yeah, yeah, yeah. and then <laughs> final form <laughs> blue, love blue eyes white dragon <laughs> blue eyes white lover whoa oh. <laughs> Yo, chill, bro. Whoa! That, that wasn't that wait, went into five... some fucking Freud, Freudian slip of colonial mentality, bro. The five oh Yu-Gi-Oh cards God. you're supposed to collect wasn't the Blue Eyes White Dragon. It was like there. The, there's uh, multiple. Yeah, yeah. There's the Blue Eyes White Dragon. There's the because I think that's just three. The one that like the one with the five, yeah, the, yeah, hands, yeah. the hand and, and the yeah, head. Do you yeah. see the funny one? They yeah. made a meme where they had those five, and then somebody made a card where it's like a dick. <laughs> 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 and then it, it was in the same color scheme and everything it matched perfectly the internet wins <laughs> the internet wins all day um and the, you, gotta, you the, definitely gotta get young jamie up in your uh your garage bro. oh yeah somebody because like you can't be explaining up. things like with your hands and like us imagining it and it's just like Yo, but fam, like, it makes me think it it forces me to improve my method of description Sure. You're good describing at things yeah. and helping people visualize certain things efficiency of words right to get them kind of into our minds and see what i see right but i'm not gonna lie it would be dope to have someone like you know, young in Jamie. the other room like, yeah to fucking just, do hey, shit. Hey, can you pull that up real quick bro like but i first need some sponsors and i first need some money flowing in vital tea shit vital <laughs> tea where are you at hey commercial break by the way have y'all signed up for any credit cards recently yeah. <laughs> <laughs> here's my referral code for Sapphire? some miles uh, yeah do you need some miles for free <laughs> or uh, do you have uh do you need to host anything on no uh, website dream host <laughs> uh yo check out my patreon i uh, shit i've been shout planning out to on all making my a subscribers patreon. like I, it's hella funny <laughs> i can't imagine myself be like a youtuber or like a public figure bro well if you i think it's all if you want to you don't yeah, yeah. right yeah. you don't you don't have that's to what i'm saying you... like i can't imagine i couldn't imagine you know it's like 
Yo, what's up, YouTube? <laughs> uh, welcome to my show. I'm just chilling, you know. That's it. That's all I'll be doing. Like, you could do it. You have, you have, you could do it. I think if you're around a certain topic, if you like talking about something, right? I don't like talking. But about shut the fuck up, you do. You fucking <laughs> yap about shit sometimes. On, nah. On some details, if you like something, you go in meditation or fucking tea when we first started True. getting into it. True. Do you know this guy fucking loves bonsai? And you know, do, 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 do. like yeah. that. You'll go into or even. You know, I could see you as a hype man of talking uh, about man, certain man. people, like going in on on them. Like, it's not a bad thing, but it's all dependent on what you want to do, right? I ain't gonna be like doing everything other YouTubers do, but sometimes I'll be hi, what's up, y'all? Like, I do that on my IG stuff. Um, I could totally see you as a as a well. My horoscope lady person told me because it's in my fucking ninth house, Libra, and my I put a lot into communication and uh, uh, all that stuff. I was like, okay, all right, communication, communication. I'll have her on the podcast one time. Um, but on to the next. Song. Yeah, you want to break down that song? Oh what? Oh, did we already do that? I think there's. I, I, yeah. You have to talk into the mic. So. I like I like the metal, mel melodies on that. One. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for uh, I think this is what most people liked, uh, and this was one of the more recent songs. Uh, a lot of the other ones are like older in the years. This was one of the more recent. I think the ones melody the of piano. itself can stand alone. It it sounded like a, a karaoke vibe. The the production. Oh yeah, on that yeah. Song. <laughs> yeah. I I should go also into the producers. The first song, uh, Drip Gold, down in L.A. Someone I went to um, audio recording school with. Thirty K. Thirty K Entertainment. Fucking thirty thousand dollars. Fucking shit. Um, hey. Shout out to 30K. 30K uh, Entertainment. Your, your school, you wouldn't have this all this. That's like, true. That's true. I wouldn't it's be. Still, it's too, still paying back, It's still bro. paying if I make more money off this shit. Bro. Hey, it will. Um, so be it. And so be it. Uh, and then this one was one I produced. Um, and so this album has, I think, like four productions for me, two each from three different producers also. So this was my, my production is my weak side. Uh, but it's something I liked, I'm practicing and working on also. So this was actually a good process of learning how to put together the tracks, the productions of it, seeing the structure of it. Because me personally, I'm not the best musician, I would say. I'm not, uh, I took piano lessons way back, but I quit because my teacher cussed at me and I was like mom I don't like this and then so I quit that and then I've never really stayed with any other instrument until I started like ukulele and guitar like that so that's the that's a that's why I like this process of forcing myself to like let's put an album out and like learn how to produce some stuff right and that was closer that was definitely one of the ones that um highlight was when I uh, performed it at like a uh, event at school because some people saw the track already and they were my homies they like sang along and stuff <laughs> i was like that's a nice feeling when people sing along yeah. to the chorus yeah, cool. and bounce I think, along i and think stuff. the melody is definitely a fun thing to do a sing song with, like sing along with yeah so you performed this song so far like uh yeah i've performed this one uh once i have to up my performance game and the amount of performances i do i haven't done a live performance stuff 
enough for these yet. Um, but that's definitely one of the ones I performed more. Um, cool. So the next one called Natalie. That's not really her name, but it's a pseudonym. Isn't that um, your car's name? My car's name is Natasha. Natasha. <laughs> I think that's who I got from. Natasha was actually um, one the name of one of the girls that... Uh, if we're going to full transparency because I've said it in some um, podcast before but the red light districts of the Philippines with like strip clubs I was brought when I was young right when I was like 14 or 16 when you was a young mustache when I was a young mustang and then one of the girls mustache. I remember young mustache <laughs> shout outs to E40 oh I don't know that but one of the girls her name was Natasha and that stuck with stuck with me because the visuals were... <laughs> ah, moving on. Ah. <laughs> ah. Um, so, Natalie, I wrote this. This is one of the oldest tracks on this. This is one of the first ones I wrote on a ukulele. Let me pause real quick oh. and uh, little do a shout out to Christian, Kuya Chris, for uh, being so candid. I think if there is anything I can take from dude is his honesty and his candor like he's just he puts everything out not everything but you're super uh uh you put it you you put it out there you know you're vulnerable I and that it. you know not 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 a lot of people will throw that just like out of their back pocket <laughs> like yo i was uh when i was 14 i was taken to a strip club or not even a strip club is a it was it a strip club it's what they call i forget what they call it but it's basically like uh, those um, uh, escort kind sure, of things. Sure, so, Not escort. Uh, there's another word they use like in Japan yeah. where they like sit down and chat with you and stuff. Um, and then you can do some other funky stuff in another room. Yeah. Right? See that? Like, uh, but I feel like from a very private person, I'm very closed off. Yeah, so yeah. I'm just like, yo, that's hella interesting. You're super honest and candid about this. Because I think people can learn from uh. your honesty, your uh, vulnerability. Because it's twofold, I think. There's two reasons why I'm like that. One, I'm trying to find cool jokes or stories, right? But there was no joke in that one. We had to move on, right? But second, there was there's a desire in me to address those in our community because I even told my like brother, I was like, bro, I'm never going to take... Uh, the nephews, your kids, there. Like, we're not fucking doing any of that. And I told my yeah. my sister in law that yeah. I was like, no, we're not fucking doing that. Because honestly, that what kind was your of sister's point of view from it. My sister, yeah. my sister, sister. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that that's like the patriarchal society of the Philippines. That like when when she first heard that that happened to you. Uh, she wasn't like, that surprised. Oh, really? Yeah, she wasn't oh, that okay. surprised because. Honestly, in so a lot of circles, I feel like in the I'm hella innocent. Yo. <laughs> maybe, maybe, maybe you're around like at least in that kind of world. It's, it's good that you're innocent, right? Yo, my grandpa, like there was like kissing on TV, or this girl was on bikini. This is when we'd spend like family Sundays together at my grandpa's house, and this is the the grandpa that was 102. Um, he saw um like a man and a woman kissing. And then another one was like, I don't know, it was like this girl on the beach with a bikini. He straight up made us turn the TV off. Mm. 
See, like this dude was a general. <laughs> like, nope. I think there's a balance. Yeah, just course, as we were talking about drugs, I was three. I though. think sex is a drug. Like four, right? Yeah. Sex is a drug, just like that. The answer is not repression. The answer is not over obsession, yeah. but acknowledgement and education Absolutely. and discussions yeah. about sure, this, sure. right? So you're not kind of discovering it in your own yeah. and then discovering And you don't have this repressed, shit. like, yes, like yes, explosion yes. of like, <laughs> going into like the other end of the spectrum. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes. Because- the Same thing with alcohol, you know, when exactly. that's super suppressed. Exactly. Uh, yeah. I mean, there's been like talks still in the Philippines about uh, trying to pass with- um, uh, sex ed, right? Yeah, and it's so it's hard. Like it's hard for them to pass it. Yeah, right? even the our reproductive health bill because of the religious background of the country, it was hard for them to pass that for like even contraceptives or condom access things like Th that. This brings me a, like a funny topic. In my my Indian friends mentioned this before. They were uh. talking about like in India we never had sex ed, and then you know they have they have the arranged marriages and stuff. Um, but in India, the population's like over, over, over the top. There's hella people there, and it's like they never had sex ed, but people just know what to do. Apparently, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like they don't have the talk. They don't have the uh, bees, birds, sex and the bees ed and is stuff. supposed to be to also teach you family planning. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's why <laughs> y'all don't. Yeah, have that that's true. But population. But like he was, he was saying like we were never taught like how to do it and like what the other body part looks like and uh -huh. somehow you're just popping out kids left and right after <laughs> the marriage you know what i mean yeah I, th I think that that's kind of funny you know like i was watching like a, a youtube video of like a interview of this this young girl like i think she was 15 in the philippines and she has a kid and she didn't even know how it works like she didn't know that's how uh how you know babies are made she didn't know when she wait what she had a kid when she, yeah, was she 15 yeah she has she had a kid she's like 15 like like right now or something and how old's the kid the kid kid like her her, her child her yeah, yeah. like a baby like okay. a yeah and you know like she had she had a boyfriend and she didn't even know how it works like when when you know when they had sex she yeah, didn't know that she a baby know would be that's, made yep. that's how it's where is this happen. it's in the philippines i forgot oh, where shit. Yeah, man, that's that's the, like that's just, a problem. Like, I even met a tricycle driver. I was talking to him once, and I, he, I was like, oh, how many kids do you have? He was like, oh, six. And then there was silence, and he was like, you know, I wish I, wish I knew about family planning. <laughs> like, because they didn't have that access to that years ago, right? Mm -hmm. Like, if you have that access and that knowledge, right, especially when you're economically uh, kind of struggling yeah. to feed, like, yeah, a few kids. Yeah, yeah. Man, that's kind of a disservice to to uh, not deliver that form of education and those access to those contraceptives. Yeah, yeah shout way. out to the internet. Yeah, shout out to Quick internet. Shout out to the internet. I feel it. like with the development of technology and internet, I feel like people are being more and more educated about it, and there have been more and more uh, couples with like that education, yes, which is good. You know? But 
even access to it. Mm-hmm. Yo, like mm-hmm. think about True. it. Minimum wage in Manila is 500 pesos a day, around that average, right? That's in Manila. That's one of the highest paid uh, regions, right? That's $10. You, $10 a day. You go to the 7-Eleven there to buy a condom, that shit, a pack of like three, that's just 115 pesos. You're telling me you're going to spend a fifth of your daily income to pay for condoms, bruh? And then think about that. How much would you make here? Minimum wage, $10, eight hours, 80 bucks. What's a fifth of that? Uh, that's 131, 16 bucks. Imagine paying 16 bucks for three condoms. Jeez. That's why there's yeah, some issues yeah. there around access too, mm-hmm. right? And so a lot of the, uh, we are a little privileged economically to be able to access some of those stuff. If and how many people are being taught about condoms back there too there's still also a lot of negative view because of the religious institution of any form of contraception contraception, is bad right i feel you i i know all about that i just took a catholic uh (laughs) wedding class that's bad bro stop using condoms bro no Just kidding. Just kidding, kids. Don't use condoms. Don't use condoms both for safety. What, what are condoms? Oh, my God. What are they God. used for? Oh, my God. The worst feeling is uh, those three months or to six months of uh, a possible incubation period. Like when you have unprotected and you're like, what the fuck? Like Unprotected what? Sex. What is that? Oh my <laughs> god, <laughs> dog! Uh, ah. Ah. <laughs> but the greatest feeling is uh, being clean. Like when you what? When you get a negative test result back mm-hmm. uh, after you've taken the time that oh, it's, a, it's a good feeling. But you know. Th- there's a new thing too. We're just also not supposed to demonize people who test positive also. Cause I posted one time on Twitter, I was like, yo, I'm happy that I te- tested negative on the STD stuff. And then, but a few people got mad at me and they were saying like posting that is demonizing people who, who test positive. And so it also adds on to people's scare to not get tested. Mm, there you go. Okay, so that's what I'm saying. I'm going to say twofold. It feels good to be to test negative, but also I'm not demonizing people who are I, positive. You should, you should uh, get tested and you can still live. Uh, I think it's okay a very life. interesting time we live in right now. Yeah, where anything that you say can be put to many different lights and questioned and i think that in the future people will be sharper in their communication because of the sensitivity to other perspectives right um i just i just find it hella interesting you know people getting canceled and uh yeah cancel culture cancel culture but, but i think it is helping us evolve into better people yeah i'm not saying that consideration of others and all these things i think cancel culture serves a purpose in pointing out things that have to be pointed out right right? but i'm not necessarily saying that we have to go full cancel never go full cancel right anyone reference anyone no ah tropic thunder 
No. no? Oh, the one of the lines is never go full R word. So there's a the full R word with retard. R-word. Oh, okay. Uh, or, um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, see, I'm telling uh, you about the times we live now. Yeah, we because that tropic say thunder, R-word. that tropic thunder movie. Yeah, they have blackface. Yeah, and they're not gonna be able to make a lot. A lot of the office, the yeah. office episodes, you would yeah. not make that in today's. Yeah, climate. it's crazy the time of not yeah, and crazy, when you watch but just it like right it's now, interesting. Yeah, and I watch it. I'm like, yo, even if it's satire, because they're kind of making fun of the political incorrectness of yeah. Michael Scott in the office. You can't make that yeah. some of those jokes and no, stuff yeah. now. It's like, oh, shit. like, I was listening to Jay Z, like he was saying faggot, like, like. That was hella normal. I guess it was hella normal back then, but nowadays, like, people, you, people will look at you funny Bro, saying that shit. Even you saying that, yeah, explaining that word could be yeah. problematic. Yeah, just because you said it. Just because I said it. Yeah, yeah it's crazy. that's 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 the problem. We gotta uh, cut that out. <laughs> we cut that out. I'll be fit. Okay, remember. Okay. <laughs> See, but part of me too. I know this is problematic thinking, but part of me is like, yo, it's just a fucking word. Yeah. You know, yeah, if you yeah. put energy to it, you know, but I understand that there is already energy and to that word before me even saying it. It was like what we were talking about, right? I put out the poll on, on Twitter, right? Like, is it problematic to call my female dog a bitch? Yeah. Because that's the technical term for a bitch what the definition of bitch is it's like are we canceling words now out of the lexicon mm, maybe like i mean because there's one that we can agree on huh right the n-word that's yeah. definitely not uh, like to be used by certain people by certain right? people yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah. uh and so then that's a whole nother discussion with this, the is, other stuff. this is the like why it's interesting is because we are reframing our understanding of vocabulary in this in this day and age because i mean i feel like vocabulary is constantly being reframed anyway due to Uh, the context of how people that's how language works and how people use it but even more so because of the platforms that are set up like Uh, twitter uh, you know what i mean josh does not look interested in this conversation i was about to say because like he was thinking (laughs) he's processing like there. Like if if you think about it, for like uh, for the United States, like through hit throughout history, it's been about improvement. So this is one of those eras. Hmm. Interesting. I, I would say for the world too, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Interesting. Interesting. So the N word yeah. today is Natalie. That's the next track. Natalie. Nice segue. Nice segue. Nice segue. Segway. Uh, so I wrote this as this is like 2012, maybe 2013. It was kind of on the on the very simple cheesy tip. But I played this song actually to uh, the singer because we through the recording school we get to go to some events. Uh, I forgot what singer, but Alicia Keys. No, she's like this folk singer that we went to like a backroom thing, songwriting thing, and then she liked the chorus of it. Um, and then, but the reason I wrote this was I met this girl while doing yoga. I was super into yoga, 2011, uh, 2012. And then um, I was trying to get at her. And then there were moments of like where I would um, not say something. But this was also during my like high weed days. I would go do weed 
and then go do yoga because it's actually really good for yoga. Um, and then it ended up not working out because uh, I tried asking her out. We hung out a few times, but then I was like, hey, you want to go out out to like the beach? And then she was like, oh, I can't. I was like, you can't. And then she was like, oh, yeah, I'm Mormon. And I was like, what? You can't go out to the beach? Like, uh, yeah, there was something. Can you explain that? I, I have no idea. We didn't really go into it deep, but that's what she told me. And then... Well, um, she could go to yoga. Yes, but I think it's was like it a, a date thing? date. Like maybe... Oh, date or thing. also a clothing thing, maybe? Because she what was did never... She, for yoga? she was fully clothed. Okay. It wasn't yeah. nothing revealing, uh-huh. like, and stuff for yoga. And I don't even... I think she wore yoga pants, but I don't really remember. But then, Man, I feel like I have to be careful about my language now, especially <laughs> on this. I'm just like, yo, I... I forget to censor myself, especially when I'm hanging out with you, because like it's like I feel comfortable communicating with you, but like now it's like I'm public, uh, I'm about uh, to be canceled, bro. Uh, like, uh. and and the thing is, I know that I don't mean uh, malice. You there's no, no malice, malice yes. in my communication, but I think with the different lights that it could be taken to, uh. for sure, it could be like. T- twisted like uh. yo why are you still thinking like that bro are you in 2002 see, you know what I mean? see, like, but 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 and then but, i'm not on twitter yeah. you know i'm not on yeah. twitter i don't know like the new trends of not trends but like politically correct you know yeah. language yeah. uh you know what i mean but it's, i think it's, it's i uh at least for me i'm willing to be corrected yeah and i, so I am too. I, we yeah, all are yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. but I know it's also that's so uh, problematic, Christian. Yeah, it's uh, it's hard <laughs> to be because at least this is the way I view it. I can hold myself down when it comes to theoretical discussions sure. about problems and what has to be addressed and not. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I have my own personal rubric of and principles to live by mm-hmm. so i'll go with that until those get uh improved upon challenged transformed things like that so i i try i don't i don't intentionally try to offend right i'm not trolling people when i say things right but then i'm learning to like all right let me put things out there if there is something to be corrected, let's engage in a discussion. Because I've had like engagements like on Twitter. Sometimes I should st- I have to step back, but I always I never I, I attack when I'm responding. There, I'm like, all course, right, course. what's your point? Let me give this, 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 and this point, all right? And I'll leave usually. I usually leave up responses if if I was kind of incorrect i was like ah maybe and then i'll try to acknowledge that all right yeah and then i'll leave it up that uh that that was a wrong uh perspective for just um for the record in a sense um but yeah i don't know what's uh, dave Chappelle said uh he goes "Eh, i haven't done anything wrong I mean, I, I don't think so. <laughs> so we'll we'll find out, right? Yeah. Things like that. But yeah, there's Natalie. Um, Captive. I asked another homie to about the instrumental. Uh, I thought it was a little basic, and then the dude was like, a producer friend Ray was like, "Yo, just keep it basic. That's more. That's mm-hmm. kind of like." Mm-hmm. 
instead of adding hella layers the homie miko uh put the drums on when we had a little jam session so shout out uh for the drums and then what it, uh what drums did he use he had uh, just a midi drum kit oh, that he brought in and so the sounds are directly from that unit i don't know what the specific unit is and then uh, suck my unit <laughs> where's that from? g unit huh no i don't know that's from tropic thunder Really? Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Ah, and I'm here thinking I know Tropic Thunder. I was like, oh shit. Um, and then he, uh, the, uh, this was not the original bridge. I added a rap instead because, um, uh, I wasn't feeling that original bridge anymore. I don't know what to say. Forgotten all my lines Cause you've run into this lonely life of mine I try to play it cool But you make me jump inside And when you walk right into the room I start to lose my mind Cause I know what you are thinking I see it in your eyes We both just want some kissing But we keep these thoughts inside Oh, cold and lonely summer Without your tender hand I swear next time I promise That I won't waste my chance Oh, cold and lonely summer This feeling I can't stand I swear next time I promise That I won't waste my chance Whenever I look around, I'm hoping to see you It's crazy how you've got me all mixed up and confused Cause are we only friends, or is there something more? I'm waiting to find out what this life secretly has in store But I don't need a lover, wait maybe I really do I don't have all the answers, but I know that I want you Oh, cold and lonely summer, without your tender hand I swear next time I promise, that I won't waste my chance Oh, cold and lonely summer, this feeling I can't stand I swear next time I promise, that I won't waste my chance I've wasted time back in the day Back when my fashion was whack and lame Massive fake plastic face All ashamed of who I was I wanted to change my name So I dressed in different ways To present and portray All these images of confidence Illustrating prominence Faking all the feelings of power or dominance Innocent and lost That's the struggle of an immigrant Who bought into dreams But still serves a bigger boss Damn what a sad way of living I was missing all my inner wisdom Giving in to drinking Losing vision Trying to Sound like I'm feeling like the man But I was scared to follow all of my plans So I changed my ways, meditated and prayed Started looking for answers in all these reflective states The lessons I gained said that love and a day Is a blessing and should never go to waste Oh, cold and lonely summer Without your tender hand I swear next time I promise That I won't waste my chance Oh, cold and lonely summer Without your tender hand 
She's got hella quotables. Mm. Which one stood out there? Which one stood out there with the quotables? If you're not ready yet, just, mm. you know. Don't. Don't. <laughs> <laughs> and I loved ending it with the kumain kana. Because that's like a very Filipino, hey, kumain kana ba? Kumain ka. Kumain kana. Like, another, like, like our discussion about love, right? Mm-hmm. There's... So, uh, societary, that's cultural, language. that's a kind of a, a love language that's been embedded in our Filipino culture about giving food, right? And sharing food, things like that. It's a sense of care from the culture. Yeah. And then uh, I think what uh, was interesting for me to listen back to was that that rap was written like five years after the original song. And so that rap was kind of a reflection on where I was when I wrote that song. And a lot of what I was writing about in the rap was during that time, there was a lot of faking it, like faking it till you make it kind of mentality where... Or just lost. Lost, but I was really faking i was faking a lot during that time of like uh trying to be confident trying to look confident or act like how does a confident act person act like very tough or very like high proud like and then escaping through drinking um and getting my confidence from drinking um like the whole i uh, message of a song right is cold and long summer uh, that I wasted my next time, I won't waste my chance, right? That idea, because I think we were talking yesterday about how before I had this kind of um, reflection on myself that I wouldn't, I would be mad that I didn't do something, whether that's uh, confronting someone or telling someone I was into them, right? And it's taken time through more so journaling, reflection, meditation, or these reflective states of looking of who I am to be able to get to a point where I'm a little more secure about doing what I want, following through on my plans, right? And yeah, I think that's this was this was a cool project to like get done because it's like the oldest song on the album, like to finally get it done, like on page. And like record it. Were your first you know? and second verse like done at the same time? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's why I was like, because you did your backstory. You, you did your backstory, right? Mm-hmm. And I could see how the the uh, chorus, the hook, um, is aligned to your backstory. Mm-hmm. But I don't see the verse more so aligned to your backstory. But the verses more are reflections on the past Mm -hmm. in in relation to that backstory Mm -hmm. i kind of see why it is called natasha and as or natalie sorry as like a 
yo, this was me at this one point. Um, and it's more of like a self-acceptance song. Mm. And self-acceptance, like, this is who you were. And this is who you're becoming. And it's okay. Mm. You know? Funny follow-up to that backstory is that, like, maybe two years or so. I know it was more than a year or two um, that I didn't see her. I went to, like, a, a small, like yoga um event thing that was like up in the mountains of pasadena up there there was like only like three or four other people there and she was there with our same teacher because she was invited by the teacher that we would uh go to oh shit <laughs> what i was getting confused with natasha and natalie oh. i was like this is the same girl. I was like, okay, it makes it makes. Sense. Yeah, 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 yeah. So the one from yoga, right? That yeah. I initially wrote this for, who's Mormon, yeah, right? Um, that we didn't pursue anything further because there was the restrictions on who she could date and stuff like that. Like two years, multiple years later, I see her at the same small yoga event, and we walk out together, and we had this initial like, hey, I think she was um, asking me to go. Uh, like dinner or something, right? But I v remember kind of moving away from her because um, she was engaged now, I think, to a Mormon. And then um, I was like, nah, let me not because I know I have different intentions <laughs> like that. Respect. Uh, yeah. Respect. But, but I remember that like transition of like it was a few years and then seeing that same person and then mm -hmm. um, like having a different perspective and like I don't I, and like that even if I had that chance, quote unquote, like this isn't the time to pursue that. Right. Hey, bro, you got uh, some more tea. Yeah. So let me wait, make we'll a, do the same another, one, different one. What do you want? I have blue people. I have Let's save the, blue the same for one. Last. Okay, I can do another wash of this. Of this, is that, that big blue people? No, that's white tea. Oh, you want me to throw some white tea into this? We could do a little, little mix, mix. Okay, you're gonna say something, Josh. Um, so I mean, I'm kind of like lost with the song. <laughs> is it basically like you're? You said you're trying to. Um, you're being. Uh, you're trying to show some sort of other version of yourself to a woman? Is that what you're saying? Oh, no. Sing, sing the hook. I don't I, have all the answers. A answer. cold and lonely summer mm. without your tender hand. I swear next time I promise that I won't waste my chance. A cold and lonely summer, this feeling I can't stand. I I swear next time I promise that I won't waste my chance. So this was kind of like a self-anthem for confidence when I wrote it. Like, oh man, I wasted my chance. I didn't ask her out. And then I wrote this song. And then the next time I seen her, like uh, we would talk more than I asked her out to go to the beach. Then I found out she was a Mormon. And then, but that, that general feeling of like, man, I want to, I, I want to do something. I wasted my chance i've had a lot of those moments in life and both romantically or even actually most romantically <laughs> i don't waste my chance when it comes to professional development and like academics and stuff like that Dude. i'm pretty on point but a lot of the regrets was that so the idea was like uh, this was my anthem that like i'm not gonna waste my chance next time because it feels bad to to be like oh i wish this i wish that i'm curious about like where that comes from because 
I feel like it's sort of sort of it's pretty relatable. Like, do you feel it comes from um, self sabotaging yourself by having all these negative thoughts of like, oh, it might be not might not come off right or something. Just like, like that. insecurities starting yeah. to like uh, come up when the, the opportunities come through. You're I being can tested. only speak for myself. I don't know if this is the cognitions for everyone else who mm. has that experience of self-doubt and afterwards um, disappointment. But for me, it was the fear of rejection. Uh, I didn't want to uh, be rejected first one-on-one or even be seen to be rejected by other, like, other people will see that I was rejected. So that social pressure, right? Um, and so that's one, like, why I wouldn't do something, right, before. And, yeah, I don't know, just fear. I think it was more so that conditioning of being bullied before and, and now wanting to fit in and not be the center of attention or not be... Uh, not risk being made fun of, quote unquote. But that was all in my head. Who cares if you get rejected? Now my now it's like whatever. I don't I don't Future care. Shy, yeah, like it's more like fucking everyone gets rejected. And but it's it's more like those are cognitions of of uh, that have been ingrained on you because of social pressures and social bullying or things like that. And then you become your own uh, police person. Like you're policing yourself. Would Nobody you say it's a level of maturity then? That has something you kind of like mature out of the, those insecurities and. Uh, uh, I think. Uh, dual again it's yeah it is aging out realizing that those cognitions are not helpful and those are rooted in unrealistic uh, or unfounded criticisms right and second building confidence through other means of like being okay with myself yeah. right and building conf- real confidence which, which comes with time th- which comes with time experience. and doing things yeah, right and getting yeah. good at certain things yeah. right uh, so it's not an overnight thing Right. But it definitely comes with time, maturing and like learning about and unpacking, repacking. Right. I'll be honest. I'm kind of in that situation right now Mm. where I've sort of, you know, self-sabotaged myself by um, (laughs) having those kinds of thoughts of like, uh, like, you know, I might it might not even be like right or or. it's natural. Right. With your coworker from Starbucks. From Starbucks, right? <laughs> From yeah. Starbucks. But it's also because a lot of that I I and I uh, theorize comes from social pressures. Yeah. A lot of the things in our past have made fun of even by friends, quote unquote. Of, ah, you ah, lame ass, right? Yeah, that, I feel like it, I get scared of that. Or things we like, see oh, in the or media. Or things we see in the media, right? Of being made fun of. And then that gets into our brain and we think of the possibility that that will happen to us and then we don't do what we want because of that fear of criticism. But then... You become your own enforcer. You become your own bully. But with those cognitions, that's it's not helpful, mm-hmm. right? And shit, I still have those. I still have the cognitions. I'm not fucking Zen King and shit. Damn, you put um, hella. Fuck I it. feel it. <laughs> um, and so it 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 takes time to 
deconstruct those cognitions and then to rebuild it now with better surround yourself with better people who uh, develop your own capacity in other ways that you feel okay with who you are right and uh, it's a process and other people have different methods in doing it i don't have the uh, the answer right but journaling helps I don't have all the answers i know that i want you <laughs> oh cold and lonely that sometimes some of my hooks i actually sing to myself bro your hooks when, that's that's one thing i i commend about the whole uh project is your hooks your hooks the choruses super melodic mm. um it reminds me of uh, John Bellion. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, I think the chord progression's very similar, I guess, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. Um, My chord progressions are very basic. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I like, I, like, I like those things because it's, always, it's something I, I sing even to myself sometimes as, as therapy. Yeah. Like uh, uh, that comes up like fuck. I won't waste my chance. <laughs> like it'll, it'll go through my head when you even sing it. Like you just sing it in person. I was like, oh, this this bounce. Yeah, it has a good little. I can remember it. Mm, I could like replay mm, it in my head. Mm, mm. It's super happy. Like yeah, a lot of the yeah, tones are, are yeah. super happy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. Major chords. Major chords. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's why I, jo- I get the John Bellion Human Condition uh, vibes because a mm. lot of the chords are. Mm. Cool. Thank you. He's a good. I think you played me some of his music, right? I haven't listened extensively to his. Uh, but yeah, I like that. I like having happy scenes with some kind of sad-ish content, right? Because it it kind of creates a sense think, of hope. I think you could go harder right? on the verses. Harder on the verses. <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, okay. This was 2012, fam. No, I actually, I no, have. No, the verses weren't 2012, you said. Oh, the rap verse. The rap verses. Oh, okay, okay. No, All in right. general, like... Call it, call it, call uh, it as is. I'm going to call out as is. Like, I feel like you could have gone harder on the verses in general. Uh, okay. And this is me just being... Okay. As a hip-hop, yeah, as, as a, a hip-hop, fellow like, hip-hop I've, I've seen you come harder. Okay. Whoa, where? <laughs> Yo. <laughs> he said it. I didn't. <laughs> <laughs> Who wants to go sauna? I, I, I've seen your writing be better. Word, word, In terms word. of like, now you, you got some good uh, writing in there, but I think it could be better in terms of your delivery too. Mm. There's some, there's some parts in your in your verses throughout the album where I was like, he could go harder, mm. he could go harder. Okay, just just that's just me knowing you though, mm. you know. But cool. So I, I think- had, that's my perspective on your album. Is like, damn, I, I know he could have gone harder on the. On the verses, like melodically, shit sounds good sonically. You know what I mean. Mm, mm. Um, but think that would have made a little bit more depth and richness to it. But we have one. We, we have one, two. No, in terms of raps, I'm trying to think. There's there's th- four more raps. I think around around there, and I, I'll agree. I think so. I yeah. think because yeah. I wasn't in the in the wordsmith mode. For and some I think of you wanted and to get the project out. Yeah, you know? and I wasn't. Uh, I mean, to make excuses, right? This is like an excuse, but it's also like uh, I think you ain't got to explain yourself, was, bro. This is the genius analysis, bro. Okay, this was uh, the writing approach for the raps here was not hip hop. 
Yeah. Right? Like mm-hmm. there's a different level of you can come hard with you, you that son when you're when you're doing r- r- like hip hop, right? Mm-hmm. This one I feel I was writing raps for the songs rather than writing raps, right? Yeah. Um and which 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 definitely is not the strongest. I will say. I, I think one of my I'll tell you which one I think is my hard verse, but Okay. Uh, once it once we get there, all right. And it's, this is no diss, fam. Yeah, this is like just my rap beef. Let me call up Vic. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm just kidding. No, I appreciate that, yeah. right? Because yeah. that's why I asked the both of you to be 100 when you come on this podcast, right? Like, give me the thoughts, reactions, especially from a hip hop head. I definitely see that, right? Um. Anyway, <laughs> just as your friend, though, like. You've gone harder. I know. Okay. Um, so there's... I've, I want to see what you think once we get to the full rap one in between for sure, for sure. in number 12 then. Okay. But this one, next one called Isang Kaibigan, uh, which means one friend. This was a first like full on Tagalog song I wrote when I was with this girl uh, over the summer in the Philippines. Um and then this came out the first verse just came out from a jam session just a freestyle just freestyling at home and then the whole verse came out i was like oh dope and i was just recording myself on on the on my phone and then it all just like bounced out and the i think even the chorus of it and then i ended up having my homeboy down in la z god he ha- has his own uh, recording studio uh that he runs there mixing mastering producing all that uh do the instrumental and what was dope is he doesn't understand tagalog he's latino and then he, he, i just sent the the tracks out to him and then he just built around it and i gave him the general um vibe of the song what it meant uh but not word by word translation right so it was cool getting that collaboration across like cultures basically um but yeah uh this was that infatuation stage Ganyan palagi Bakit ka ganyan palagi Nandito lang ako Inihintay ko lang Kung masasakyan mo ang biro ko Gusto ko lang sabihin sa'yo Na masaya pa Nakasama kita Lumiti ka lang palagi Pag nandito ako Ang mga problema Mawawala sa'yo Nandito ako Yakapin mo na lang Pag may problema ka Kasi ako ay Isang kaibigan Hindi mawawala Kahit ano mangyari Ako ay Isang kaibigan Ngumiti ka lang palagi 
Bakit ka ganyan palagi? Maldita at medyo maarte Bakit ka ganyan palagi? Tumabig ka na lang sa akin Nalala kita Bawat buwan at taon Hindi nawawala sa panaginig Gusto ko lang sabihin na sana Masaya ka kahit malayo na tayo Numiti ka lang palagi Pag nalala mo ako Ang mga problema na wala sa panahon Nandito ako kumakanta na lang Pag nararamdaman ko ang damdamin para sa'yo Kasi ako ay Isang kaibigan Hindi mawawala Kahit ano mangyari Ako ay Isang kaibigan Numiti ka lang palagi Bakit ka ganyan palagi Maldita At medyo maarte Bakit ka ganyan pa lagi? Tumabig ka na lang sa akin Kasi ako ay isang kaibigan Hindi mawawala kahit ano mangyari And then there's an interlude there with my homegirl, but we don't have to play that. Um, and then... Play it. Play it. Okay. I'm a friend that will never be lost no matter what happens. And then there's this cool phrase where kaibigan means friend. And then pag-ibig means love. So the, the way you pronounce kaibigan, it means friend. And then ka Ibigan means lover. Oh, yeah. Oh. It's, it's one of my original Tagalog songs. I started, a, it's like the first Tagalog, Tagalog one. Wait, I've that written. you. Oh, you wrote that? Yeah. Oh, fuck. Oh, my God. It's my first, like, real Tagalog one. Whoa. And I, I wrote it, right? First, from like a romantic perspective. Yeah. And then I sang it for my Lola. I was crying when I was, like, I teared up when I was saying it for my Lola because, like, with a few word changes, it, like, fits. Like, even if you're far apart, even if you're not there, I'm still here, right? Our friendship and our love. So it can be either, like, romantic or also even, like, family and stuff. I was fucking singing it. I was, and she was just chilling. I was singing it. I was fucking bawling. <laughs> and she was like, oh, good job, good job. <laughs> Yeah, that was that was basically the story that I was just gonna you tell y'all. Where 
It's right here, dude. Oh, really? Oh, shit. I should clean that. My bad. That's the record player in that area. I should move the air purifier over there. <laughs> I'll just dust it down next time. My bad. Okay. Um, but the 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 song, I actually was thinking, like, I literally sing some of these songs in person. I vividly remember being with this girl. And then after I wrote it, I was, like, singing it to her while we were hugging and, you know. Hugging. Yeah, oh, while well, we were hugging. Um, and then, like, it was, like, in that moment, what I felt. Like, I'm yeah. a friend. I'm here, right? And then it actually didn't end up working out. We tried to do long distance, and then it's hard to do long distance. This That's, is... Uh, this is so, uh, from the Philippines. Philippines. And then I tried to... We tried to do it long distance once I came back here. But there was a little ups and downs with that. She still follow you? Uh no, but uh, she follows me. She, she, <laughs> I know she she checks follow, in. Yeah, yeah. She che- she drops a like once in a while to my photo, my stuff, my posts and stuff. So she a friend. So I think we're friends, uh, like with boundaries like that, um, because they also like i sent my song to her. I was like, yo, this remember this song? Like, um, yeah. it was uh, was that wrote it her? for you. Yes, that was for her. That w- no, was that her in the recording or not her? No, 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 no. Other this friend. is someone else, yeah. Um, this, the one in recording is actually the next, next song is about the girl in the recording. Chick right boy, there. huh? No. Um, what's this called? Too girl crazy. <laughs> um, but this, this, this uh, song, what I actually appreciate why I included that story is because I literally, when my, when my Lola was in um, the care home, there was a piano there. So every time I would visit, I would try to sing for her, right? And then I'm actually not that good at other songs, so, but I'm able to play my songs. So I end up singing my songs for her, and then this is one of it. And then I really, like, it was a highlight when I was able to share these, some of these, like, not fully recorded, but, like, snippets of it for her before she passed, right? And then she would be happy with some of them, right? And then... Um, when she would say, I've been getting better, I'm like, fuck yeah, right? <laughs> that feels good, yeah, right? Course. It feels good um, with her. And then I get to play the same songs again and again because she's got dementia. So it's <laughs> like a new concert each time, bro. Um, and so uh, that was definitely the highlight. I was in that story, I was legit crying one time when I was singing it for her because I changed it to, uh, instead of, ako ay isang kaibigan, I'm one friend. I said, I was like, ako ay isang apo, like one grandchild, right? Um, and so, that this has become one of my more favorite songs yeah. off the album, um, especially just Tagalog. There's some heartfelt shit there. It slaps, um, bro. Yeah, thank you, thank you. Um, this will be the one that's the next uh, music video with some funny footage. <laughs> you know what's crazy, like huh. about the dementia thing. Yeah. So like, my grandpa has dementia too now, and um, when, whenever uh, I walk into his room, he's always asking me like, what, like if I'm working, mm. like what am I doing? Mm-hmm. And I literally could say anything every day because he doesn't remember. So next day I could say I'm a doctor or next day I could say I'm a lawyer and it'd be so cool just to say any like 
oh, I'm making this much, this X amount of money. Would you feel bad doing that? I feel terrible. But <laughs> I feel like this is a funny, like, com- comedic bit, like stand up. <laughs> I could, I could see that as a good stand up, but it's, it's hella funny. Like, <laughs> like, for it's a family, up, thing. Right? wait. When you think about it, though, wait, 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 wait. But yeah, wouldn't if that makes them happy? Is that a good thing? If you lie, you know what I mean. Like, if it actually makes them physically happy, does it make you happy? <laughs> No, well, like, like think about uh, it. I'm what not a if, doctor. <laughs> what, but what if it makes them happy? Like, damn, you're a doctor. Yeah. You're doing well. I'm happy for you, right? Is that bad? I'm just asking. Could be. F- from who's per- like bad on him? I don't know. My personal principles and perspective is like that's bad, right? I'm yeah. not. At least I'm not gonna lie to mine, right? Yeah, yeah. But that's what I'm asking, just in terms of theory, right? If you're talking about like what's good for them is if it's bringing them joy right would would and then they don't remember i feel like i would try to find them other things to talk about that's real yes that will bring them joy because like just lying will make me feel you know not good yeah yeah yeah. Like, not saying I do that, but I'm just <laughs> saying like, because it makes it sounds like you guys are saying, "Damn, you lied to your grandfather." No, no, that's not what we're saying at all. It's just like the concept of lying to your grandfather, yeah, yeah, or your family member to bring them joy. It's because I brought this up to my family, like, yeah. you know, why can't we just uh, switch it up, like <laughs> every day? See, I think that'd be a funny ass bit, dude. Like my mom's like funny. laughing, like, yeah, you know what? Because he. He even asks like how much is his pension, his uh his social security. He always asks that. So now my mom wrote it on like this piece of paper, a thousand a month, and he put it she put, posted it on the wall so that he can no longer ask us, but he still asks like what is that? <laughs> and then like you know, like I was like, Mom, why don't you change the numbers now like each day? <laughs> it was just make him hella happy. He's like even like with a thousand dollars, he's like Wow, I'm making more money than the president in the Philippines. <laughs> and like we're like laughing, like, oh my gosh. <laughs> how I, old is he? He's like 94. Oh damn. Yeah. I, I kind of like how they made light of it. Yes, you know yes, I mean? yes. Cause, cause dementia that's, is, yeah, that's the thing. Like, I'm not saying yeah, that we're making yeah. a joke out of it, but like we you know we're yeah, you're making, making light, light of it, out of it for this. sure. Even me, though, my little comments of like I can sing the same song yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's right. trying to make light of it and but it was exactly. hella sad it's hella sad it's like, hella sad for yeah. me like uh, I could cry easily if I think about it too much man like that's just fucking sad like I'm about to right <laughs> about because to. that like I didn't I, I was she was here when she had the full faculty man yeah. um, and then like there was f- there was a moment where she had like an accident and then it, it was a slow decline afterwards and we we're like bruh what's what's going on like and I did not know how to handle it like the first few ways violent that I'm crying I'm but not, like but like no it was like it was hard for me to like what the fuck is going on I'm answering the same questions <laughs> um and it took a while for me to accept that because for someone who's been at the helm of our family for the longest time right like being the lead and I grew up we moved here to her house when we first moved to the US it's like alright we're going to Lola's we're staying with Lola like we have to contribute it's Lola's house things like that and it was all she was always at the helm and then seeing that transition made me hella sad and it actually brought up a bunch of like 
even to be honest like bitterness inside if if i didn't see her get treated well by other family members even if i was i didn't say anything i, I was fucking uh, like it's it's like something that grinds in me right and i lightweight still hold some criticisms internally but i don't say anything to anyone because i don't leave <laughs> yeah i don't because i don't I'm want i'm good yeah i'm good i'm not fucking saying anything to no one because i don't want no fucking drama because y'all suck at fucking having drama but i hold it hold it right here hey right. What, what was that damn that let was just like fucking, some passive aggressive ass shit. let me just broadcast it on the fucking podcast <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm not fucking uh, aggressive. Hey, uh, T, uh, can you watch this uh, episode? Go to exactly uh, one hour and 52 seconds. Uh, oh my it's a little God. snippet I have for you over there. But, 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 you know, no one's perfect. That's the thing. Yeah. And it's, it's hard to handle fucking this transition. It's death in the family, right? Um, and I really think this was my coping this putting this project together and those two months that's important for sure this two the two months because after her passing all i did for those two months record record write write record mix 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 master like i was just here i I was mixing in front of this computer for a few hours a day and so i would get to the point where i smell myself where i'm like oh my god what the (laughs) fuck is that smell like i'm mixing and then i reach up i'm like what the fuck is that it's me it's my armpit because i'm just sitting here the whole fucking day uh, just like mixing you should have have done like time lapses oh Oh, yeah yeah, that would have been cool that would have been cool this man hasn't seen civilization (laughs) (laughs) just to get this out yo i just thought of an interesting angle what like from the top or like from up there of like the podcast time lapse not not necessarily time lapse, but just like the angle of the. But podcast. you don't see people. You don't. But see. just like the situation, you see the setup. You know what I mean? Mm. <clears throat> I don't know. Maybe yeah, but you get that with the you view from here a little bit, right? That that setup would be cool in a larger like if I have a house and I have house parties and you kind of see where people go and because they do a study, they do a study. Uh, they did that and and track people's uh, the foot direction and who is like a I forget what they call it. There's a technical term, but let's call it a vibe killer. Like who goes from one group uh, and then the kind of groups dissipates because of their entrance, <laughs> <laughs> and then they walk to another group. The group like dissipates because of whatever they're saying or yeah, what the yeah. vibe they bring and shit. And then some. And then oh, after I heard about no. that study, I was hyper aware. Next time I was like I was a like, party social, and I'm like, "Fuck, it's me!" <laughs> <laughs> so but sometimes I was like, "God damn, I fucking killed it with my jokes, bro. I have to watch this shit." <laughs> Made me improve my jokes because I, I realized <laughs> that i was doing it um but yeah jokes bro <laughs> and there's a coping mechanism too i think that's what we were talking about about like Your jokes. you know dementia and like finding the humor in there i think it's important to do that and some people really it is therapeutic to find that joy uh even in something sad Right, um, and I—that's what props to my Lola. She always had fucking jokes, even about like, death and stuff. Really? Yeah, she dark was just, humor. Yeah, she had dark humor and like stuff. What? 
oh, I don't really remember, but she'll just joke about dying soon. Whatever. She'll just be like, whatever. I'm going to be gone bro, next it's month. Fucked up, man. Whatever. Like old people be doing that, and it's like not cool, bro. Like, uh, so yeah, yeah, yeah. We, I, I don't. I feel like I'd overshare if I told this story. Yeah, you don't have yeah, to. You don't have to it. if you want. Basically, it was like, um, grandma, not mine. Not you know. Just heard this story. <laughs> grandma was giving out hella money at Christmas. Grandma was giving out hella money at Christmas. And the kid got their envelope and they opened up. It was like 50 bucks. And she had like 50 envelopes. So she's like, and the kid was like, yo, grandma, like, this is hella, like, hella money. That's hella envelopes. Like, you got money, right? And uh, grandma was like, well, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to if this is going to be my last Christmas. I was like, bro! <laughs> I was like, Jesus. That's some real shit. Yeah, and then I was telling that, we were talking about that story, and, and it's like, yo, grandparents be doing that. Like, yo, that's not fair. Why are you doing that to us? Mm-hmm. You know, but it's reality. They have, yeah, I, I'm pretty yeah. sure they have internalized their reality that like, yo, this shit's, shit's not forever. Yeah. Um, Yo, they're moving on. Peace yeah. out. <laughs> like, yeah, it's just like, yeah, yeah. Sometimes she would make it. It it was funny because she would do it with humor. Too, but then the older she got, my Lola would just kind of make comments like, "Whatever, I'm going anyway." Yeah. Like it's not even funny comments yeah, anymore. Yeah, it's just like, uh. <laughs> yeah. Mine, mine was a. Uh, so you guys met my my grandma. Remember? Yeah, in yeah, the yeah, yeah, yeah. She straight up told us that, uh, like, no joke. Like she straight up told us that. Uh, she doesn't want to like live up to like n- like you know over ninety and stuff like that because she uh doesn't she doesn't want to go through like those kinds of hardships of like it's gonna get really hard when she's that old and stuff and you know it it kind of like whoa like it seems like you know she's kind of accepting it already you know yeah yeah so yeah the my Lola had a <laughs> DNR do not resuscitate. So she had in her will put in, it was a do not resuscitate. She did not want any tubes, uh, feeding tubes, if there was ever an issue like that. So that's what eventually happened. She got to a point where she was not responsive anymore. Technically, she could have physically lived if they had put in tubes to feed her. But she decided when she was still younger and more cognizant, she was like, she doesn't want that quality of life for her for her body i whatever. think i think i'm like on her boat on that yeah, too. yeah. me i'll be like uh i would have a do not resuscitate i would have a freeze like stipulation just freeze me mm. like if i'm about to die if i had that money like freeze me so you can unfreeze me in the future or some shit or download me into a computer type shit I would like to be done that. That'd be tight. That'd be tight. That'd be tight, right? That'd be fucking just tight. keep, just keep recording yourself. You make an AI of you, man. Ooh, true. They'll analyze <clears throat> that Black Mirror episode. You didn't see that—the one where the the ladies do died, and then there was a service. It it analyzed all their social That's, media. Is that the museum one? No, 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 no. This was an uh, earlier one. Uh, you probably haven't seen it because you haven't watched all the Black Mirror episodes, right? Yeah, there was one where the the dude, the the lady, her boyfriend died. So there's a service that 
analyzes all of the dude's um, social media, texts, uh, phone, vo- voice, Makes things like that. Makes them into AI? Makes them into an AI so you can talk to them. What? And that's then- not the download your consciousness and put it in the, like a teddy bear? No, no, okay. that's a different one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that's, they, the, they, that's the music. And then there's another twist on this episode with with that uh, with that premise. Interesting. Black yeah. Mirror. Black yeah. Mirror. Okay. He also good with energy. We got. Well, what are we like? Hour number three. No, I think I don't know. It says one fifty eight there, oh. but then uh, it should. I don't think we're just we're just basically an hour. Okay. Um, in according to the video there. Um, so we have sunflowers. This one, I wrote this, um, when I started dating this girl and then I actually wrote it in the backyard with my ukulele. So this was a first, one of the first ukulele songs. The vibe is like where we were at the point where we were getting into a little bit more serious and then the but and the, they kind of wanted a little bit more commitment in a way and um <coughs> i went i was thinking well well bro i can't the hook is basically i can't fucking promise you forever like i don't really know but i still really care for you that's what i know now i always tried when i was is this in, the is this the the, the most serious relationship i think yes yes this was the more serious one um and it, but it was this song was written in that initial before it actually got serious serious oh. this was like before it got serious serious this was like the initial I like like there were two phases to that yeah yeah um, this was the initial right before it was serious serious yeah um where it was a little bit like yo let me try, let me see all i know cuz i went into this um thinking did you make a song for sexy? Did about I about your guys' relationship? No. About that love because no I think doggo that. love. I should have. <laughs> I have her in one of my old songs, like uh, an old old one. I mentioned her, um, but uh, <coughs> it's a song that I don't really rep because it's not really that good anymore. <laughs> Is she the same girlfriend before? Alpha. <laughs> I have not yet changed. Still the same. You have nothing changed? No. <laughs> no plan. No plan to change. You mean to say that? I'm just trying to see if what we got is worth the time. Cause what if it all falls down? No one knows tomorrow and no one knows forever. I just want to take some time. Tell you I'm sorry I don't have all the answers You need a promise But I don't wanna lie Cause you deserve All I got to give What I got to give Is the truth oh, Though it hurts Sometimes you better realize I do care for When I try to speak the truth Cause sometimes I see your tears They fall 
fall onto your cheek and drip down to your flowers. I just wanna hold you near to tell you I'm sorry. I don't have all the answers. You need a promise, but I don't wanna lie. Cause you deserve all I got to give. What I got to give is the truth. Oh, though it hurts sometimes, you better realize I do care for you. For your happiness and I'm liking our vibe But sometimes my mind questions the blessings Is it really divine if it causes stress And am I supposed to find some sort of lesson From the times we fight and you've shed them tears In my head I wonder if the end is near And that's sad, I hope you don't get mad I'm just me trying to be an honest man Understand, oh, I keep searching for a deeper purpose I want to see the beauty up beneath your surface I know you ain't perfect but neither am I So let's ride the way and cash some vibes Cause I know that you shy but all good Cause me too so let's go and be two Just people who need to get under the covers And be simple lovers The truth is I need you so I will just be true I will just be true And say I'm sorry I don't have all the answers You need a promise But I don't wanna lie Cause you deserve all I got to I got to give is the truth oh, And though it hurts sometimes You better realize I do care for you So I think that was one of three-ish songs that I wrote for that person or wrote about or inspired because of that person. Um, and that was like the initial transition from all the previous songs were kind of like this infatuation beginning and then this was that transition into like seeing something if there's something more to that and like i i like the idea of just being honest and everything let me turn on the air purifier 
Let me see if that helps. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. Maybe water. Water? Like regular water we've been drinking like. Like tea and coffee like all day. <laughs> really? Did you finish the... Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, so that's that. Um, it's it's actually one of my more fave, like faves. Oh, it was the first one that I actually like spent hella time producing, um, and that took that took hella time for me to get drums down. And I was like, oh my god, I respect producers a lot, a lot more. I've already respected them before, but just in terms of production, I realized drums are my weak part because I have no rhythm. And so that was that was like harder to do. Um, and then um, uh, it's the one I performed that one time. We went to some open mic, I think. Um, and Sunflowers, because I always uh, used to get and I still get the 399 Sunflowers from Trader Joe's. That is my go-to spot recommendation for folks for flowers, Trader Joe's. I am with it. Yes, you can get the big sunflowers, and then they also have like the other, um, the. You can get them in one. pots and stuff. I yeah. think Trader Joe's. Trader one of the best Joe's spots has to good. Get Don't get up. their orchids. I think they're overpriced. <clears throat> orchids are better at either Chinatown best or second best Costco. Costco when they're in season has the good orchids and all. That was sunflowers. Flower boy. That was, you know what, you know what, I like my rap there, but in the back of my head now is is come harder, son. You gotta come Delivery harder. Delivery was right. You know, you know, you know what? Why I don't mind that actually also is because it it reminds me of that skit. J Cole. It, J Cole. Or J you Cole. gotta come harder, son. Yeah, dead press. If you gonna spin on on dead press, you press, gotta come harder than that. Come harder than that. Exactly. So, all right. Next project, son. We're gonna yeah. have a little yeah. album listening again, but you'll watch for the verses in the next. Delivery one. was right on that one. Okay. You know cool. I mean? uh, the next track is called "Never Lovers." So the girl that's been on the last like two interludes. Um, uh, with the different meanings one and just this one about uh, all this like therapy that, this, bro? this is my homegirl that I like uh, I first met her um, and then we connected on some energy like plant medicine shit okay like, I know who it is though. yeah on some plant medicine <clears throat> doesn't sound like the way that you describe her I didn't imagine her voice oh really that. I don't know mm. why what did you imagine Deep, like, sexy, sultry. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, and then so we first Blame. met. She sounds hella cool. I want to hang out. She's with her. hella yeah, cool. Yeah, yeah. We're still good friends uh, up to this day. I've even told her that the next song is about her. Bring her um, on the podcast. I should. I should. Um, uh, we should. Yeah, we'll probably do that. Oh, well, let's do a joint one so y'all can meet and everything. I, I'll be your young Jamie, bro. <laughs> young Joe, up, bro. Was good. Um, but Give me we, the sticks, we connected homie. on that because plant medicine likes that topic, and then we were at the same um a dorm at Cal, mm -hmm. and then we ended up just. She's your hall pass. What? Are you her hall pass? No, I wasn't working that time. I wasn't the... Uh, what do you mean? What? Hall pass. I don't know what hall pass... Oh! Ah, I get it. Mm -hmm. I wish because when we first met, she had a boy. 
She had. I thought she does right now. She does right now, but when we first met, mm. she had a boy that was actually <clears throat> long distance. And then a part of me wanted to try to get at that, but then a part of me was also I don't want to respect, do, bro. Respect no the boundaries. Bad karma. So no bad karma. <laughs> you'll hear a line in the song too about watching movies because we watched hella movies together, just movie nights, right? Uh, at, at the dorm on different stuff. couches on different couches right never the bed respect um, uh, Netflix so we watched Okja and a few other good ones um, <clears throat> Coco like that and then so I wrote this song during that first semester because I was fucking stressing I was like what the fuck I wanna I wanna get but I have these feelings but I wanna put that boundary because I don't wanna get at someone with a with a boy right and so the song is called Never Lovers right and trying to contend with this idea that alright we'll never be lovers uh, but we can kind of maintain you told her friendship. about that yeah I told her about you that you told like, about your feelings like that you caught feelings for her or yeah, almost yeah. caught what did she say uh she didn't know she had no idea she's just like oh cool yeah <laughs> yeah it? Like, we, yeah we hugged we you like cool that. your friend zone your, you cool your zone, zone myself yes i cool your zone myself but but because for my own health right like uh, just i was singing this song on the piano mm. almost every other day like at the dorm like mm. uh, we had the dorm the floor down i would go and i would fucking sing the song because it was my therapy late at night and then um the next semester I was so that helped me get through it and accept all right I'm not into her let me go talk to someone else so next semester I ended up talking to someone else but then next semester I was already over her and then she comes back and tells me that she had broken up with her boyfriend and then I, a part of me was like is this is this is this a sign are you trying to tell me something yeah <laughs> like- but I didn't have that much of a feeling uh, anymore. So I kind of like got over it and was not into it anymore and getting like getting over it and fine with it. And it was chill because of the song. Right. So I rebound think. Rebound strat. Huh? Rebound. Rebound strat. Rebound strat. The strat. Rebound strap. Strat. Strat. What's that? Strategy, oh, strategy. Rebound strategy. Yeah, it wasn't so. I wasn't feeling like I wanted to do that, and so it just we never pursued nothing. And but we maintained our friendship, and now she's like a really good friend, one that I maintain like friendship with. I um, like had dinner with her mama, very nice family, and everything. Um, and now uh, she uh, was called. She got a boy, right? And then um, a part of me gets a little competitive <laughs> like even with that I'm like oh fuck it I think it's a competitiveness it might be mixed with jealousy we we're talking about that I think it's a mix between maybe, maybe. competitiveness and jealousy that whenever when there was someone like, or, or be- it's just like some big brother stuff where you're just like she's my friend you know like you better be good to her kind of thing mm-hmm. you know I don't know Nah, you did nah, cool on nah, yourself. No, nah, nah, it's not. It's not that perspective. <laughs> I'm better. Um, yeah, 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 yeah. Than yeah, yeah. he is. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'll tell you something off air more about that detail. Uh, I'm not gonna put it online. <laughs> um, but ne- yeah, so that's the next song uh, called "Never Lovers." I don't think this has uh, you know, only friends and never lovers. Yeah, this doesn't have a rap or nothing. Cool. Let's go. Get it. Get it. 
Who did the production? Me. We are only friends and never lovers. But why does it feel like I wanna love you? Why do you sit next to me with that smile? Why do I feel good when I look into your eyes? We are only friends and never lovers And sometimes it hurts, but it's fine Cause I like spending all my time with you Kissing on the cheek when we say goodbye But I know I gotta let you go Cause holding on ain't good for my soul I know I gotta let you go Cause holding on ain't good for my soul No, no, ain't good for my soul You have someone else you are loving Although you spend some of your nights with me But all we really do is watch movies Trying our best not to get too close Cause you have someone else you are loving And I don't want to cross none of them lines But I like it when you're right by my side I wanna ask you to stay the night But I know I gotta let you go Cause holding on ain't good for my soul I know I gotta let you go Cause holding on ain't good for my soul No, no, ain't good for my soul But the other night you said the two of you are done Should I make a move? Can we have some fun? What are we doing? Why are we waiting? Can I hold your hand at least for a minute? Cause are we only friends or maybe lovers? Will I get the chance to finally love you? Or should I keep it moving and dance with someone else? If I'm being honest, I think I should Cause I know I gotta let you go Cause holding on ain't good for my soul I know I gotta let you go Cause holding on ain't good for my soul No
it's okay. At kaaantayin niya, nakakita ka naman ng panibago. Baka. Yeah, that's natural. You're not yet married. There are too many possibilities. Mahirap humanap ng bago. Kasi hindi yan hinahanap. It comes by itself. Talaga? Kailangan ko lang focus sa trabaho. That's right. Yeah. Eskwela muna. Yeah. The... My, I am grateful my Lola always had something to say. She has right? wisdom. She had always, whether it was the ups or the downs, uh, the breaking off or still with the same person, she always had something to say that fit in, right? And I'm, I'm always grateful for that. And this was, this was definitely my my homage to her is that correct? the whole the whole yeah. project yeah yeah this was definitely uh i it almost it almost i did not realize how much she weaved into my story of relationships and love until i put this together because i had the concept i was like oh it would be cool uh to have little recordings by never finished listening to all the recordings throughout the years until I did it for the album. I was like, oh, damn. I didn't see the ups and downs and the changes of um, advice. And this isn't even all the snippets I have. Like, I went through and I got the snippets. I have another session that has all the different snippets of um, advice from my Lola. And this ain't even uh, all of it, right? And so I, I'm very grateful for that. And yeah, at least... How's it uh, feel? Um, to put the project out it honestly felt like a weight was lifted mm -hmm. uh, that I was able to do something in honor of her uh, other people related to it and really said that the energy of her like shone through yeah, yeah. Um, and that was that my first one of my first comments was mm -hmm. like her i felt like the, the presence you know like i got i got chills every time like i would hear her voice especially with the first intro i was like mm, it's mm. heavy mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. but it's a good heavy where you feel a sense of warmth like and authenticity with the content mm. that was said and you put out like you put a lot of like energy out of out of it into it um and people feel it no lie too though this was a lot for me because of some regrets in terms of me spending time with her or not making the time or the effort to go spend time with her because for example she was always telling me to uh hey just graduate finish right after graduation um i did not make the time to go uh, 
down to LA. There was like one, there was one opportunity maybe like in March or something where I could have. She went to your graduation though. No. No? So this is a different other, Lola. Yeah, yeah, my yeah. other Lola from the Philippines was right, able to right. make my graduation. This one, Lola Rose, was in LA in the care home. She's She needs full mobile support. She's not mobile at all. She needs full assist to like stand up, sit down. She's in a wheelchair. So it's hard to... Uh, bring her places. She couldn't even go to my sister's wedding like that. Um, and so the there was like one weekend where I wanted to go down uh, and then I... I guess I got too busy, quote unquote, right, uh, with school and work and all that, and I didn't. And then I took it for granted because I graduated, and then I um, flew to the Philippines immediately for the study abroad program. And I was still there. I was scheduled to come back home actually September 6th. My Lola passed September 1st, right? Um, I only came back early because my sister called me up and was like, yo, dude fly back right ASAP I was even thinking of oh she'll be fine I'll wait until September 6th to go mm -hmm. right I flew in I got in here the 31st uh, of June or 30th 31st of August of August right and then I got to see her just one day and then she was already like not responsive um, but she was still alive right and um, I got to like whisper to her like, yo, I graduated. <laughs> and then well, our joke is like, damn, she was waiting to hear that. And she was like, good job, peace. <laughs> and then she passed the next day, right? The day after I arrived here, man. And then that was like, fuck. Like if I waited another day to fly back, bro, like I would not have made it and stuff like that. But at least I was able to tell her like whisper to her like yo i finished with school right and so there was that regret of like fuck i didn't make that time that one weekend where i could have gone right and then because i was fucking prioritizing other bullshit school work whatever right and so on some level this this effort to put this in and the amount of um hours and uh, the the intention behind this was also for for me to give something right um and uh, to continue that that promise like telling my lola hey i'm gonna release these songs because i would sing them for her right and then i would tell her i'm working on the album i'm gonna do it for her right and so it lifted a lot of burden off it was my uh, a grieving process in a way like like uh, i don't remember crying on maybe one or two times like i'll just break down here in the kitchen and then i'll go back to work on mixing and all that so as much as it is a dedication to her it was a the process was a lot for me also to work through uh, whatever I was feeling um, through the music, right? And especially the last verse on the album because that was written like in the midst of that, like a month after her passing. Mm. So that's what is there in the end. So thanks for that question. Um, the, the Yo, quick, quick comment, huh? like, the air has is like, I could breathe. That was crazy. <laughs> so the air purifier I feel works. like the air was stagnant. <laughs> I was like, like, Maybe like the air you know is because like there's no the there's no central air here. We only yeah, have the, a the air wasn't flowing. Okay, yeah. 
Cool. So There's airflow. Good right to now. Re- <laughs> good to remember. Yeah. I should keep the, the air purifier on, and maybe you drank water too. And I drank water too. Drank I don't water. know what it is, but like it just feels better in <laughs> <laughs> Cool. So we're more than halfway now. We're now transitioning to the I like to call this the not so perfect side, right? Because you have the the image or, or facade of perfection in the beginning with all the love songs that's very like ah, la la right you know what's crazy um, how you brought up you know what's crazy how you brought up with uh, your when your grandma you know passed and then you made it time uh, to you know at least show your face and talk to her um, it's crazy because I was thinking the other day about my grandma my other grandma that passed away I think in uh 2016 uh i was working at the time in at my dental's clinic and that's when i got the news of one morning like oh you know i have to come home you know grandma's passed away and i was thinking the other day like did she ever like pass away with any peace or something Mm. that's what i was thinking and you know i it's so hard to like i was thinking like damn it really sucks when you're so busy with work and stuff it's hard to make time for any of events that happen like that you know Mm, mm. it's it's the issue of social economic pressures that prevents you from having family time that grinds on me too personally and that's why uh, social political people will critique me for my uh, desire to succeed in capitalism as in its current form but honestly what happened with my lola is one of the reasons why i'm making sure i'm going to succeed in this system right now uh, i wanted to transform but i'm also trying to make sure my mom and my other lola and dad are set because uh our Lola needed additional care, right? Uh, needed, ideally, a caregiver to be at home with her. But we can't afford a full-time caregiver to be at home, like stay in here at home. That's like a few thousand more a month, right? And then that's why we wanted to start renting out a spot so we could uh, get an income to pay for her caregiver, right? But we couldn't afford that. So what was affordable was a care home, right? Both using her insurance and then the kid, her kids' um, contributions, right? To pay for that. But what just limited us was money, right? If we had more money, ideally, have her at home and have some... Because... The issue was no one is home to take care of her because we're all working or at school, school and work, right? I wasn't, I wasn't here. Uh, I was at uh, Cal still during that time. And no one is at home uh, because mom full-time, sister full-time, everyone's full-time back in LA also, right? And that's just the limitation. So that grinds on me that we have a system in place that because of the economic constraints with expenses and the the need to actually to work these specific hours you're not able to give a end of life quality that is arguably culturally sensitive because in our culture right in the philippines you'll they'll be at home right we want that ideally they'll be at home with the whole family Right, but we just couldn't do that. So I, I, I think jumping off the, your point, right, that you you didn't have the time to spend with her because you were working, 
right? And that's that's one of my uh, uh, things that grind on me, right? I have no solution right now in the on the macro level for everybody's Lola, but at least for on on the micro level for now. That's why I'm very driven to succeed economically also is to prevent that issue from happening again, right? Because we wanted to bring Lola up here to the Bay. We wanted to have her here. But when we calculated and I called some caregivers um, and uh, caregiver companies how much it would be, we are like, fuck, that's expensive. Even under the table, so there were some mm-hmm. options for under table. Still, that's fucking expensive. Mm-hmm. Um, you have to treat them right too, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and so uh, that was why we went into this whole thing of trying to rent out uh, the the house, right? So that's that's the lesson learned also that I've got out of this experience, uh, like a shift in my perspective, because. You know, I critique capitalism and its ex, uh, exploitative and extractive methods, uh, though at the same time, that's the overarching system that we're currently in and why I don't want to participate in exploitative practices. Um, and I'm going to do my best to set up businesses that don't do that. I'm still trying to succeed, right, within this framework or be able to thrive economically, right, so that our needs are met, right? Anyway, follow my online class on economic uh, stability on LinkedInLearning.com. Imagine. <laughs> uh, Patreon. Patreon. Sign up for my online class. Uh, uh, you'll get full access on OnlyFans.com. <laughs> Yo. Uh, I need these restrooms. Okay, pause. And boom, we are back. From the little bathroom break, workout break, snacky break, life break, movement break. Sometimes you gotta go through a break to feel good. Oh, is that a segue to this next song, which is called The End, because it is actually about um, breaking up and then the vibes that come from that. Um, And uh, like I was saying a while ago, this is like the second half of the album where it's a little bit more on like not so perfect but what does it look like now going through a break and all so this one specifically like i say in the interlude afterwards i wrote this um when i was going through a breakup and then i couldn't sleep one night talking about sleep the topic of our conversation i couldn't sleep one night i was like what the fuck so i went into the hallway over here to the couch sat down with the guitar and busted out like the first verse because of it so here is the end produced by mr ray uh gave him the initial track um added drums added a bunch of the instrumentals but the main guitar track actually uh was played by my sister so she's she's dope on the guitar actually um and she laid down a great ver a uh, great instrumental for it so here is really life is like that nobody is permanent until you get get married even if you get married there's still the divorce so there's nothing really permanent I've been thinking of how you touched my heart I've been singing alone in the dark Cause I can't sleep I miss your touch when you were next to me 
I tried to change you I tried to replace you But no one out here sings the way you do So I write my songs I hope you listen I know we're moving on But I remember your kisses Sometimes the words we use, they pushed us closer to the edge I know that we ain't perfect, no one ever is But there were moments when I thought that we'd have kids Like you're having fun I see that you are smiling I still wish you the best But I guess I gotta learn That the two of us Have come to the end oh. helpful to write the song i remember like i couldn't sleep one night and then i just i really couldn't sleep and i just started writing and then, like after the first verse i was like i can go to sleep now and then and then i was awake <laughs> so that Is one that the same home girl yeah same home girl same home girl sounded a little bit different oh uh, maybe one. were there real mellow, crickets so. Yes, I think that was outside when we were chilling. Oh, yeah. that's kind of tight. Yeah, we were chilling outside and where they got the crickets at? Um, y'all on the hills? Uh, down in um, what's the fucking? I forgot what Clark Kerr. Yeah, I guess your your dorms were like. Yeah, like, Clark Kerr. Like, this yeah. was right outside of the dorms, right on some grassy spot. Right, we're right by the hill there. Yeah, I remember you told me <laughs> and, you'd be in a hammock over there all the time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The hammock life that was good. I did a lot of hammock life with that homegirl, too. Um, mm. And then, yeah, damn, that just brought me flashbacks. Oy. 
Hey, you wanna go on a hammock again? Um, so that one was like the first time. That was the first time I went through a breakup within like a a social circle that saw each other more. And then so I was part of that social circle. And that were you? And that uh, I mean, last last, hanging um, with your friend, hanging with my friends. I don't know. I'm not trying to be specific or nothing, but that that hanging with my friends looks like you're having fun. That was a the time when I was like, "What the fuck?" It made me. I I realized that feeling of being triggered of just seeing someone on your story. I had to ask one of my friends, like, "Yo, could you y'all can hang, but could you just not post on on the IG?" Um, it was a friend. It was another friend. It wasn't um, me, right? Huh? No, I don't think it was you. I think but, we talked about it though. But it wasn't me because I never post nobody. Yeah, maybe. But um, and then I was like, you know, y'all can still hang. But then I'm not telling you not to hang. But could you just not post? Oh, <laughs> quiet. Hella funny. <laughs> no need to say names or nothing. <laughs> but um. Uh, that I that was the first time I had to <laughs> handle that. That's I was like, funny. "What's what's going on?" And then, um, and it was uh, that was funny. Why can't we say names? I don't know. Do you want to? I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I'm not trying to say names of that person. Of, yeah, but and of make the, it of that friend that you're saying. I don't know, cause then it'll you know make who it, it is, right? Yes, it's hella funny. <laughs> can we just say it? <laughs> you can just say it. Was who was that friend? It was, was me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like, I, I thought know. it was me at first, and then I was like, no, it wasn't. Yeah, and then but you, we talked about it. Mm, yeah, yeah, like um, that's hella funny. So that I, at least I got actually a lot of lessons from that. Where like I had to learn how to camping so, was lit. Yeah, be respectful. I had to learn how to be respectful of people's like you're still friends with that person, right? right? And I'm not trying to. I don't want to. Tell someone not to be friends with someone, right? Just because how I feel. Unless they're like a dick and then I'm like, don't be friends with that dick who's making fun of you. Then I'll tell someone like that, like, oh, don't yeah. be friends with that person. But then just uh, from a relationship wise, like I'm, I don't want to be the person like, like pick a side, motherfucker, right? But that's where that line came from. There was a little bit of like pick a side. Not I never really. said. Not I re- never. No, you from didn't. Me. I'm saying, never but just from, like I would say, she, oh, it wasn't from her either. Yeah. But I'm just saying, like maybe just the vibe. The vibe was like, y'all weren't cool, and we couldn't be cool. Like we couldn't show you or her that we were cool with you or we were cool with her like separately. Mm. It's kind of weird, mm. but it wasn't necessarily like you guys said it like yo, you know, but it was bound to happen. I guess. Yeah. I, hey, I was thinking of this the other day. Every one of my exes have blocked me on social media, but then also unblocked me. Oh, really? Yeah, eventually. Like, block, unblock. That's like understandable. That. Yeah. Block, unblock. Because you could be too much like sometimes. That. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a little three much on social media sometimes. Yeah. This last this last uh, summer, too, when uh, there's another verse for this girl uh, from over the summer, and then they had to block me after our like talking period ended. I got a little too 
ratchet on Twitter, and then they didn't like seeing that. Um, lesson learned. Uh, Sometimes that comes with you being so candid and comfortable. Yeah, yeah, maybe, maybe. And it's, it's funny, hmm. like, uh, we were talking about this yesterday, right? Where you felt that you were super honest with your energy when you were around me and Keish. Like, you were just, like, all out. And yeah. Like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And super energetic. Uh, and I told you that you were like, you said to us that you were, you were like that around people you felt comfortable with. Um, but at the same time, you like your whole self and your ratchet online, on your social media platforms, kind of, you know what I mean? Because you said, oh, if I'm around people I don't know, I'd be like a little bit more reserved. Yeah. But your social media um, persona isn't, you know, I wouldn't say it's like, it's, you know it's, what I mean? it's, it's not a complete picture of me. Mm. I, I mean, would say is, it's you know? still, uh, yeah, but it's uh, at least when it came to Twitter for the summer, it was honest about this is what I'm doing, but I was both trying to find jokes or entertaining people through it, mm -hmm. uh, or but also it was more of the ratchet shit that I'm doing. And so the, that became a one-dimensional representation of me rather than a full comprehensive like look at the various aspects this ratchetness is one piece of the pie but instead of that it just became all about this uh you know ratchet <laughs> shit you know and so so yeah i could see that because it's it's me presenting a certain side uh more so because that that's what i'm drawn to share on that uh platform you know, I wasn't doing too much of that ratchet stuff on IG, right? Or like, I'm not posting fucking sex tapes on Pornhub, right? Like, imagine if you did, though. Uh, no, <laughs> but you know, I was thinking in my head, I was like, can I make an anonymous one? Like, there's the ones that are making money off, like they get um, uh, validated or verified, and then they're just couples making sex shit. And making money off it and they don't even show their face and that's when i was like fuck i have hella tattoos even my bottom half has tattoos so i can't even just do a pov top half and shit like that <laughs> but this ran through my mind but I would never. <laughs> part of you forever yeah it'll be part of it'll be there forever so yeah good thing i didn't do that and i've never i've deleted all the scandal stuff also of like not scandal, but anything with exes, any vids like that, out of respect also. But I, I sometimes miss them, the videos. Never mind. Moving on. Anyway. <laughs> Josh, what you got to say, bro? Um, I mean, back to that thing, like, I'll say, like, I respect, you know, both people. Like, I don't try to put, like, oh, whose side I'm on. Like, if they've treated me nice, then that's, you know, I don't want to be choosing any side of like oh you know this happened or mm -hmm. whatever if they respect me as a person then you know they're kind and stuff you know then i don't want to be starting like you know putting on that drama side and to be 100 i never put that pressure right no of course did not. i no uh to be honest you i did feel, feel like oh, wait why is christian 
uh, trying to dictate whatever I post on. Mm. So, so that's on me. That should have been on me to like. I mean, handle why I feel that way. But you did have like a valid emotion response to it, right? You know, I understand that. But, you know, I was like, if you got a problem with things I post, that's your problem, not me. Mm -hmm. Right. See, I do a pre. Isn't this cool that you're fucking 100 with me? Yeah, right? Course. Isn't this good? Fucking therapy session and shit. He almost didn't say it. I had to <laughs> ask him. No, I'm just lying. <laughs> nah, nah, yeah. Well, I, that's what I was about to say. Maybe it's, it was never my intention to do that, but uh, it that's comes how you felt that at way. the time. Yeah, and yeah. then. And then, of course, that's definitely a valid, like, yeah, why is Christian telling me what not to No, that's 100% and, like valid, like, valid, um, way to feel. Like, I understand, like, coming from that kind of standpoint, it yeah. would feel pretty weird, right? Yeah, yeah. See your friend with, you know. But that's the beauty now of mute. I love that IG has mute and Twitter has mute. Uh, even Facebook has unfollow. So basically, you're still friends. You don't block them or nothing. They just don't pop up on your feed. So I've muted a bunch of people really? that either I think they're cute and I look at their shit too much. So I'll just mute at them so they don't <laughs> pop up on my stories. So I'm not like <laughs> looking so thirst muting. Um, and also, if I just don't like someone for some reason, but then we're in a social circle i just don't like what they post right like i I, for some reason it just brings up bad feelings when i see them mute like that but i don't want to like um start a whole drama why did he even follow me blah 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 right and then um they have that on twitter too so you can mute and you just won't see people even even people you don't follow they'll pop up sometimes and i'm like i don't want to see this person because it's like johnny liked Jesse's tweet yeah. and it'll yeah, pop yeah. up even if you don't follow Jesse so I'll mute this Jesse. is hella funky cause like as you explain this to me as you explain like it's all trivial to me you know mm-hmm. what I mean I was like social media all these nuances these technicalities with muting following I'm just like yo who cares fam <laughs> like I mean I'm saying that because I'm not just as invested in the social yeah. media anymore, but I could imagine myself being like, oh, this and that, like super technical about it. Mm. Um, I, I think- don't know. I felt like maybe 2016 was my like last real year on social media where I was like engaged. Right now, I'm not engaged. I'm just like over it. You know what I mean? I, I'm like, I'm over the likes. I'm over. I think I... I don't know, maybe just the life experiences I've experienced, like, especially within the last year, were just, like, super visceral and real, where, like, you know, losing family members and stuff, where I was just, like, all the other stuff about connection online didn't matter to me, you know? It was, like, it felt very trivial. We're just, like, dude, who cares, you know? To be honest, I have to watch myself. Yeah. Right, and I've even talked to you about about sometimes I get like that social media addiction, yeah. like consumption. But I'm I also use this a lot for connectivity. Yeah, right. Where I've had people on the podcast that I've only met through IG or yeah. talked to. Yeah, them. I've, I have then, friends, a lot of friends that I've met through. Yeah, through social media or through, you know, and even my marketing. Right, it's so, all. Uh, social media yeah. right but 
Well, the way I, the way I view it now is um, also catering my consumption. That's why I have the mute, right? It's 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 being aware of what comes onto my feed and who I'm allowing to enter my psyche yeah. through this little stream of information because it is it's basically like another TV. Right. Even if we like I used to say I don't watch TV that I see my screen time. It's like fucking five hours in the day. I'm like, oh, my God, bro. This is a this is a TV. Right. Yeah. So I view it like that. But I can see the triviality of like, oh, don't unfollow. No, nah, right. but yeah, I feel like I need to do some social media hygiene because. Mm. Oh, shit. Sorry. The easiest the easy thing to do is to what I do. Is a lazy thing to do. Is just like not go on it, as opposed to um, be more aware, be more mindful, and take the time and effort to watch what I'm following, who I'm following, instead of just like mindlessly mm. sc- scrolling. But it's effort, and it's sometimes like, do I want to take that effort to to like weave through my following list, my friends list, this. Um, yeah, it is because it's hygiene, you know what I mean? But at the same time, it's like, or do I want to spend time to cater to my own craft, my mm. art or mm. my relationships? Mm. Um, but at the same time, it's like, yeah, you know what I mean? J. Cole uh. had a great little snippet on a uh, podcast he was on about social media where he said he took a whole break from yeah. social media, a jump off. With Angie, right? Yes. And then he gets back on and he realized he's doing the same patterns so now he's on it in a way of learning how to live with it as a tool right like how to consume with intentionality it's it's a sense of curating to what i meant with hygiene is like instead of like at one point in time or certain say today like i feel inspired so you'll be like oprah you just like like everything you see and then like everything that's on your feed or whatever, or your explore page, then social media will curate things that based on those likes. But if you're not careful, if you don't have that personal hygiene to sort through, your likes will be con- constantly be influenced by your feeling at every moment in time. You know what I'm saying? Instead of like retracting back, reflecting on your values, the things that you're actually into, instead mm-hmm. of just like the quick instant, instant, you know, instantaneous like feeling response response. um it's so reactive Mm. instead of like being proactive with your use of social media where you separate yourself this is who i am these are the things i'm into you actually search for things there Mm. you know what i mean and see the connections or look at the things that um the people that you're into what are they liking you know, what are they talking about to, to get more into the unknown as opposed to just the known? I think that's maybe why I got tired of social media or bored of social media is because I wasn't. Um, it's it's still in my comfort zone. Everything like after a long time, like, well, how long we've been using uh, Instagram, like six years now or oh, no, it's been, it's been like eight years or something, some, you know, so it's like. You know how much more can how much more interesting can it get after a while? Like you, I feel like you've seen everything. Like, like people have gotten super good at photography, like jumped in, in terms of skill level and in terms of numbers. 
um, modeling, like how much more influ- like influencers after a while, all that stuff becomes the same, you know. Like oh. AI has figured it out. Oh yeah, you know what I like mean. That AI influencer, that, that, right? That AI uh, website. Basically, we've created so much data where it's predictable, where it's uh, you know, you could you could modulate it, and it's just like that's why I felt like it's kind of hard to navigate through social media nowadays. It's just like, it's so much of the same stuff. Hmm. Right. And, and it's really hard to find uh, genuine authenticity or just like re- real. What's real. Cause after a while it becomes the same. I think just like we've talked about drugs, sex, and coming here now to social media, it's a tool. Yeah. Right, that we're still calibrating and we got to constantly recalibrate on yeah. our relationship to it. How yeah. are we using it or are we being used by it? Right? Are we consuming yeah. or being consumed? Yeah. Oh, that's a fucking rap line. That's a, I mean, it's like hygiene. Same thing, like just a mental hygiene or emotional mm. hygiene of mm. like, I think it's healthy that people, I think it's healthy that people should look at who they're following their friends list and reflect like yo is this is this giving me value or not or at the same time like am i giving value as Mm. a as Mm. a friend as a person Mm. who has a voice who has a story am i giving value Mm. Uh, and Mm. also like the self-reflection of like am i only posting good stuff in my life is this twisting my my perception of reality um I would say that that's a common commonality with a lot of people is that they only post the good things mm-hmm, on their social mm-hmm. media and then you have this facade, right? I, For me, I've been hella reluctant. I've been putting up those walls where I, I curate my stuff where I'm just only posting landscape photos or, and it's I'm being more mindful because it's like I feel like I have a lot of different people on it, on it you know? Uh, which sucks because I'm, I feel like I'm muting myself. Mm. I'm muting myself for other people in that way. And people want to... Mm. Oh, go ahead. People want to be connected. They want right. to know what's going yeah. on. Yeah. You're saying? Um, I know this dude. Uh, he's like a streamer on Twitch. And um, I'm pretty... I follow him on Instagram. And he's like 30 years old around that age. And, you know, just recently he started to become a lot more care... Like carefree of what he posts now on Instagram. And I can definitely tell how like that makes him feel about expressing himself mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and like he may not even care about the likes or whatever but at least he's expressing his full self through these posts i don't know why i started caring <laughs> i mean i used it. to be a lot more like about uh, it, whatever but, you know? no like That's, you said because yeah. you're different circles that yeah, you yeah. have followed. yeah and so there's that consciousness That's true. that lightweight explains the phenomena of finstas why do people have finstas fake instas and that's where they post all either their ratchet shit or their sad shit when they go in on paragraphs of how they're not feeling good but then their main ig is still all aesthetically clean right and why why do we have that uh differentiation because of the reward mechanisms within the how the app is built right and the society is built i think you're rewarded with those aesthetics right it's like what you put out into the world yeah but you're not necessarily thinking or deconstructing your intentions uh, when you're using it it's not the I guidance, am right? no, that's, no 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 yeah, but yeah. the guidance of the app the way sure. the app is set up it's not telling you to reflect on what you're putting out yeah. 
right? Yeah, but you're just doing are, that yeah. because you're a little more reflective than average, or just sure. in general, you like being reflective, mm-hmm. right? And that's good, but it's just not how it's built. So majority of folks will follow the trend or follow the mechanisms of how the the app is built. That's why now you have more people who are like ethics and technology or ethical. And you can hide framework. stuff now too. You, you know can hide I mean? archive like, stuff. Yeah. I know a bunch of people who've archived like their exes and then it's still, but they don't delete it, right? Yeah. That's what's, and I've had conversations with some people about that because I keep all mine there. I don't delete. Uh, I have um, some family members that they don't even use their full name. They, they have a, f- an, a totally different name on Facebook. Yeah. Yeah. Just because they want to be you know, pri- real time. private. Yeah. 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 I mean, it's a tool. As long as you kind of um, orient yourself properly according to your own desires and um, how you want to interact with it. But also know that it's being used in different ways by other people, sometimes for the benefit of them and at expense of yours, such as your data or how they're creating content to sway you one way or another. Because that's that's a very big thing now in terms of the need for media literacy. I wonder what is the next phase to social media? Like, I know, you know, TikTok, I mean, I feel like that's the next Vine. It's been. It's, 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 been. it's been the next Vine huge, for sure. bro. It's been. But I wonder what the next phase of social media is. I think just to be reflective about, like, the past decade, because I think it's timely. Um, VR. VR is there. Augmented AR, reality. You know? Constant uh, connection. That's that's something that's going to happen. Damn. Because telepathy, right? Like a like a telepathy. Exactly, neural networks. Yeah, they're neural networks. supposedly like a, like a sandbox, augmented reality. You mm-hmm. see, like oh, like you put on the yeah, that stuff already, you right? Them. And you can move stuff around in your like that's there. But I mean, how is that? Yeah, I'm. I I mean, I feel like we can't even imagine, or maybe we can. We could think about it. We could sit here all all day long, think about all the different possibilities. But like, who saw social media coming mm. back in like oh seven? Shit, who? You know, it was MySpace and Fa- and Friendster. You Look, know, early uh, early two thousands. I would even say a great parallel in terms of how ingrained the internet and social media is in our life is our perspective on online dating. Mm-hmm. When we were young. I remember there was a lot of stigma. There was oh, hella stigma internet, about it. Fucking yeah. e-harmony. Yeah, you're fucking online. Yeah, no quite. And then now I know people who are fucking married off Tinder. Yeah. Like, hella people. Yeah. Like, I'm yeah. like, what the fuck? That's... And then it's become a norm. And then there's a lot of internet relationships like that. That's bumped off I'm, I'm of that. technically a child of internet relationship. Thanks really? to MySpace and <laughs> AIM. Yep, you know I mean? yep. So... And even even on the next level, like people who didn't even go to the same damn school or state. Yeah. I've talked to, I had this homegirl who she said she was talking to a dude for a minute from another state. And then I was like, and they've never met. He just hit them up and they were talking mm-hmm. on, that, on that level, you know? Do like, you think Instagram is going to be here five years from now? Uh, yes, I think. I, I'm not sure. But I don't, I'm not really up on the. What about uh, Facebook? And yes, hell yeah, yes. There, <laughs> yeah. The four, the four most downloaded apps globally on smartphones this year was Facebook, Messenger, 
Instagram and WhatsApp, all owned by Facebook. <laughs> Fuck, bro. WhatsApp Glo- is owned by WhatsApp? them? Yeah, they, they were bought out years ago. Owned by Facebook. Wow. Instagram, wow. owned by Facebook. Right. And, and globally, right, they're... they're what about uh, the Chinese version of it? Uh, I know China is using WhatsApp. They have, but yeah, yeah, they what, have their like, own. What is they it? have WeChat. Weibo or something? Oh, WeChat. They have WeChat. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You WeChat. actually have to be like uh, authenticated by somebody mm-hmm. who's on it already. It's wild know. how China has uh, they have the their authentication own. where you have to, I mean, like w- with the blockchain stuff back then or Bit uh, Binance, right? Mm-hmm. You had to take a picture of your ID and everything. I was like, wow, this is interesting. This is yeah, it's still going on. Yeah, it's still it's going still on. You know what I mean? Yeah. Binance is still yeah. one of the tops. Yeah. Uh, um, I still have my shit on there. Yeah, same. <laughs> same. <laughs> All right. Let's get through this. We have one, two, three, four, five, five songs. All right. So this can, next Can you one. move the highlighted... On the oh, on your iTunes, we're down yeah, here. Okay, cool. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> <Stop> me off. <laughs> so this one uh, was another. This one is called "We Don't Speak" because uh, we don't speak no more. Um, this there's two verses on here. Uh, this is a track by Drip Gold uh, down in from LA. I wrote the first one actually. The first verse was this last summer. I wrote it after a Daniel Caesar concert because I was talking to. Uh, uh, this girl and then we were trying stuff out just talking just to see if it'll go anywhere but it didn't it didn't work out um but i was like all right whatever but then i w- attended the daniel caesar concert and i fucking cried at the concert bro uh but that's because you a cry baby i'm a cry baby but i didn't <laughs> know that kidding. i was sad i didn't know that i would actually cry but it was only came because of one song it was best part it was like uh, and then uh, if life was a movie then you're the best part that i was thinking you were the best part of the summer like that <laughs> fucking sad ass shit that i fucking cried you're hella simpy i'm super simpy <laughs> i'm super simp man i don't know why i don't know if it's uh um like so raised a certain way or what i ingested a lot i don't know because <laughs> ingested I, a lot just in terms of media uh, yeah, media yeah <laughs> it just sounds like, yeah. i feel like ingestion is uh eating, uh, eating. Yeah, yeah yeah i don't know or there's like a natural inclination to for that kind of ethereal um uh relatability uh Maybe some my Libra shit. Maybe it's all that. My moon is in Cancer. That's why they say my I feel emotions deeply. And that's what they say. Um, and then some other shit. Oh, and my Venus is in Leo, bro. That means I really... <laughs> it's like really uh, needs affection. And like in this love, very the love aspect is very strong. Whatever. I learned a lot of co-star this last summer. Uh-huh. Because the girl was into co-star. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the pattern and all. And then the second verse I wrote during the writing process. And let's see where it goes. I 
I didn't know the feelings could be hidden so deep Until the music played and brought emotions for me to meet All the sadness I've been pushing down in order to sleep It hasn't been the same since the day you decided to leave But who am I to say that you ain't in a better place Cause maybe without me you can run your race Set your pace step by step by yourself Build your wealth with no help You'll be independently finding your health And that's good, you should try to find your truth But I still wanna be the one in bed next to you With your head on my chest Lay your worries to rest You the best part of this movie And I'm blessed with a view But you're stressing to choose Between the old and the new Always searching for some answers In the rhythm and blues Looking for all the clues Never willing to lose All the pain from the past Is just killing the mood So I sing to the moon Leo season is soon You the type of woman I don't ever wanna just lose But what can I do? Feeling lost and confused I wanna make us work But working needs of both of us too We don't even speak no more We don't even speak no more We used to we don't talk even every day no We don't even speak no more She used to call We, don't we used to share no secrets we don't even speak All that Used to talk on the daily, even thought of having babies Now we strangers and you blocking and you blaming that I'm shady What's the issue? Did I hurt you? Thought we ended Understanding that we're moving on to better places And a friendship could still happen But you bitter melon, I'm I'm just kidding This is how I cope, making jokes, finding hope Out of the pain of the lows, lost a friend and a foe Don't even know why you be acting and doing the most Running into each other and you don't even say hello That's a blow to the soul, never knew your blood was Cold, but I slow down my pace Gotta give you grace I know you got your own process To work through all of the trauma That you hold it from the past And I'm just hoping that you find that inner peace Cause you a powerful part of the picture Of the people who made a positive impact on my life And I just try to let you go Even though you know all of my inner demons and pain But today I still say that I am grateful For the way we happen to cross paths And hopefully you live a life of happiness And even though we don't speak I still wish you the best I still wish you the best We don't even speak no more We don't even speak no more Oh As we don't speak And you know one of the highlights of listening Of um, the responses Is like when uh, Homie like texts me Bro bro, we don't even speak no more Or <laughs> when I think Aristotle came over And the first thing he says Bro we don't even speak no more <laughs> <laughs> so I like those little hooks um, You went in on that one Yeah I think the second verse That was more like in general Because it was like a conglomeration Of multiple X's mm. Where like Yeah there's one that There was one where I, I saw them at the uh, at an event And they said hi to my homie right next to me And they didn't say hi to me or not even And there are times where I say hi Like and then they're like like looking around and like avoiding cold. Uh, I was like, oh damn! All right, if that's you, like I'm not gonna push. And then there's others where like just the idea that 
you're talking every day how because i've had that multiple times like where you get so close that you're talking every day the depth the the length of the conversations on on either facetime or on on the messenger like essays and stuff or like just books full of cute shit and then it's gone just like that jump right like just the idea of connecting with someone so deeply and consistently and then it's zero right like like whoa that's a trip like i i still uh, and that's only happened with someone i've been romantic with all the other people i've been deep with like homies and stuff i still maintain like and and it's it's a trip when I think about that jump. It's that right? norms, man. Those uh, normalized norms, fam. Normalized norms of what? Of like cutting of off? Getting cut off, burning yeah. bridges. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I know for a fact that both parties in that relationship still feel those feelings like, oh, I missed that. I had something good there. But at the same time, like the negative stuff comes up. I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't really miss it. Oh, that's why we, you know, but at the same time, those experiences, those moments are still memories and they're valid. And there was love there. There was that energy exchange. There was yeah. those feelings. Um, could be sexual too. You know what I mean? Uh, the physical touch of that other person, that smell, you still miss them. Yeah. No yeah. one's going to say it, but you still feel it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And some, but sometimes when the bridges get burned, especially when it's like completely burned, like deliberately because yeah. of, uh, I don't know, infidelity or some uh, other, that shit's like, oh uh, yeah, I don't want to remember that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Or like even worse, you know, like see, there was there was um, a moment when. So there was one where I cheated, right? And then they cut off and I'm like respecting uh, whatever boundaries set by them, right? There was another <gasps> moment. I cheated. Oh, yeah, I, I, I cheated. Fucker. You want to you wanna go back to it again? No, man. One more time? No. <laughs> I feel bad for even doing it. But. No, it's, it's fine. Um, yeah, and that's a lesson learned because I know I'm not going to cheat again. Because, but because no, I the like next how time I could like joke around with you. <laughs> You're the only person that I could like mess around with and be like, "Oh my god, I can't believe you did that!" And like you <laughs> still take it hella lightly. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I was cheated on. Like afterwards, cheated on, cheated on, kind yeah, of. Um, on. and then I would say like. I wanted to actually still maintain friendship, yeah. but then I was like, but it was a cut off. I feel like too. you're the type of person to not want to burn bridges. Yes, I yeah. am. But unless they're, uh, no, nah, but you have your boundaries with people. Yes. Yeah. There are some yeah. boundaries. I have, I have like maybe two or three people where yeah. I'm like, oh, okay, nah, I'm not, but I'm not like, you're like this. that with some dudes too. Yes. Yeah, right. I have, uh, I have some, with some, but I never uh, talk shit about them. Yeah, of course. I've ne you ain't gonna hear yeah. me talk shit uh, even between us. Yeah. Right. I ain't uh, behind closed doors. What'd you say about Josh yesterday though? Uh, his his <laughs> his goatee is a one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you guys are talking so. shit about it, huh? <laughs> no, I'm just. Kidding. He got the fence. <laughs> <laughs> no. Nah, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, I'm the type where like I'm gonna say it to your face, and um, but in terms of relationships, ideally, I wish, I wish that 
uh, I could still maintain those uh, friendships. But that's my, a fine line, dude. What? What? Oh, but here, here's the thing. My uh, sister-in-law, she told me that it may be it's because I'm the one who broke it off with all of them. Mm. Um, the ones that didn't want to maintain uh, where it was more of a relationship. I'm the one who broke it off. And I, I was like, oh, I want to still maintain friendship. And they were all like, nope. And yeah. so I was like, maybe. So I, that's I, understandable. I, I can see that now. Yeah. But there was yeah. one where um, we weren't really a thing. We were just talking. But then they cut it off. And I still wanted to maintain a friendship, like talking, but it just kind of died on its own. There's no like stop communication. But they they did block me once and then unblocked me like that. I um, I think there is a I think there's an understanding with the burning bridges, you know, because hmm. like um, if you think about it for the other person, it depends on what happened to them. And I think from also my experience it's like the associated memories mm-hmm. that shit can trigger someone dude. Mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. and you know it's a little hard for them to kind of reconnect on that kind of level also like if you're not the person burning the bridge you're like i want to maintain that connection but if you're the person that did oh yeah hold on say you broke up with me yeah you burned the bridge I wouldn't want to be friends with you anymore because it's like, how, how do you, how do you want to be friends if you're the one that burned the bridge? But you know burning I mean? the Isn't bridge that? is different from a breakup, right? Burning the bridge is like, I never want to talk to you ever and fuck you, right? But, but can't you have a breakup where it's like, hey, we're not good for each other. But like, and I don't want to be in this romantic relationship, but I still want to maintain a friendship because you have become someone important to me. Yeah, but sometimes though the both parties may not be on the same page. Exactly. Of yeah. like, yeah. you know, like say this one person is fully into invested in this relationship, wanting to make it work wanting to try it out and you're like no nah, i kind of see down the road we're not gonna do it so let's end this now but them having those uh hopes um and expectations it's, it's just like, not it's good like, for them it's it's basically like yeah. killing their hopes yeah they're like yeah, oh yeah. man i thought we had something good yeah, yeah and then yeah. so that in itself is like oh i feel like you're gonna start burning the bridge yeah, yeah. you know what i mean and it's like we could have been really great friends but you weren't even willing to try. Mm. And I don't know, maybe I maybe one can say that person that you burned a bridge from could be like, you lost a friend. You know what I mean? Like, it's, it's totally not fair because I wanted to try for us, for our friendship, see where this could, you know, maybe, yeah. maybe if we let this go down the line, we could have not necessarily cut the bridge off like as abruptly and as uh, hurt fully i guess uh it could have been a lot more subtle who knows because you don't you know you know mm. not in the future this alternate universe mm. crap mm. but um that's just a perspective i guess it sounds like it's uh, also linked to like some sort of closure that you're seeking right mm. would you say I don't know. I think it's just maybe a part of it is my uh, I want to fix everything type of feeling. And so that you, is closure. No? I feel like you you approach things very much like an engineer. Really? Uh, where it's like you're very step by step approach to things. Mm. You know, 
and you're like, I feel like if we don't end this now, it's going to go bad or I don't, I, or it might go bad. And it's like, I think you're super logical about it. I'm pretty sure you've thought about this or the outcome of things multiple mm -hmm. times. And you're like, I don't see it. And then, but that other person still being emotional and vested into what it could be, uh, kind of gets their hopes shot down. You're mm -hmm. like, ah, oh. and so, then that's where like you're putting, you, you made a cut, then you put a, you know, put salt on it or something. At least these experiences I've learned to just accept, right? I've learned to separate what I want versus what they decide also, because I've accepted that other people may have different healing processes mm -hmm than me and for them it might be that cut off right and i've learned to accept all right even if that's not my process if it's healthy for them in the long run and they know that that works for them uh fuck it i'll accept it for what it is right i can't control that at least for from my perspective of that one situation i'm talking in general in general because yeah, yeah. there's uh, yeah. multiple things sure, yeah sure. i'm not trying to go specifics with one person like of that well, because because my perspective of your general is based off of that one scenario because yeah, 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 i yeah. feel like you and i haven't really unpacked and processed the other ones oh yeah you yeah, know yeah, what yeah, i mean yeah so my understanding is a little bit skewed mm. in, in this topic but yeah, I see where you're coming from. You know, it's it's like that uh, dynamic of um, like just cutting it off is disrespectful to that person in a way. Because, in a way. But cutting the hopes like that, and then it's just not good for me to be in that person's life. And understanding like afterwards, yeah. right? And understanding that, accepting that, and that's the reality. Sometimes I've I've learned sometimes in unhealthy relationships or. You might be the unhealthy one, and uh, I, 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 that's something that I've had to like think about. Like, oh shit, right? Even if I'm Mister, like, let me analyze and I want healthy relationships. Yeah, yeah. What if I'm the one who's yeah. causing some unhealthy triggers to the other person? So sure. learning to accept. All right, I'm blocked. I'm out. Let, let me from, not push from, from this process. I'll respect that though. Mm -hmm. I'll, I'll I'll say I've never crossed the boundary past like. You know those thirst motherfuckers going like, they block me, I'm going to email you. I'm going to fucking call you. I've never yeah. called. I've never no, I, I think done that. So I know how to put that. Like if, if there's a boundary, all right, that's I, I think postpartum. Postpartum. <laughs> <laughs> You've been really respectful and you process it well Ooh. in a way, you know. You, you, ha you respect other people's boundaries. Mm. My question is, from this process of creating this project, what were some of the unhealthy things that you learned that um, that you've uncovered about yourself and learned from in mm. in these interactions with people? Mm, a lot I got from this last summer. I un, in terms of unhealthy that I've you seen. You don't have to say it, but like I mean. Oh, just the lesson, just yeah, the lesson yeah, yeah. is like I've seen my codependency uh, inclinations, which leads into uh, unhealthy relationships. And if we're both codependent, oh, that's a fucking blow up where 
I uh, sometimes want affirmations and confirmation that you in this because I'm in this. You in this? Show me that you're in this, right? And that that how, puts, how is that different from your friendships with like us or something? Because I don't care if you. I know you'll. I don't know. I don't because uh, oh here no no I have the perfect one. All right, I do some things sometimes in uh, relationships or romantic even talking where like oh I'm gonna do this. Uh, I'm gonna send this cutesy shit because I want that cutesy shit in return. All right, that that's a process in my head. Yeah. Like that's kind of sometimes uh, subconscious where I just want. Mm, I'm gonna send. Are you searching this. for affirmation back? Yes, in that and when we're in that romantic vibe, like one time I sent this cute uh, rap thing, and then um, and then I wanted like, oh, that's cute. I was expecting that. Right, I was expecting like, oh, that she'll like it, yeah, and then yeah. she'll feel that romantic vibe more. Right, versus if I'm with homies, I'm just telling y'all what I feel. I don't care. I know y'all vibe with me. If you don't vibe with me, you'll just tell me. So, I don't. So I'm not. I don't. I'm not doing stuff to I, homies. I think you need to mimic that. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. That's, why that's I what I learned. That's why I learned. Yeah. Is, yeah. Is, uh, yeah, I was watching a YouTube video on some uh, some guy giving advice, and he said. He said that um, uh, in anything, give your 100% effort and uh, it doesn't matter about the result. Yep. Whether it's good or bad, it doesn't matter. So that's Just what I'm saying. I learned, I realized that this last summer of that unhealthy pattern because I like the affection, right? It's and so almost like selfish love. Yes, yes, exactly. Yeah. So yeah. I had to uh, acknowledge that. I yeah. was like, fuck, that's it because when I'm with my homies, even the homie I was with in the summer, like, dude, I was like, I love you, bro. Like that. And even with my family, yeah, even yeah. my sister who doesn't like my kisses sometimes, yeah, yeah. She, oh. like I'm like, love you. Wah, wah, wah. Yeah. Right? I kiss her all the time and that that love that I have for family and for friends yeah, yeah. that's just give, give, or sometimes if I don't want to yeah. give it, I'm like, oh, whatever. Like, it's just what I'm yeah. feeling, right? Rather, and then it's not like in this game, like, all right, I'm gonna fucking give that so that I'm gonna um, get this back, yeah, I'm gonna get that back. Right. But yeah. yeah, but it's weird because I'm not sitting like that, sitting there thinking uh, about thinking the result. about the result when <laughs> yeah. I'm like trying to be flirty yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But when I it's kind of like dissect it, yeah. yeah, I think it's like the subconscious thing where like I'm trying to it becomes transactional, mm. right? And then I have expectations, and then I get really disappointed. If I don't get that if thing, it's misread or, if or don't it, get it, yeah, if yeah, yeah. they don't find yeah. it that cute and stuff, and um, that comes across. Let's unpack that though. Where does that come from? <laughs> uh, I think it's. Um, I feel like this. That's a good like. That's a good question to kind of explore because maybe other people might be uh, in that position. Yeah, I've been a victim of. Uh, expecting too high and then getting shattered down so hard the expectations mm. based off what you give and expecting something in return i'm just saying that's been a like, relatable thing i think it's a mix of first the media right you have the inculcation of give flowers give uh, these monetary things these but the expectation media. of getting something back from your giving where does that come from? That's what I'm saying. Because yeah. you, you, they, some movies construct the storyline in that way where there's a sacrifice, where there's a uh, giving of this and that, flowers, even marketing, bro. A lot of that is give and then you'll get 
something back, right? Um, and the classic flowers or uh, poems or do something and they'll like you back, mm. right? Um, that's been like the norm. If I'm trying to think, because I'm trying like to... What go, movies th- like what movies? Do you think it's movies. rooted in a patriarchy? I think so too. Good. I think so too. Uh, the idea of I'll provide and you love me, but then that provision has now different markers such as is it? I mean, I feel or, like maybe it stems from ego also, like a sense of like focus on self. You know what I mean? But why don't I have that with family or friends? It, it's because because of your your perspective, not yours, but of a perspective with like, because it's like if you're in a relationship. I remember you like used to strive for being in a relationship, right? Did I? That was your main goal. <laughs> you ta- your that? grandma said that she's like, stop focusing on getting relationships, focus yeah. on yourself, then the relationship will yeah, come. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I remember you and I unpacked this for so long, and maybe it's like, oh, if I'm in this relationship, it's more of like a saying to yourself. It's like an achievement. Mm. You know what I mean? And so that but that doesn't answer the transactional part. No, but I'm saying it's more so like a sense of ego. You know what I mean? When I'm doing this, I feel like I'm achieving something back to myself. Mm. You know, you this, know what I mean? This mm. also ties to like the advices from your grandma. Mm-hmm. I've noticed it all sounds similar. It's just all in different words. Mm. So she's been trying to get that in your head, <laughs> but it's just kind of hard. <laughs> Maybe. But that's one reason why I enjoyed making this album yeah. with the advice yeah. because I've listened to this again and again and again over and over to sound egotistic to listen to yeah. your own music yeah. but the reason also like I have those little snippets of my Lola yeah. like constantly in my head and right? I don't I don't mean to say like you're egotistic but I'm just saying maybe that tendency comes from a sense of like you know ego egoism mm. egotistical tendencies where because I, I feel like maybe when you're with friends or family, the ego disappears because you don't feel like it's an achievement to be with your friends. You're just chilling. You know what I mean? But like from your per, from your previous perspective of like being in a relationship, that's mm. your that was your goal. Mm. So when you're like investing into your goal, you're feeling accomplished, a sense of accomplishment for yourself. You know what I mean? Okay. That's just my breakdown. I got, could be I got totally another wrong. theory too. I got sure. another theory. Okay, sure. we're gonna get into the weeds of fucking vice and shit too. I, I uh, two levels. Uh-huh. First, maybe it, because it's not. I, I would agree with that a little yeah. bit if it was also apparent in my friendships or family. Like if I if I've normalized. But your friendships transactional. No, of course I have goals mm, to have friends. That's a actually. Yeah, have you ever you never made sought like, out like like he was saying earlier? Remember, he was saying, "Yeah, my goal is to get in a relationship." Was that the same for friendships? You never had. You've a, just you, let it organically. You, yes, like, like, do I have bro. goals to like to have friends? And I know, social? but it is not not to the level of priority where you put women. Yeah, you, your relationships, yeah. your your relationships with women was was like yes. you wrote that I'm gonna have a relationship with yeah, this girl yeah, I'm gonna have yeah. this girlfriend so I, I I think in your mind maybe just just I'm just shooting shit is that this relationship with this girl was like an achievement the epitome achievement. Epitome, yeah, yeah, yeah. Epitome so I'm doing everything to like, like 
to you're get setting it. it a high it, expectation. It's more like for your mm. ego. It's mm. because of the goals yes. and your friendships with us, with your family. That's normal. That's yeah. You're not even worrying jo- about that. That's what Josh was saying earlier. Is like maybe if you switch that approach to like kind of like letting it flow a little bit more, where it's like natural, where it's not ego based. It's not an achievement to have that relationship. Maybe you'll enjoy yourself a little bit more. You know I think I think you're right. I think because didn't we have a talk? Maybe I don't know if it was just one on one or something. But I remember telling you that I attached a lot of confidence to me being with someone attractive. Yeah, I, even right? even in our discussion about like your relationship, you have qualifications. You've qualified what uh, a relationship with women with uh, with someone else would be. Remember. At, at the bachelor weekend like what is considered a relationship no not or considered what you but want like in you a qualified what you want in a relationship what you want is that this bad week. no <laughs> I'm saying I, uh, it was that epitome it was that goal and you uh, quantified it and qualified it so much where it's just like this girl she's about to be this tall she's about to give me this and I'm gonna feel that and like you know when you have a goal you put yourself in that goal and you're it's very self based when you have a goal I feel you know, it's for your ego mm-hmm, mm-hmm. sometimes, unless it's like, you know, you want to build a church, but at the same time, I'm that, I'm that builder. It's that legacy. I think so. Yeah. Because like the connected to the ego that I'm attached to the outcome because I want to make it work. Mm. There you go. Right. I'm attached to the, it's attachment to the outcome. Mm-hmm. And so I'm, uh, instead of like, yes, I'm doing things like, cause I want to authentically, but it's there, there's a higher degree of attachment to the outcome yeah. rather than enjoying the process. Or, or right? also like being in service to that person. Mm. And maybe that's why they don't want to see you. Or like keep that relationship with you mm. is because you cut it off and you were so in control and it was like centered on you as opposed to like being centered on them and catering to them and like what they wanted. You know what I mean? Hmm. Maybe. I'm just shooting shit. I don't know. Man. Maybe. I don't like, know. Yeah. It could be. It sounds like uh, on the on the same lines of like what I've said of uh, attaching a lot of uh, self worth. To being in a relationship, especially if who I'm in a relationship with, at least for the most part before, was mainly based on attractiveness, mm-hmm. right? If, if I'm with someone attractive, that's connected to my idea of being a man, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And uh, like that. And it's a sense, I think it's like, we'll, back to the ego thing, it's like the control aspect. Remember, like, how you were laughing? You and I share this, like, thing about control. You like to be in control. You like to be in direction. Uh, you like to control the, the conversation. Um, and I feel like maybe that's what... I'm not I'm not saying, like, maybe if I was in a relationship with you, that's how you would be like. You're like, oh, we got, <laughs> right, let's do this have, today. Let's do this Friendship today, you know? relationship? No, I know. But I'm saying, I'm saying with a woman, if I was... I'm just putting myself in a shoes. Like maybe if you were in a relationship with a girl, you'd want to be in control the whole time. Is that true? Hmm. Maybe. <laughs> maybe if I'm if I'm gonna be honest, but uh, maybe. 
but I'm trying to be like I'd guide it and yeah, yeah. I feel yeah. maybe some related to some patriarchal shit yeah I think my sister would agree right that I'm a little bit in charge when no because I'm very also uh, let's talk about it okay like that if I'm being honest yeah. and one on one I don't know if my exes but will that, agree but, but <laughs> even you saying let's talk about it is still you leading the conversation yeah but, but I'm I still know, trying get to it. get like, like consensus I want your yeah. perspective yeah. Right, right? Right, right I want your perspective if, if it's not if there's no guidance that shit fucking goes sure, everywhere right, right? right I want some like some structure to this communication right and then but uh, I'll be honest I don't think that I'm dictatorial. Like, no. this is how it's supposed to go, mm -hmm. right? I'm very... Bitch, I couldn't even break up on my own. I had to have fucking friends <laughs> to fucking facilitate a breakup for me, bro. I couldn't even fucking say, no, I'm fucking done. Because I, I have a little caretaking, too. Of course. So I, I wouldn't say that I'm like... The, like the leader in a relationship yeah but that, there's but there's, that sense of wanting to have control is still there yes yes and i'm not i didn't say you were participate yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah yeah so yeah. i mean like i would say it's is i would say but i don't know what other people would say right <laughs> i'm not gonna speak for them <laughs> i would say that i i strive to have as much of a healthy balance as possible i want to have uh go. it'd be hella funny to just like watch Reaction to Mahalo uh, from uh, from your uh, previous relationship. I have a feeling one of my previous relationships would be down to have a podcast and talk about. Oh really? Yeah, one of them would be down. Um, I want to know about the. <laughs> that would, that would be interesting. I think that would be good. I remember one other podcast. Somebody had their ex from way back. Like, come on and be be honest about what was wrong what you didn't do and stuff like that i was like Whoo. i feel like that could be like triggering yeah what's the dialogue but i mean maybe y'all are in different spaces yeah, in life where it's sure. not you i don't know, know. Yeah. Who knows? it could be i mean i could just fucking listen but <laughs> with fucking fuck a thousand eyes yo how that. did we get <laughs> we're talking about transactional transactional yeah like because i had the expectations yeah. like why yeah. do i have expectations or why am i attached to the outcome why do i want to make it work so badly right and then that taints the communication because i remember that one time where i tried to do that a little bit more because because there was a moment where i was a little something was a little rocky we had instead of me being fully honest about how i felt about a certain topic i kind of caretake care took a little bit and then caretaked yeah caretake <laughs> i was caretaken um and then tried to do care something tooken. something like sweet-ish to kind of mold the thing to make eh, make them feel a little bit better and then girls have a fucking eighth ninth sense of that shit and then they're like nope and that's when they cut it off and so i think they can see through that Right and uh, that once I reflected on that, I was like, "Oh shit! Why the fuck?" I, I think I did that because I was I was trying to get a certain response, and this that's is, when I realized. I'm like listening to you, and I'm just thinking like, "Yo, it sounds kind of fun experiencing all of this as like lessons." But at the same time, like, nah, I got my own lessons to take care of. I don't like, know my okay. The pattern app 
the oh. pattern uh it's another one where you put your date of birth your title look up all your signs but it doesn't give your signs mm-hmm. but gives you patterns of how you communicate and stuff and one of it was like you have a lot of lessons to learn from through relationships i was like oh my god and it sounds like it i've personally gotten a lot of life lessons communication wise and self-reflective um through relationships Mm. that i've had both romantic and with friends how do you hack the system how do you hack the system i mean your your relationships with would you say your relationships with women need more work Yes, I think. Would you say your is, relationships with other people would need more work? Uh, yeah, I think okay, everybody. Okay. I think right. I can improve. I was all gonna the say, time. yeah, you're right, you're right. Yeah, I'm not gonna say I'm fucking perfect already. I fucking no, it's not that. You said I'm, I'm fucking saying. jealous last night, so maybe I am, right? <laughs> like, Damn! <laughs> I thought you said you didn't care. <laughs> um, I don't care. I don't care. I'm not jealous. <laughs> no, see, still but I take, it. I take, I take, is the one still holding still it? Holding it. <laughs> and I, I, I don't forget things yeah. uh, when it comes to relationships. I forget things, a lot of like events and stuff like that. But when it comes to interactions, I kind of hold that. Mm-hmm. So there are certain, that's why we were talking about when there's certain people that I don't have the right vibe with, like, I'll, I'll take, hold that. You take real note yeah. of it. I yeah. notice it and I file it away. I don't add more malice to it, mm-hmm. but I file it away, right? Forgive, but don't forget. That's, that's something that I remember. I was like, oh, that's, that's, good. that's good. That's opposite of what the Bible said, but you take half of it, right? Forgive. Let that shit, like. What's the Bible say? Forgive and forget. Is that what they say? Doesn't oh, the you Bible said forgive, say? but don't forget. Yeah, forgive, but don't forget, gotcha. right? Mm-hmm. It's the, you get trampled on mm-hmm. if you allow yourself right. to forget, yeah. right? But if you forgive, it's not on your shoulder anymore, but you file it away in your little bookshelf. Mm-hmm. File it away in a little table in your CRM, right? Just to make sure that it's there. Um, and it's, I have a lot to learn still. Right, and this but is a process. Do. We, we all, all do. do. That's why we we're do. talking about it. Yeah, that's why I like. God damn, this went into a fucking deep ass analysis of my fucking like perspective on relationships with women. I mean, I guess that's the whole album. I mean, that's the whole album. Yeah, and that's why yeah. you're here. I mean, that's why we're here talking. You know, you one of the it, greatest you know? compliments that I got was from the homie Aristo, and he told me he said it in some smarter way. But he was like, dude. The album, because of me as a brown dude talking to all of this heart love shit, right, somewhat subverts norms of masculinity of within the Filipino yeah. uh, community. I was like, oh shit, thank you. Especially coming from fucking deep ass thinker, yeah. Aristotle, and yeah. then him listening to it and all that. I was like, okay, okay, that's, I'm grateful that that's there, right? Uh, and uh, I think, yeah, I definitely have some of that perspective and that desire because I have a lot of fuck-ups in fucking female shit, right? Um, and, uh, but at the same time, I have my beautiful Lola, right? So I wanted uh, people to see, relate to music, but also uh, 
see my Lola and hopefully the real desire too is that it reminds them to talk to their Lolas Lolos to spend time with them and like to record more so uh, before time passes right like for our ancestors and all so yeah that was I'm, that's one thing I'm grateful for in terms of the album and all. we got a few more fire y'all still got you got fire the energy for the last yeah, ones yeah. This one, I'm gonna actually pee when I play this one, but it's called Bakit Minahal. Shout out to Mr. Ray. Mr. Ray got another fire track. This one started out as just an instrumental that he gave me, and then I started writing to it, and then he did a full on breakdown with stems and everything added on. Mr. Ray, I gotta say, in terms of a, a musician that allows you to blossom on his music without like, direction he won't like tell you what to do he'll let you go on stage he sets a stage with his music lets you try stuff he, he's then a he'll Yoda, add man. settings he'll add additional stuff that makes you like what the fuck spam the ending of this you have to listen to the ending keys on this track just like I love listening to that part and it frames with uh, the the sample of my Lola in the end too but that's all because of Mr. Ray Bay Area legend There's no use staying if you're unhappy mm. Ang puso ko medyo nawawalang gana Hinahanap ko lang ang pag-ibig Sana makita ko rin Ano ba talaga kailangan kong gawin Para makita ko ang hinahanap ko Ba't ganito parang mahirap ang pagmamahal Saan ba pwede mag-aral? Sino magtuturo sa akin? Sanang guro ba't parang wala rin? Nakakapagod, gusto ko kumain Magpahinga, ano mangyayari sa akin? Ito ba buhay ko? Sino magiging bagong kasama ko? Sa kama ko, gusto ko marami Pero iniisip ko pa rin siya Ba't ganyan? Ba't hindi makalimutan? Ano kahulugan? Hindi nawala sa isip, sa puso Panaginip, puro siya Ba't ganyan? Ba't ganyan? Bakit kita nakita? Bakit kita minahal? Why did I ever see ya? Why did I give you my love? Bakit kita nakita? Bakit kita minahal? Why did I ever see ya? Why did I give you my love? See now is when rational thinking comes in Seems like you're moving on I see you drinking gin I see you posting pics looking all slick with your big grin That ain't my business I'm sitting and wishing that I could move as fast as you You on the flash tip I'm on the slow side I'm independent while you're getting all the cosigns Oh my, my bad Don't mind the sadness in these verses It's just a method that I preach Cause if I give advice Better live it out in my own life This is their for the soul It's scaring me But I know I gotta let you go But there's a whole load of people Wanting to be next to ya I've seen the messages you sent ya So 
Those keys, Mr. Ray Keys. Did you have the keys in there before you did the... No, that was... uh, We had a uh, recording session afterwards when I had the whole track already. I laid it out, uh, gave you little samples. I didn't have the final uh, vocals recorded yet, but he he heard the outro and then he added that um, for the ending ending, like just do-do-do-do. And that, that sets the mood... Um, perfectly, I think, in my opinion, like magic. Uh, uh, for this, for this album too, uh, a lot more intentional collaboration with other producers, and there's magic when the when the vibe is right between folks, and and even just the power of internet, man. The uh, the next next song, I just got it, and Isankai Bigan just online sent it over, to- talked, emailed, gave sample of like this is a similar vibe, and then just worked when you uh, but it, it was also a dude that I had 30k entertainment with and we worked with in the past so two of the other producers on the album Drip Gold and Z God are all from 30k entertainment back in the day so that was Bakit uh, Minahal wrote that after the, one of the breakups um, and then it was a coping mechanism it was really helpful to was this a journal entry? Uh, who did it start? Actually, it was just like a uh, uh, writing session, mm-hmm. like a, a rap writing session. And then I wrote the first one, and then another one, another session, and then it just I just joined them together because those were the feelings that I had um, through in that moment, right? Like of um, why did I meet you? Like, uh, but it's also throwback to J- uh, Jessa uh, Zaragoza song, which says "Bakit pa, bakit kita minaha, ba, bakit pa nakita, bakit kita minaha," or something like that. Um, Isn't that what you're saying? No, no, no. What's the song? 
Parang di ko yata kaya Pag sa buhay ko ay wala ka Ahanhin ang pag-ibig Kung puso ay nag-iisa Sino ang aking tatawagin Sino ang aking hahanapin Kung uh, uh, Bakit ka pa nakita Bakit pa nakilala Kung ang puso ko ay iiwan mo lang At sasaktahan So it's not the minaha But it's bakit pa kita nakita Classic right? song So it's That's still the- Old ass, song, old ass dude. song, but that's classic, a good man. ass song. <laughs> it's a good ass song. God damn. That I sing just while walking sometimes, man. Just like in the vibes, like, man. And then that's where I got um, the inspiration for this one, um, for that little hook. And I love being able to throw Tagalog in there and work on my Tagalog um, just to put that emotion out there, right? And, and really, honestly, so I feel. So, Bakit, why? Bucketwhy.com. <laughs> there's, I feel another part of me comes out in Filipino. Like there's another, you know, code switching and different culture personalities come out. Another lover boy part of me comes out in Filipino. So, okay. Almost there. Bakit Minahal. Um, I don't think I have any other story there. Uh, they actually, so I wrote this. I mean, did you find your answer though? Just to learn lessons, you know? And to love, right? I think I learned my uh, that. Yeah, you might. Bakit kita minahal? Why did I ever see you? You learn even through the heartbreak or the struggles in there. Um, funny story, like the person I wrote this for didn't understand Tagalog and they had their mama translate the, the, the verse because I just posted it up online with no explanation, no translation. This and was the summer? Uh, this was uh, someone who didn't understand the Filipino. No, but this huh. is what last summer. Huh? Was this last summer? I'm not gonna give any more information. I uh, vow to remain silent. <laughs> I plead the fifth. I plead the fifth. <laughs> and then wow. yeah, they had to translate. I was like, okay, okay, cool. Um, How was that process? Like, did they tell you like <laughs> that? Mom? What did their? I forgot what their mom was said. But yeah, they just asked uh, them to translate. And they're like, oh, <laughs> like that. Um, and then, yeah, there have been some points. Like, I think for the other song, they ended up knowing that that's them. Like, oh, that line is definitely about you. Like that for the, the end song. Like that. <laughs> you ever, like, send them the album? Hey, thank you for all these lessons. <laughs> only one person. Only one person. <laughs> you really did? Yeah, the, the, the oh, Isang yeah. Kaibigan oh, one. I was like, hey, look, I released this album. Um, but remember this song? Was that last last summer? No, that was last last summer. Yeah, oh, for that geez. one, like, cause I sa- I sang that song to her, like, mm-hmm. um, and uh-huh, uh-huh, um, next topic. So <laughs> yeah, and then I just said it, like, yo, thank you for you know the the being vibes, a friend, being mm. a friend, stuff like that, and um, just so you know, this was also for my Lola. This is like, and we shared over that, and you know, things, lessons learned, and stuff. I I really appreciate those little things because that homegirl, she ended up telling me like years later, like, um, th- she said, I love the message. She was like, thank you for helping me accept my own skin like that because she's darker I remember, skin. I remember the lessons. Right? That, yeah, yeah. And then and then because I I I go in on like darker skin acceptance and stuff like that Mo, uh, the magandang moren x hashtag and stuff like that and then she was honestly yo even if we didn't work out at least that was a takeaway for her 
Yeah. Um, so things like that. I'm grateful for those little exchanges. Right? Lessonships. Lesson shifts. Hey, I'm gonna. That's a song. Lesson shifts. I'm a. I'm a. I'm a write a song about that. I'm a. Yeah, I attribute you the the creator. All right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, last three songs. We're getting there. Um, Little Brown Love. This one is also an older song. Very simple chord progression. I wrote it on the ukulele. Wrote it in 2015 when I was kind of lightweight crushing on this girl. Uh, then I was kind of weird. And then I kind of told them, yo, I'm into you and stuff like that. But they also they already had something with someone else, I think, if I remember. And they were like, you know, let's not um, go into this more like that. Um, and then, but it was my vibe. And then, but then the second verse is like more reflective on me. Why am I chasing women all the time? And like, what what does that like? Because uh, it goes, little brown, little first is little brown lady and little brown boy. I think is the second verse. But let's see, let's see. And then I think there's a, I think there's a fun little rap in here. It is a long song though, it's like five minutes. The chorus is long, but I like this chorus. Little brown lady with a pretty mind and a smile that says hello. She's willing to share all her silent designs for a world that needs more hope. like a song The beauty is the sound of a laugh that sings along But this ain't a love song that paints a perfect picture Cause that would just be a lie Cause life has its own colors that sometimes stain the soul
In the end, actually, you can hear uh, my Lola kind of verbally not as uh, smooth as the other ones because I was actually more of a recent clip uh, when she was like did you do that on purpose mm, where like the clips that were in the, oh, no, actually, of the album were more no but did it happen that way it happened that oh, way yeah tight. that's tight it happened that way um with the yeah with that last one um because i i vividly remember we, i think we were in the hospital for that one um but she yeah and I was like, oh, it it's fucking perfect with, the, with that advice for this song. <laughs> don't what, rush. What did she say? It's like, there's no need to rush. She said, don't rush. Like, I was like, how about you? You have your girlfriend again? And I was like, no. And she like, that's fine. That's good. No, no rush. Don't need to rush. 
And then I'm like, oh, that fit perfect with the song. The song actually, like, uh, yeah, it was written in 2015, but the verse was written this year. So that verse, like, jumped on. We were laughing in the middle because uh, yeah, the, of the line, you're a sweet little mango and I want the seed. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and I was like, showing. I was laughing at the Russian part, dude. Oh, yeah, the Russian part? Oh. <laughs> 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 I thought you laughed because I did the seed uh, little hand sign or whatever. Still um, funny, though. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I could, I just Christian said, um, I thought you were laughing at me. Yeah, when you realize you're not as funny as you thought. <laughs> Shit. All right, let's move on. I've learned to put my ego aside for humor <laughs> especially with friends <laughs> yes exactly but i appreciate the friends who let me practice mm. <laughs> y'all it's cool i use y'all as my bad and i have to do eye rolls anyway <laughs> I know. it's good for your eyes but yeah i think the i intentionally this was like a more reflective one because in the second verse it was like little brown brother looking for love running all through the night right like all my party days like 2011 2012 that's why i agreed with you that like there's some on some ego thing like that that uh goal to be in a relationship or at least just sleep with women was connected with my ego of how i want to be perceived yeah perceived yeah. yeah where it's like um, and but the pain is still inside, right? Is what I said because there's that uh, insecurity or not feeling whole, but and I'm trying to fill it up um, with other holes. <laughs> Corny joke. Um, I got but, it. Yeah, somebody else said that. That's not my dirty ass joke. Just FYI, I just I had to say it. I have this impulse to say shit that's in my head sometimes. Um, uh huh. He said, "Feel whole, feel whole." <laughs> anyway. Yeah, that was a bad joke, and it's not mine, so don't cancel me. Um, the the but the idea of like trying to search right for some someone to fulfill, um, but it's not you can it's not transactional like that. Okay, um, the second to last song. Uh, it has an interlude where my Lola is talking about like the Philippines, and I th- I wrote this song. It was a- it's actually the chords to a John Legend song, I think Save Room. Uh, but then um, I started writing it because the go the beginning goes about with my darkness, my shadows. I think I think I was running through issues of my vice and addictions, uh, and, and then I wanted to write a song of like, oh fuck, I need something to hold me down, um, instead of like having my brain all run off and me doing fuckboy shit again, right? And so it started with my vice, my downside, something like that about vices you'll hear there, and then it kind of shifts into like actual darkness of brown skin of like like all right i have much more important things to do than this bullshit and self um than self yeah, right self-self. and so um that's the transition but what my lola says uh in one of our uh i think from this from this interview because i did an oral history project the one on my wall it's a poster from an oral history interview i asked her about the philippines and everything and this is where the snippet comes from and into the next because song. some filipinos when they are in in america they forget they're filipinos that's not right don't forget where you came from who you are never forget that you are filipino even if you already rich in America, you should help those poor people in the Philippines.
My darkness, my shadows, my vices, oh, they've come to haunt me. My downsides, my mistakes, the bad things I've done, oh, they've come to haunt me. But no, I won't let them bring me down. I've got too many things to do for my people right now Oh no, I won't let them bring me down I'm standing with my shoulders back Beautiful and brown Brown, brown There's beauty in this world within the dark and the brown They gossip They whisper, they talk behind my back, but I just sit and listen. They turn around, they greet me, smiling to my face, but I just sit and listen. No, I won't let them bring me down. I've got too many things to do for my people right now Oh no, I won't let them bring me down I'm standing with my shoulders back Beautiful and brown Brown, brown There's beauty in this world within the dark and the brown Turn off the TV and just turn off the movies All of these people on the screen know they don't look like me They be pushing all these standards of beauty Try to throw some shade but my skin is blooming And no, I won't let them bring us down We've got too many things to do for our people right now Oh no, I won't let them bring us down We're standing with our shoulders back Beautiful and brown Brown, brown There's beauty in this world within the dark and the brown Brown, brown There's beauty in this world within the dark and the brown That was my darkness, my darkness, my brownness. It went from internal, interpersonal, then societal, bruh. Word up. Um, uh, I laughed at the the second verse. Like that's when I realized I I used to hide myself a lot and like be like Loki. Let me not cause any trouble. But then even if you do that, sometimes people will talk yeah, shit. Regardless, yo. regardless. So mm. why not just? And then I was like, preach. And then people. Smile at me Like there, There's maybe like Two people That, that this is 
to off the top of my head, right? And they were still in a group chat and one of them and then like they like some other people, right? And then like and then when they see me they're hi and smile like that, but then they they did a lot of talking behind my back and never once like said something to me. And I was like, this is not good. And it was in the community. It was like among woke people right and that's what i don't like i appreciate people who that's that shit i don't, don't like. like uh i appreciate people like I, I i'm actually down with the woke people who are kind of maybe cancel culture but will tell you to your face and will work it out through with you like i was like okay let's go let's see where this goes and then oh maybe you're correct right and i'm down with that i just don't like the woke ones who don't say shit to you but we'll say it to everyone else. Mm-hmm. I'm like, what's that? I ain't even woke. I ain't even <laughs> woke. I ain't even an activist. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, but learning to like, all right, that's the reality. Let me just focus on other stuff, right? But but the, the, even if I say I focus on that stuff, it's still there, you know? Yeah. I still have it in my thinking. and It's something I He hasn't forgotten, but he forgived you. Yeah, I've forgiven. I've forgiven. And I've I said never, that he forgave you. Bro. Yeah, I've, ne- you, I've never mentioned their name to yeah. anyone in our, not even in me. Our, <laughs> in our, yeah, in our social group. Like, yeah. even you not being in our social group for that other one. Yeah, yeah. I've never I'm mentioned. I'm almost like, who is this? No, you would not yeah, know who this person is, right? And we, we overlap in some social groups. Like, I've never mentioned their name because I, I, I view Respect. that as something like, all right, I'll talk about the situation. Respect. But I'm not going to. You discern if it's a you. <laughs> um, and then if you think it's you, it's probably you. Yung matamaan ng bato, some shit like that. Um, the one that just bit their tongue, yeah, that's you. Yeah. Oh shit. I'm still sending love, right? Because love is sometimes a good choke, right? Because if you think of jujitsu, I fucking want to show you your weakness so you improve. Mm. Ah, right. That's real love. Pointing out the holes in your game so you improve. Mm. Think about that. Come on, come on, woke shit. All what right. Was your purple belt? Is that yeah. purple belt? <laughs> okay. Don't test me in gi though, cause mm. I'm sucky. <laughs> uh, burn. So the last song on this album, on this journey. Thank y'all for riding along with me. Sanders. Is, Huh? Oh, burn. feel the burn. <laughs> this actually you got is featured in here. <laughs> Damn. Shit, Jesus. And he said, and he's saying, Medicare for all. <laughs> Yo, bro, huh. was that just some ageism shit? <laughs> Come oh, on, that's his voice. Medicare. <laughs> it is a, a, I don't know. I'm, I'm not good at. I'm not good I'm at. Playing, uh, I'm playing. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm trying to be like three woke. Three woke. <clears throat> here, three woke. Um, this last one, um, okay, boomer was, <laughs> dude. How do you know if you're not on social media? You, I got shit? that from you. Oh, man. Really? oh shit. Okay. <laughs> um, this last one, uh, uh, I actually wrote uh, because when I first started learning guitar, when I was at, in a guitar class, um, and the I actually liked it. Like, I I grew up on a lot of Elvis and Frank Sinatra things like that. But recently learned Elvis stole a lot of songs too and stuff like that. And basically stole it from uh, the blues, um, black culture, right. um, black music. 
Um, so I have to study more of the roots of those music. But I like that old style of um, music. Um, and then the last verse was definitely specifically for this album about my Lola. And it closed it out. Um, and actually a funny little weird story also is that I wrote this song. And I actually like the song a lot. I like singing it and stuff. Mm-hmm. But I was dating someone who like didn't like it and then i actually said that's kind of weird song that's like way it's written and stuff like that at least she Um, was honest she was honest but then and uh i actually explained it to another uh person is like the there's a like to burn it down to like ah, i'll talk about it after (laughs) here's burn let's listen Preach. Mama. Preach, mama. Yeah. My mama, she told me I gotta be a good boy or else the devil's gonna take me away the day that I die. But I've got a plan. When that day comes to pass Oh, I'ma run away And he can catch me if he can But I'm fast That I'm made for the heat The flame ain't gonna burn me So I jump right in I don't care about being 
I love you. Okay. I love you. I too. love you so much. Mwah, mwah. I love you so much too. Okay, Jakob. 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 Mwah. Kiss. Jakob. Kiss. Yan yung tawag ko. Jakob. Kiss ni Christian. Jakob. And kiss. Mwah. Babawi ko na lang pag makikita ko kayo sa personal. Okay. Okay, here's Love Nanay. You. Love you. Here's Nanay. Mwah, mwah. And that's Mahalola, fam. Yo. Thanks for rocking with it. I was literally crying when I wrote that last verse. Like, I'm here on my computer. Just imagine me. Nothing really matters. <laughs> God. I'm practicing it. I have fucking tears running down my uh, fucking face. Okay, sexy. Go to the side over here. Sexy, my doggo. She's on the side. Hey, sexy. Hey, you ever do a Sh- podcast with sexy, bro? Sometimes. You should yeah. do it. She's like, arr, arr, arr. <laughs> hey, sh- oh, yeah, over here to the side. That would be hella funny. Like, just like a spoof podcast with sexy. Like, hey, she's like sitting here on top of, like, with the mic interface. Uh, Joe Rogan had a picture of uh, his doggo in the oh. in the uh, in Man, the seat. I, I thought I was clever. Bro. Yeah, and then uh, they were like, "Have you heard of chemtrails?" And some other shit, <laughs> like conspiracy theory stuff um, with their dog. I like how people make those uh, memes, or just like fake Joe Rogan podcasts, like oh, yeah. Joe Rogan podcast with himself. And oh, really? I haven't seen that. Those are hell Anyways, crazy. song. I, th- I I I really like the direction of it. I saw it when you when you started talking about Elvis, the country, yeah. gr- like I don't know, I I don't know my music that much, I guess, in terms of like other genres, but the grunge, like yeah, funny country rock is it? I don't know. I actually don't what, really know. What is that? It well, the the chords is actually a throw homage to um, Black Keys mm-hmm. and their Lonely Boy song. Um, and then I initially built the instrumental for that song, actually. And then I found it years later. I was like, oh, shit. And then it fits there. And then that's actually fun. It's a ukulele that's just run through a bunch of amps. And so instead of the, like, little islandy ukulele, it comes out grungy like that. So it's fucking cool for that production. Um, and, yeah, that, that, that's, like... Excuse me, that style. Uh, that's the only song there that has that kind of style in it. Kind of embodied, like, kind of just the idea of burning it all down. Like, I think it was a good ending because that's so on some level, man. There was a part of me that was like, fuck everybody else now that my Lola is gone. Yeah. yeah. Like, there was a part it's of the, me. It's the, what is it? The stages of grief. Yeah. Right? And I, I got to admit, it's a little bad. And I'm so processing of where. She was kind of the reason why the family would come together yeah, at yeah. times, mm-hmm. right? Um, for whether Christmas and things like that. And while I still have good relationships with family, it's not like 
like there's no real like oh, I'll see you when I see you it's more like that versus which I don't think is the healthiest I shouldn't approach it that way but there was a part of me that when Lola passed I was like fuck it I don't care about whatever maintaining relationships because that's the only w- one I care for and I gotta <sighs> check that I'll admit I gotta that check that hit me hard man yeah because I think last year when uh, I lost two people I was like fuck everything fuck everyone yeah i was i was on that vibe where i felt like i didn't invest back into certain relationship with people and even activities where i was just like nothing even matters dude like i i, I definitely like vibe off of that with you um i can understand that feeling i feel like i'm still there or um i'm at a point where I'm dealing with those repercussions where I didn't invest in specific relationships and certain things um, for that, I don't know, maybe year, year and a half, almost two years because of me dealing with grief. And I'm just kind of left with like people that matter. But at the same time, the people that I, the relationships that I lacked in, that I lacked to invest back in, um, I'm not saying that they didn't matter. Mm-hmm. It's just a, a result of of my grief, grieving, you know what I mean? And now, like I said, I'm, I'm dealing with those repercussions of just like, oh, I feel like I wish I was closer with this person or that person. Mm-hmm. Or, but at the same mm-hmm. time, I'm just, I'm still kind of on that vibe where like, meh, like, did they check in with me? Or like, you know what I mean? Like, like whose responsibility? Yeah, whose it? responsibility is that, you know? Yeah, so thing uh, death, especially of your close ones, puts a lot of things in perspective, and I think um, that's necessary. You know, it's like a, it's a, it's a cage rattler. It rattles your cage a little bit to like make you make you realize what your situation is. You're like, uh, oh shit, like I'm. I'm I'm reverting back to the essentials right now of what actually matters, mm. you know. But yeah, I guess it's a it's 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 from grief too. Yeah. Mm. Mm. It's a process, uh, and I uh, sometimes, bro. Like there are some times where it just hits me. I think there was yeah. one time where yeah. it's like, whoa, what the fuck? I just felt sad and I was crying just because of memory. I think one time I was driving. I was like, oh fuck driving but i'm crying and then the other time i just fucking cry in the kitchen where it just hits me even if i i'm not like sad, have you sad, had you know? your anxiety attacks since your uh, past i feel like i feel like you haven't uh yeah i don't think i have there's one there was a moment where it was like weird mental energy coming back to the u.s but that was after like the month that I was there, I think yeah. it's more so that's not necessarily connected, uh, but it's just, you know, just general acclimation back to the U.S. like that. So there, but yeah, nothing super big um, in terms of an anxiety attack, you know, not that I can think of. And yeah, like I, I like to think in terms of now, like how I'm living through her. How she's living through me and the music, the things that I do, right? Any accomplishments, right? It's still rooted back. Whole reason why we're in the goddamn US of A is because my Lola immigrated, 
right? We, we wouldn't we would still be in the Philippines. We wouldn't have uh, the opportunity to migrate, right? And so that's all rooted. How? Like, was she a teacher here? No, she uh, came in the 80s uh, on, I think, a work opportunity thing. Um, what did she do here? When she she worked here? in the county in L.A., like in the prison uh, paperwork th- type things, because she was she had masters in accounting. And I think she was working in the national power in the Philippines, and then they were recruiting like workers from the Philippines during that time. And then they came over eighties. Uh, the petition took what, like thirteen years, I think, uh, fourteen years, oh, wow. like that. And then so she petitioned my mama. Then I was born, and then it finally came through, right. Um, so it came through when I was around 12, like that. So we eventually got our papers, and that's when we moved here. Um, and yeah, that's the whole reason. So a lot of the things now moving forward, it has that energy. Uh, I, I also, I, I don't know what's out there in terms of uh, religion, spirituality, afterlife, mm-hmm. right? But I like playing with the idea that she'll be with me. Uh, I've been like trying to like you know give it up to ancestors in a sense um, more now that she's passed. So um, yeah, much love to my Lola and to all Lolas. Thank you all for coming. Oh hey, you didn't talk about your design process real quick about the Uh, you. So you did the logo uh, the for the Mahalola and actually uh, originally it was the Mahalove, but you switched it up. You give a little insight on that? Yeah, it's actually um, based off of Christian's astrological uh, <laughs> patterns in the sky. Um, I took those geometries and uh, modified it. Uh, speak on out. it. <laughs> Jeez. Josh's face. He's like, I'm tired of this bullshit. <laughs> I uh, want to eat. <laughs> I don't know, man. I guess my process was like, I would I would become whenever we'd be kicking it, kind of like this, but labbing not not on air. Uh, I'd be just drawing, mm. and whenever you'd be talking, right? And I, I had it as Mahalove, and then I had the geometry set out. Initially, I took a first pass at it. It was first like really rectilinear base, like foundation, just like um, also thinking like tribal Filipino patterns, the geometry, the rhythm. Um. Then I I looked back at it. I I did I did send you something before, right? And then it was like base like, like triangular, angular, uh, pattern. And then um, I I think I had lost it or something. And and then I was like, oh shit! I didn't even actually listen to any of the songs on the album, but I was just based off of the the vibes of what we had when we were kicking it when I was mm. drawing over here. Mm. Um. And then I look back at it, I was like, uh, I'm not feeling the angular, mm. like, design. It's, like, really rigid. And then I switched it to more, like, circular patterns. Mm. And and I wanted you to have, like, a kind of your own pattern with it, right? Um, that was my approach. I kind of created your own letters for you. And you can take those letters and create a pattern out of it kind of like batik or something you know what i mean um watch yeah. out for the sweater drop sweater drop or long sleeve long hey. sleeve we'll do a long sleeve for yeah. that yeah that was, i mean it's more so the design of it i, I created a totem 
like a little totem design. Oh yeah, you, so right? it's dope. It's actually yeah. cool because it works with all the. It works for the vibe. Yeah. If you've seen the one thing, that, I that's why I, I mess with the uh, the geometry. Like you could take it like vertical or yeah. horizontal or whatever. You know. So yeah, that's the really vibe. boring shit. <laughs> Thank you for for being part of it. Yeah. You're part of the uh, um, honor. the honor. project. Um, shout out we had Janina do video I mean pictures and then all the producers that we shouted out it is it's a process and I love that it's kind of a it's a time capsule man that's what's yeah. cool about recording but we're doing then, projects in general doing projects in general yeah and then releasing it mm-hmm. putting it out there it's like a fucking forever time capsule and when I'm happy I re-listen to it when I re-listen to it there are two things I would change there like there's there's a few kind of changes mix wise I'm like oh maybe a two to three but overall I'm happy with it and I'm able to like re-listen to it and get me back and spend time with my Lola in that way uh, because she's there and then go through the process of like learning each time I get I still get stuff out of it when I re-listen to it are you gonna do a party Nah, nah, I don't want to think of. Maybe for the next one. Like, uh, how are you celebrating this album? Just releasing it. This is a celebration, celebration? for me. No, like, yeah. for you. Like, how do you celebrate it? Like, are we. I mean, is this. I feel like this is kind of. I think this, like is, a this is kind of right? a little yeah. celebration. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm not into. Like, the vibe of it is not like a big, like, party or nothing. Sure, sure. I mean, Mine. just like, I feel like. I mean, I guess this is this would be a form of it, yeah. right? Uh, I think. I'm still going to perform it more. Of course. So of I'm course, still yeah. like uh, practicing the live performance part and stuff. When I listen to him, like, because the bad part is I did the whole recording once, right? And then I go into a month or two of mixing and re- and mastering, and I don't even sing at all during that time. So when I went back to sing, I was like, oh, shit, my voice is fucking gone. So I have to re- redo the singing and all that stuff. So my plan is for the next few months to do some live performances of these, work through it. Um, and I think the, you know, the celebration for me more so is the release. The release yeah. and the propagation the- of it. Release. I think oh you mentioned God. that earlier too. <laughs> hey man, if I weren't friends with you, I wouldn't have done that. You always do that. The r- release. Hey, shout out the. Hey, how do you do it? How do you do it, dude? Release. <laughs> you gotta roll your eyes up. Uh, my fuck, my Lola did hella dirty jokes too and really? shit, and she would really? laugh at my dirty jokes. So really? that's why, and she, my cousin and all that stuff. She was like, fine with it. That's why I always point that out to my mama. If mm-hmm. my mama ever is like mad at my dirty joke, oh, Lola was fine with it. <laughs> and if Lola's fine, that's like the over art and over, it like cool. goes that's over everything. Cool. Like, and cool. if I have it recorded, yeah. of like she's making it laughing at this joke or whatever, it's yeah. fine with it. Hey, she's fine with it. <laughs> Fire. That's, fire. <laughs> that's that matrilineal one <laughs> yeah uh so that's the way i'm celebrating it and sharing it and um a part of me views marketing as one you know that's a uh that's a part of the professional development yeah. but also a part of me likes marketing so people listen to it and get to listen to my lola 
um, and get to like partake in this. So this little session too. Thanks for vibing with me, listening to it. We've fucking got a few hours, bro. It's fucking at least three hours, man. Uh, total. I um, mean, we've been shit. here since twelve. What <laughs> I mean, it's eight p.m. No way. Oh my gosh, bro. We basically worked the what eight the hour hell shift today. Doing. <laughs> We I got break. shit to do, dude. <laughs> we did record all the way through, though. I know. We yeah, took like we were chilling. Long breaks, chilling. Love breaks. Yeah, but it is 8 p.m. right now. Because oh, you got one twin or three, two, yeah, three and a half-ish hours, maybe. Um, I think this definitely gets the longest podcast session. So um, much love. Thanks, y'all, for coming and vibing with me. Uh, Joseph Magsai side, the episode is there, and Joshua Burha episode is there too on the podcast. If y'all want to scroll down, but I'm planning on doing a follow up with y'all so folks can listen to that. Um, thanks for vibing with me, gang. Insight. I feel I'm gonna learn shit when I re-listen to this too, especially really? when we went in about relationships, ego, and like um, reflectivity and stuff. God damn, I feel. I feel like we always I mean, talk we about. Had- yeah, we, we yeah, had to dissect. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I feel a little like, oh shit, vulnerable now. Good. Like even more. Like I wonder what will pop off on this. But I think it's good because a lot of these conversations, I think, is important to have, especially for the larger larger community of like, like dudes and like love and uh, final you know, takeaways. Fro- final takeaways. I don't know. Uh, I'll start. You start. All right, so the common theme I feel is uh, you have notes. I love that I this know. motherfucker has notes, Prepared. bro. I can't remember all these. <laughs> uh, yeah, don't focus too much on a perfect relationship. Ooh. Mm. I mean that we. It sounded like I mentioned. It sounded like every advice that she was saying was similar to each other, just in different ways f- mm. to try to make you understand. Mm. Um, I forgot what else I was gonna say. <laughs> you wrote it down, fam. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but yeah, I mean that's the overall. Just kidding. Word, word. I appreciate it. Um, I'm gonna piggyback off of it. Um, for me, from this session, not and also the album and talking to you guys, uh, and to Josh's point, it's more for me not necessarily about relationship but also just like the idea of perfecting something and Mm. and talking like just letting it out as opposed to waiting until you perceive that you're ready or at least uh, or uh, before you perceive you're at that perfect moment perfect time to do something i think with your process you just let it uh, you not you didn't even hesitate you like put it out there um go back to my ass kissing like you know (laughs) Uh, your courage, your candidness, I feel like that's a take on like, yo, this isn't perfect right now, but I'm going to put it out there. Mm. And I think that's that's what the lessons are in those relationships and those um, uh, lessonships mm. that encounters and experiences with the people in those stories and those narratives is that it wasn't perfect, but you did you. You were candid. You were honest and you put it out in the world. Mm. And I think... Like with the lessons, like don't rush, you know, just do you. Uh, it's very honest. It's raw. You know, that's what you're 
Lola was saying, and I think it's a perfect way to honor her. Mm. Um, maybe it's like maybe it's not the perfect platform to honor her, but in in its own way, it is. You know what I mean? Mm. And it's like we just have to find those different lights to look at it, to listen to it, and and learn from it. So I think that's my takeaway is just like yo just just do it you know what i mean and that's what you did uh you know thank you i think it's been a great learning experience for me uh i feel like i was a little bit more comfortable in this spot <laughs> what do you mean in uh in the podcast in the oh, camera like oh, okay, as okay. long as it took we did talk talk for a long time you yeah, know? yeah 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 and uh, over the time, I, I feel like I got a little bit more comfortable. Yeah, you did. You did. Uh, I feel it pretty drained because that's not my usual kind it's of a talking lot. session. It takes a it's lot. It's a lot. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, Thanks for vibing <laughs> with me, man. But yeah. maybe you what 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 helped is it's not on you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Maybe because and you you go in when it's analyzing me. Yeah. Right versus I took that the, therapist role today. Yeah, just like I was right. asking questions. And yeah, stuff. Yeah, 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 I'm yeah. not even you know I'm not trying to like be. Yeah, the shit was things. long, yeah. um, and yeah because honestly, interesting. I feel I'm on the opposite end. Usually I'm the one who's drained at the end of a podcast when I'm facilitating the conversation, but I don't feel that drained right now. I feel tired. But I don't feel like I was trying to guide the answer or guide the conversation as much. We did feel you know? drained a little bit in the beginning. I think the exercise and the food. Break oh yeah, was yeah, 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 yeah. The tea was and cool. the air, the air. I could for feel. Sure. I could feel definitely the circulation. Yeah, you the know? air. Um, blood circulation. Blood <laughs> circulation. Because we did take a good break in the middle, actually. Yeah. Dude, so I maybe did, that's I did why. like five sets of deadlifts. Did yeah. like three sets of pull-ups. <laughs> some lat pulls in there. Felt pretty good. Uh, yeah, felt pretty good, man. Eight hours, yo, like that's crazy. <laughs> we we got here at twelve. Damn. Bro, we met up at eleven thirty. <laughs> We've Damn. been talking. Let's go eat. Like, Let's go focus, eat. Yo. Let's like, go eat. Let's go eat. Let's go get burritos. Ah, uh, Leanne wants a burrito, so okay. I gotta go get her burrito. How about we? Get her senior seasick. They have tofu. They have vegan. No, she no. Oh, oh, sorry, okay. sorry, senior seasick. Uh, I like it. Sponsor me. Um, my takeaway is more so from the process. There's a lot of growth and collective healing. I feel this is collective yes. healing on yeah. that shit. Like yeah. being able to process it on my own with the music was one thing. Right, being able to share and go through this process and break things down was another thing, right? And get perspective. And Word up. there was even a moment in there where I was gonna go off and be like, "No, I think it's this." Da 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 da. But then I kind of stopped and I was like, "All right, listen more." And then I let you talk a little bit more, and I was like, "Oh, maybe." And then it's when I agreed with you. Maybe as an ego on that. So I learned a little bit there about slow down a little bit to like let let another perspective come in rather than j finishing my my point or getting my point mm -hmm. across mm -hmm. all the time um so there there is something there about collective healing and um i like the the idea of like you know it's not perfect but it's perfectly what it is i'm happy with what it is because honestly there's one track where the vocals are a theme. little too high there's a little too high in one of the vocals in one of the tracks and the other one i would have wanted to switch to strictly piano a live piano because that's how i usually perfectly play it. imperfect perfectly imperfect shout out to the old album perfect oh yeah <laughs> perfectly imperfect um and then uh was that or 
Was it called? Wasn't, wasn't it? Imperfect practice. Imperfect practice. Perfectly imperfect was, was my shirt. shirt. Yeah. yeah, shirt design. Perfectly imperfect. Hey, Kuya Chris. Um, Kuya Chris, go on. Good vibes nation. I'm a Kuya Chris citizen. <laughs> Sway in the morning. <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah, I think that's a good takeaway that that I've I've internalized the pursuit of perfection. But but I've learned. I'm learning that it's not. I'm sure it realistic. feels good on your end to like process. I'm not speaking for you, but mm-hmm. like, remember how yesterday we were here and you were like so excited to. You were like talking a lot. You were super energized, enthusiastic about random ass stuff. Yeah, yeah. When Keisha and I were just sitting here, and I feel like maybe that's also a sense of relief for you when you unpack this album. Like, man, I've been waiting to talk about this album for a long time maybe you know? yeah or like yeah, yeah, or not yeah. even this album but just like unpack the lessons learned from these relationships uh, through this album and mm. explaining it you know yeah i think it Word. is unpacking you know yeah. that's why i've i've gotten a lot out of just podcasts in general just because of me being able to talk things through with some dope ass people right sometimes some podcasts like I actually don't talk that much because I'm like facilitating, but some, uh, if the vibe is right, like we go back and forth. And then sometimes I talk a lot, like, and it's a great outlet to collectively heal through. Yeah. You see that there are shared experiences, whether you're different gender or older, younger, whatever. So it's it's been a beautiful experience. Let's, let's see older generate No, <laughs> older generations. I'm on about this podcast. To, I'm about to. Oh, yeah. Interesting. Does someone know who's coming on in January 6th? I don't think he knows. Oh, he might. I've already told you. NN? Uh, yeah. Uh, oh, what? So really? Next, yeah, we oh, got, I didn't know. We got, we I didn't got know. a king hey, coming finally. through. Hey, finally. Dope. Um, you say uh, a king. He is a king. You're a <laughs> Filipino <what>? Nas, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Filipino Nas. Filipino the godfather. Nas. <laughs> so, yeah. we got, Shout out. I, 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 I'm excited for the for that just intergenerational healing too you know like that's that's some real shit and you know just push it out i like that i like that and love your fucking lolas that's my thing psa pso love your lolas, public service man. announcement push shit out yeah push <laughs> shit out love your lolas and be imperfect man that's embrace that's, it embrace, embrace imperfect it. Yep. and i fucking love lessonships man lessonships lessonships i've got that's that's i'm that's, the captain of this lessonship <laughs> <laughs> put your okay, seatbelts so, on it's gonna be a wild ride man this has been lesson shitty <laughs> hey. just kidding much love though to all my exes and people who've broken my heart or added onto my heart or whose that's, hearts you've broken yeah, maybe. Oof. Actually, yeah. Ooh. I don't think I've broken that many. I think I've broken for real one. Yeah. One to two. Two, 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 two. I've broken two. Yeah, that's true. Maybe that's karma. But, so I said I cheated on one relationship, then I got cheated on the next. I think my karma's balanced. That's why I count it. It's like addition and subtraction, right? When you multiply two negatives, it's a positive. So I think I'm balanced out in the sheet. So moving forward, I'm not going to cheat and I'm not going to be cheated on. And it's all going to be good karma. I feel that, right? That's how it works, right? Energy. All right. And that's a Filipino garage. (laughs) Yo, four hours. Let's go. Peace. Peace.